us as a group, or I have to go and find each individual one and put them together. So, you know, um, apparently, yeah. uh, the <laughs> actress who played America Chavez said that. Uh, said about the writing in Multiverse of Madness, you'll need to stop hating on Michael Waldron. They asked for 33 rewrites. None of it is up to him. What? <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? They asked for 33 rewrites. I don't know what that means. So 33 times they did not accept his script and he had to go back <laughs> well, and do it again? Or they didn't like 33 things in the script? <laughs> just, uh, I don't know, I feel like the thing that's... You, you, could, always, you could always walk away, you know? That's Stop blaming the student for their failing grades. The, also, the teacher keeps not accepting the paper. I don't buy it. Like, the amount of... <laughs> no, I don't buy the it. amount of individual moments in that film that are nonsense. The idea that, like, every line, including, like, hello, other character, that some suit is like, no, rewrite it so it's bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. It's like when people said that it was EA's fault that Bioware spent five years in pre-production on Anthem. It's like, it's not EA's fault. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I wonder if the first draft was, like, amazing, and then I got whittled down to a piece <laughs> of shit after 33 attempts. Like, they have his family, and so they're like, you have, to, you have to own it. You have to say it was your script, Michael. And he's like, I don't want it. They're like, we'll kill your wife, Michael. <laughs> Can I think about it? <laughs> Can I have some time to mull over things? I mean, I watched the behind the scenes. I saw him talking about his process. Can't lie about that. <laughs> Unless they forced him yeah. to say it. Got a gun just off screen. Pretty revealing interviews from him, yeah. Say that you had no idea what was happening, Mike. Won't, won't torture him. Uh, she'll probably get in trouble for that, I'd imagine. Um, that does sound a little, you know, not line toe so to speak. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you essentially saying don't hate on the writer, the producers who are more powerful than the writer, told him that his script sucked. Well, the thing, you probably or, had plenty of moments where they spoke to each other as an actress and the writer, and he's probably fine to get along with, and so she probably feels bad. Uh, yeah, he probably is fine to get along with, but he got paid a lot of money to write this film. And yeah, he and he's fucking set to write Avengers. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't know. I, it's, it's kind of... Maybe he'll know what's happening in the like, third act of that. It's almost like um, people need to see, the people who work on the films need to see the bigger picture. Like, you know, it's like, you guys you guys are like playing around with millions of dollars here. And you're playing around with stuff that isn't like yours, really. Unfortunately, yeah. But if it was original works, not like everyone would be like, ah, oh, there you go, it's good now. <laughs> it's, it's fine now. <laughs> Ugh. Continuity, what even is that? Who cares? Yeah, Not some... this guy. Hello, chat. How you doing? Hi, everyone. Who else doesn't Hello. care about continuity? What else, is, what else is new? They, they released that Star Wars game, and it's not doing well on PC for higher-end machines, that's what I've heard. As far as I know, it's, it's just... for higher-end machines. Yeah, apparently it's something fucked up with, like, multi-core settings for different... I, I don't know, I remember reading something quick and being like, wow. The, the prejudice comes for the higher-end graphics cards, huh? I've heard it doesn't run well on consoles, either. Oh, is it? I thought I thought it was just PC I'd... stuff. Apparently PS5 has uh, performance issues, too. Ooh. Yeah, not Enjoy great. that launch. I mean, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. Um, if people were curious as to whether or not we will all be playing it, I really wasn't intending to, and I don't think Bring Your Rags were either. Nope. No. But you just have to let us know. 
What you guys thought of it, for those of you who played it. Glidus, you're a huge Star Wars fan. What do you think of it? <laughs> What's your opinion on the Star Wars game that we're discussing? Yes. Um, it looked funny. I laughed at all the people who pre-ordered it because I always oh. do. <laughs> oh, them. They can all get refunds. Steam gives it to you. Do it. Don't be a sheeple. Yeah. We'll wait until they fix it, I guess. They didn't put out a reassuring message. Um, I read something wait. on Twitter. Oh, that... it's the same miracle. What they we say? Well, what it, they say? The sentiment I came away from it was, I have to paraphrase, it was like, there's no easy fix for this. We will be trying or something like that. It's just like, oh, no. oh you shouldn't have released the game. Well, you should have waited a bit. We've been over this before. It's like they must have known. And you know when it's like contractually they they've know. got to release it knew. though. It's they like okay, always but, know. But they at least like if they have to release it, be like, okay, PC players, listen, <laughs> this you're gonna <laughs> don't be mad. <laughs> like I need you to sit down. <laughs> I guess that that would be the most bizarre thing ever. Like, do not buy this yet. <laughs> like, I know it's released. It's and ready. Um, I know we're accepting money for it currently, <laughs> but don't buy it, please. Do you think they uh, might have been, like, dead set on getting it out, like, now because it's right after Mando's finished? And so it's uh, like, oh, well, you know, there's always new Star Wars stuff. I, I don't know, like, the nature of, like, EA's obligations when it comes to, uh, like, timing releases or anything for games. I figure that it's not as strict as with... Uh, Productions like the film, TV stuff. Uh, like the idea that you watch Mando and you're like, I could really go for some. I I, I don't think <laughs> I don't even. I, yeah, I, I I don't know. I the, the game got delayed by like a month. I'm pretty sure, but I guess that didn't really didn't help all that much. Or maybe oh. it helped tremendously. Well, I was about to say, imagine, them. imagine they were like, thank fuck, we had that month at least. Mm. Oh no. Speaking of Mando, did, uh, you, uh, did you watch that, John? Have you seen that, Chance? Uh, no. I didn't finish the first season. I kind of lost interest after yeah. the first oh, few episodes. Oh, yeah. It wasn't very good, was it? I mean, first uh, season was so good. It's the <laughs> other seasons that were bad or something. Okay, yeah. It's just season three that was bad. Oh, my God. I've seen some uh, clips from season three that look hilarious. Like yeah. Baby Yoda doing his flip and stuff like that. It's like, oh yeah. my god. Uh, you know, I find it so fascinating the like the way that waves of cultural conversation happen. I've seen a lot of people being like, why is everyone shitting on like the shitty puppet when that's exactly what we want? We don't want CGI Yoda jumping around and stuff. And then and it's like, we want a shitty are, puppet. We don't want yeah, no there CGI. Are, we want a shitty puppet. In the <laughs> final episode, um, they're walking into the cantina, I think, and. Baby Yoda's walking, and people have pointed this out, like the Team America puppets. Where yeah. it's, it's just pathetic. Like, But they do it on purpose, <laughs> and Team America's is funny as hell. Yoda's just like, they just didn't care. Um, and some people are like, yeah, exactly, yeah. I want more of this goofy puppet stuff. Like, like, And there's people just like, I'm sorry, what the fuck happened? Did you think that like all the puppeteers and all of the like classic movies that have them were just fucking around? Like, I sure hope yeah. they think this is shit. Forever. <laughs> I feel really bad for them because it's like, no, the puppeteering is like a craft. It, it takes a lot of work. Some of it's amazing mm -hmm. movements and stuff. Why are you be like, yeah, just toss it around the room? <laughs> That's what we want for puppets. <laughs> it's this crazy notion that like CG bad puppets good, and then you have to explain like, well, no, CG used right is amazing, and puppets used bad is not good. <laughs> like puppets bad is, is embarrassing. I'm I'm pretty sure that there are like instances um. I'm pretty sure that there's uh, instances in, like, that show where they, they deliberately do CGI, like, uh, Baby Yoda to look like a puppet. 
yeah. like to animate like a puppet rather than like a entity. Um, like isn't that that's strange, isn't it? Really, it's like they they know the meta of uh, yeah, puppet good, CGI bad. So let CGI to look like a puppet. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. It's a sad, sad remember reality. When he, and... Remember when he walked uh, walked in when they went back to that uh, that bar to uh, to talk to um pilot man. Yeah. And then Baby Yoda was walking in, and he was like hovering above the ground. His feet were like bobbing up and down, like in like Team America or something. Rags, you've got to <laughs> Rags, come on. I mean, it it that's an astute comparison, Fringy. I agree. It's hilarious ground. to you, me. You took the high road. I appreciate it. We're talking about funny. Star Wars. I have to take the high ground. <laughs> the the puppet thing was funny to me in particular because I wouldn't even do that in Arby and the Chief, you know, where if like they're moving around, like you never see their legs. Like you always got to shoot a character like that from the waist up. Like as soon as you back out during movement, it looks so dumb. You can't take it seriously. No. Um. But then a lot of people are like, yeah, that is a goofy. That's what Star Wars is. It's nonsense. And you're saying. Like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> if that's the okay. Well, mm. yeah. if we've already given up, you, whatever. It doesn't matter if you ask Rags whether he wants to shit on me for saying something that he already said. If Chat points it out, well, Rags had the first chance to do it. Chat, we're gonna do it anyway. But it wasn't him that said it. It was and me. Rags <laughs> the high ground. Rags yeah, did. I'm proud of him. So, uh, welcome to good old EFAP. We're, we're here today with guests John and uh, Mr. Gliders, who we haven't had since we talked about House of the Dragon. Uh, today we're the talking about House I of the Dragon. To talk about. I drag Hello. him on here whenever we talk about the Dragon Show. Oh, oh good one. Oh. And that, that applies to Game of Thrones as well, but I feel like we just missed the opportunity to spam you at that, at that era. So, now you're going to get I was spammed. Young. Yes, but for season two and three, that's what we're getting, right, Fast the Dragon? We'll drag you back, and we can, we can complain about how awful it is, right? Yeah, how, how, how it's been ruined all of a the sudden. They ruined it again. I can't believe it, the nerve. The knife. The knife. Um, but yeah, glad to have you guys back. We're going to talk about Mario, too, if that's okay. Yeah. Thanks yeah, I'll talk me. about Mario. It's not so it was, bad. Um, it was a movie. Yeah. House of the Dragon, oh, I fine. think, is a little bit better. Like, it, the special effects were better, and the, the soundtrack, though similar, I think. No, no, no. Better. House of the Dragon definitely would have benefited from a bunch of 80s bangers <laughs> inserted throughout the runtime for no reason. Imagine you put, like, Take On Me while the final fight between <laughs> the two dragons is happening. You're like, uh, <laughs> I don't really get it, you <laughs> know. Well, Rhaenyra's burning her mother's corpse to the sound of a jump. <laughs> Might as well hump. Um, Mola, why are you talking about a kid's movie? We've balanced it out. We're talking about a kid's movie and an... Is it an R-rated show over in the Americas? I it's for so. big so. boys, for sure. For large men. I think yeah. so. Big boys like Ben Shapiro. It'd have the boobs and the, the, the blood. The boobs and the vagines. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, today we're gathered because a couple people, through the form of Super Chats, I guess, have let me know, and I made notes over time, about certain things they, they were like, you should probably check this thing out, it's kind of insane. And then uh, one of them was the review of the Mario Bros. movie by uh, 
well, the channel's called Beyond the Trailer, but it's our favorite Grace Randolph, who famously reviewed the Suicide Squad and couldn't stop talking about John Cena's cock, which is kind of strange. She did mention the bulge quite a great amount. Yes. Um, I don't it, know if it's more than warranted. I don't know what the warranted is. It's hard to know what is. the standard Probably is. Probably not really much at all, actually. Is she going to talk about Mario's bulge? Uh, I've yet to know. The thing is, I've heard memes uh. about her coverage of the film, and some of it is like... The kind where you're like, no, she didn't say that. That's not real. And then you, you go and you, you have a look-see and you're like, oh. Oh, she said it. Wow. And she's like it a wasn't seasoned anything. movie reviewer of many a year. Um, I actually have you no don't idea. have like a great reputation, right? She's not, I don't think she's liked by anybody. <laughs> like, yeah, I haven't like seen anybody be like, oh yeah, that. Grace Randolph, woo. But I guess Pretty like... Great. She's just prominent enough in like the uh, the space to have a a persistent audience or like I don't know enough access maybe. Yes, um, and we're gonna find out today. It's so funny, right? Because people will watch maybe her her uh, her Suicide Squad video through us, and then they'll see this, and she'll be like, "Why? Why does she have like the career doing this?" And you're like, "Well, maybe she's got really good videos we too." We ask that a lot on EFAP. <laughs> so how did you have the... a job doing this? I guess the interesting thing is um, looking at somebody who does like the, you know, the big movie, TV show, media thing. They're, they, you know, like they're in that industry and they talk about it, but their commentary is just bizarre. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just strange. Really, really the weird. One thing I'll appreciate is that she'll say things that I haven't heard anywhere else. So there's that. That's, yeah, I guess. I that's enjoy something. her ability to constantly surprise me, regardless of context. Apparently, she was in Zombieland 2. Oh, okay. What as a as a playing herself, a well, mindless zombie? Uh, well, uh, apparently Garfield it was a zombie. Three. I, uh, well, the, I don't know. This is a screenshot from the movie. I, I don't fucking know, but it's, yeah, that's uh, Al Roker. Oh, I don't think so. I think Al's not there right no? now because of the zombies. Oh, okay. Al's not a fan of zombies. Um, we got we got four in the watch together. What's going on here? I should. Let me re reload it. I have the window up. Now we have okay. five. Excellent. That okay. Hooray. All right, everybody, brace yourselves. You remember the Mario movie. Here is an opinion on the Mario movie. All right. Check it out. So, wow. I'm kind of shocked. shocked at how bad this movie is. Oh, we got the emoji. <laughs> okay. We got we to gotta talk this about. This a lot to take in. It really is. <laughs> it's Visually so noisy. All right. And now, uh, now I remember, because from the... The, uh, the, yeah, the Suicide Squad one, where it was just, like, a whole bunch of stuff on screen. Yeah, this is her style. <laughs> Welcome, for those who are not Sorry. familiar. Her style. Oh, I remember this 20 style. minutes ago. This is, like, such intense sensory overload. <laughs> I'm kind of having a bit of a moment here. There's a part of me that respects the complete and total lack of any fucks given when it comes to the visuals of your video. I mean, considering video is, I mean, the word video... Yeah, hmm. the visuals are going to be pretty important. So maybe we should start at the back and work our way towards the front, right? Because we have a lot of layers going on here. Yes. So the bottom oh. layer is just a black screen. So far, yeah, not terrible. Right, okay, not like black screen. <laughs> the black void, that is Grace Randolph's content at the bottom. All right. And now you want text over a black screen. You can't just have a black screen, obviously. That's not a very impressive visual. So we're going to put some text over it. And that text will be in purple. Fair enough. Um, and it will just be listed in a row on the left-hand side of the screen. What is, what is this? What is this list? Down. 
seems to be well, like they are the order of uh, yeah, yes, talking points. The order right. of conversation. Uh, oh, so the first part of this video is yikes. These are the chap. <laughs> these are the chapters of the video. Yikes! My oh. press screening torture. I will say, see it in 3D. Why so bad? When I first no saw that as a format, <laughs> I I legit thought like they were just notes she put on the screen to help her like understand like because you just see it all at once and you're like what the fuck she didn't know she could write it down she had to put it in the video to remember it yeah, yeah. but i guess the videos she hard, believes man. that the the value of this is that you can see the topics coming and uh, i think there are timestamps for the topics so if, for instance if you were like i wish to know what yikes means you can just hit play however if you wish <laughs> to know what toad is you can go straight to Toad. <laughs> special, special Toad segment um, that appears after Chris Pratt. So this is this is not what we call in order of appearance. Uh, let's see. We have what? What? I'm trying to work from the bottom up, looking at these layers. It looks as if the next layer is actually the Super Mario Bros. movie poster. So yeah, that came a next. Webcam looks like it. And then after that, we probably have like our subscribed, maybe our no, ad grace. Subscribed is, no, uh, subscribed is below the text. You see the drop yeah, you can shadow. See the drop oh, shadow. That, that's what I thought. But would would we not see that shadow under the rest of the text, or is that when? Uh, well, the 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 problem is that every the rest of it's on a black screen. Yes, yeah, so it is there. You just shadow. can't see. But surely it would it's still there. like it's long no. enough, right, to where. Surely, right? Like Toad oh, would be over the Chris. Toad would be over Chris. It would no, but shadow drop Chris shadow is underneath that layer anyway. That that was created with a drop shadow that doesn't. Have, these aren't all individual. She's these would be as part of one yeah, big layer on uh, Photoshop. Okay, okay, all right. Um, so Which, I think way, Grace drop shadow on text that's on a black screen. Just I don't get it. Well, because <laughs> like, then you you can get that lovely little bit on the subscribe button. Well, I mean, I mean, if you look over her. in the bottom right corner, you can see that the drop shadow is applied to that text as well. Yeah. And it'd be really difficult to make out that that well, word it's a different says kind, chapter though. if it wasn't the drop shadow there. It is different. You're right. It's a bit the, different. The chapter, yeah. the chapter shadow is different than the conclusion shadow, which yeah, looks like, like it's a just downwards. But can it, be, can it be said that without that drop shadow, you'd have no fucking clue, like you said? What would that say? That's you'd true. be like, yeah. Hunter, uh, Hapter? I don't know. That text is hyphenated. It's the only text that's a bit different. And, um, yeah, it, it's italicized. Good. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Make it we easier have the, to read. We have There's the... A, uh, Grace Randolph, the the at Grace Randolph, I assume it's her Twitter, but we have that red spot. I mean, what's oh, that? that's that's what's uh, that the picture, right? There's some oh. picture there. Is that the, the sniper? Corner? Oh wait, is it the shadow under the <laughs> at? Did she add a special no, red uh, shadow to the <laughs> at sign? Like, there's there's a picture there. Like you see, there's a picture there, like in the bottom right yeah, hand some... corner. It's like a a poorly cropped. Like it's it's a picture Ooh. of like space. Looks like a space. Picture? Are you seeing? I'm not seeing space. Are you Where is it? Me? I'm seeing. You, uh, you need to wake you, up, Fringy. There's a picture of space, <laughs> like outer right space with there. stars and nebulas. Yeah. Do you see the stars there? I feel like are you fucking with us. Um, What's happening are you here? with me, <laughs> Fringy? I, Fringy, I, have you had too much of your bean juice? <laughs> okay, so I I definitely see it on my screen, and it's not on yours. That's weird. Have, move maybe the window around up, to like a different monitor like a... or something. Maybe I'll skip forward like monitor. 10 seconds and see if it's still there. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh there it's it the is. Universal oh, logo. Oh, 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 the yeah. It changes okay, over well, time. Uh, How neat is that? 
Well, okay. I, all right. I, I expect You're an not apology. crazy. Fuck no. Exactly. We were right. No, no, we were right. It what wasn't on you were our right. screen. On my screen. It, yeah, but I was right. On my screen, it was there. So why are we apologizing? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I was just saying. <laughs> Does it make sense? There, and then your... you guys were like, you're messing with me. You're screwing <laughs> no, with me. No, we asked if you were messing with, a, yeah. with us. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I wasn't. We asked if you had too much bean juice. Mm -hmm. We asked I those didn't... things. Those were no. questions. But now we Not can conclude you're on a. A nice amount of BJ. Now we can amount. go back to the fact that she gave the at sign a special red colored shadow for some reason. Well, yeah, so that everyone can see this red dot there. What's that about? What's going on? That's the shadow she gave to the at sign, but it, think she it made the shadow red. Yeah. Uh, it's in a it, it Listen, look, look at the. We are pattern seeking creatures. All okay, of us. all right. Mm -hmm. Notice that the, we already have two different styles of shadowing. It is therefore not illogical to conclude that Grace decided that she would give a third kind of different shadow to the at sign and decided to color it red. The counter, I, I actually... however, is that we are also creatures that are based a lot on probability. Is it likely that she applied it oh, just this to helps the at my argument. and Wait, not to the Grace Randolph? A million subscribers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> Or, Rags, is it more possible that it's just another image on another layer that's just on this mess, you know? I think that it makes sense that she clearly knows how to make things Pretty shadowy good. for no reason whatsoever. I think that Pretty she's impressive. decided to just give the at an at Grace Randolph. She thinks that's special, that at sign. You can, she um... gave it the red shadow. You can do it so that it, like, it, like, off-centers down in a particular direction to kind of make it look yeah, more... Yeah, change the direction, yeah. ...cool and stuff. So I, I could believe that she did it, but then why didn't she apply it for the Grace Randolph part, just the at? Why is that? Because the at is special. The Grace okay. Randolph is just okay. letters. But the at sign, that's... That's a that's, a that's something else. It's a sign yeah. that you okay. should uh, follow her on Twitter, I guess. This is a sign you should abandon all hope, <laughs> all you who click this video. Well, that's what this sign is. But we're yes. not done. No? We're not done. No, because we have the emoji flying in. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we the first two seconds. Layer. Yeah. Was that animated as well? There we go. layer in your video. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> she, she had to make sure that this emoji flew in from the left-hand side of the screen at the three-second mark. Oh, you gotta keep mark. it dynamic. You gotta yeah. keep it, you know, interesting. You gotta... It's not enough that like... we look at her extremely expressive face. Um, we have to have emojis, which are pure expression, uh, distilled, and that has to fly in from the left they hand side of good, the screen. They give you a good, good sort of, like, enough. you can understand what's going on here. I know here. what like, she's thinking yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Which, a lot of the times... communicating that, Because that face is, is for yikes, I assume, because that's, that's phase one of this journey. Yikes, or I'm blushing? Like, if someone said, wow, Rags, that is a massive cock you have there. I might make that emoji because like, oh my gosh, shucks, I'm blushing. You're so, you, that's such a kind thing for you to say and true. Uh, but um, but that, that might be what I reply with. But not yikes. I wouldn't say yikes. Like, why are yeah, you looking I think at me? I don't know. That that's emoji. Right. I feel like uh, I feel like the it, the yikes face is like the grinning teeth, like, like a cringe or something. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Good old Grimace. Do we have any yeah. emojiologists in the chat right now? It's that one, right? It's Grimace. Look at yeah, him. That's, that's what, yeah, that's that's what I, that's, yikes. That's, that's a yikes. That's yikes. That's taking a shit. <laughs> you could also that's throw in. You could also that's throw in this Pepe, guy for. That's Pepe this, protein. Yeah, you can throw. You can feels throw feels weird, man. You can throw in there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I think this this video is missing a few animated gifs in the corners, like Mario yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like got, low resolution, got... shitty. But see, the little subscribe that's animated. Have you guys seen that? Like, um, <laughs> uh, uh, they do this new thing. It's happened on TikTok and um, whatever format, like YouTube Shorts, whatever one that has those like phone format. They do the thing where whatever video is happening, they'll crop it so that it exists in the top half, and the bottom half will just be something. It could be like. Um, someone fucking golfing or doing something mechanical or just something a video game playing apparently it's like another subway surfers yeah subway surfers pops up a lot it's like the new way to just in case the audio or like the thing you're listening to isn't enough there's just a game like no context playing on the bottom that you can stare at i've even seen ones where it's just like a sausage factory just playing like sausages (laughs) it's like yeah sure i guess okay it's like that's that's where we're at now. TikTok videos are struggling to keep people attentive. It's like, oh no. Man, we are we are this doomed, is, aren't we? Yes. This is Grace Randolph. Um she, uh I you like I see a I see visuals like this and I think, wow, you could have given a shit. Well yeah, all, all memes. No, this is that she gives Why a has, shit. <laughs> Why hasn't she just shit. like gotten somebody to make something for her? Yeah, just commission because someone to make some assets yes. for you. Some little screens, some little boxes. I guess that's the thing. Why? That's yeah. That's the thing. Why would she change on this one? Why evolve when you're the top of the food chain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like hard a, to believe I, this. This video somehow has two hundred and four thousand views. It's not. Uh, very, it's not it's hard not for me well to believe received. that about this video. But, <laughs> some of the stuff I can oh, see this video so. being shared a lot. You know? well, I, yeah, I guess the me... thing is, is that she gets pretty consistent viewership, right? Like she's not. She's not like some struggling YouTuber. About... Oh yeah. Think... Oddly enough, she gets like fifty to a hundred, or sometimes about fifty to a hundred thousand views a video. Uh, if how, you can fucking how, believe like, it. How frequent are we talking in terms of uploads? Uh, three um, days, five days, eight days, eight days, yeah, nine days, bad. nine days. That's not bad yeah, at all, yeah, really. she's she's pretty consistent, and she gets a decent amount of views for the insane uh, little amount of effort that she puts into these. Probably, clearly. I'm gonna go to bat for a little bit. This takes time. It's just really them. weird. <laughs> I this would take me time to do if I was to. If I was to, well, be to like try and emulate this. Of, of making a bizarre, there is, like, there is effort happening. It's like an issue of... Um, the bulb. You have to find your lighter. You have to... She, she could have just done a vlog, you know, but instead she did all this, and that's that's great that she put that effort in there. She should have just done a vlog. <laughs> Though it would have yeah, deprived I, us I, of I, this joy. I would have preferred it with, like, less... I don't need this. Like, I don't need all of this stuff on screen. I need it. Also, I don't understand need, uh, what, what things we have to come. Drop shadow, list of text, and like I guess the trailer is going to be playing in the bottom right hand corner. Like I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need. Aren't that. some of these curious though? Sorry. Like why so bad and no exposition? It's like, oh, is that a, is that a good thing? Bad thing? Accent? Well, I mean, it, it's the structure that's being laid out here is strange um, already. Just like on its face, it seems odd. Um. But I guess we'll find out, like, if there's a logic to it. <laughs> I'm gonna roll it right back to the beginning and give her a full... We're gonna let it cook now with this setup. Okay. okay. Let's do it. So, wow! I'm kind of shocked at how bad this movie is. Universal knows, though. Now, Universal... that's, a, that's, a, that's a bold gambit on this one. 
That's a bold gambit, <laughs> gambit to talk about how bad something is in a, in a video that looks like this, but fair enough. Oh, I just mean on, in the case of the Mario movie, this is uh, this is an uphill claim, is what I would yeah. say for most people. Mm. Yeah, it's even our point bad. of view on it is, would be considered controversial. Probably. Yeah, is, I, don't think... I would say mine, yeah, my view is positive for it, so, you know. Well, sure, but it's it's just that oh, um, we were, like, positive, but we weren't, like, super duper incredibly Yeah, we had many positive. criticisms. That's already probably contentious enough to say that it's bad. It's like yeah, okay, we had, well, well remember <laughs> we even on the day of doing it had people in chat being like, "Why are you doing this? This movie's for kids. What's wrong with you?" Like, oh shit. Uh, I'm sorry that I uh, care, like have some level of investment in Mario. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, loser, grow up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> grow up and watch House of the Dragon. That's for adults. The Mario's for the big famous. boys. House of the Mario. <laughs> House of the Mushroom. <laughs> I'd watch it. Universal knows, though. Universal know, knows, which is why the embargo is lifting mere hours before the movie premieres. I don't think this is going to make a billion. Well, it's making a billion dollars. <laughs> making a billion dollars, like, possibly today. I was about to say, what, so, how are we doing uh, on that? Let's have a look. Uh, it's, yeah, it's I, gonna be, I think it's it just crossed that line today. Yeah, I think I saw that. Oh, right, did it actually cross it already? <laughs> well, this video didn't age well. It aged really badly as of this hour, I guess. Well, this let's hour. let's be real. This didn't age badly. This was just like that this was, was just like a bad take. This is bad take. This is the Mario I movie wasn't going to be incredibly it successful. Aged like shit. Like it came out bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. In in addition to her terrible words, we also have the money sign with the big. <laughs> The big like the the cross through it the circle no money. no money allowed not only not only has it made no money it's like it's I no, think it's already it's, no it's money is allowed of, is it like the highest grossing film of the year like you know what right without now, even looking at its like well, worldwide allegedly. the fact that on its first second third fourth Friday it made nine million. Yep, it's uh it's been consistent. It's had very long legs. Each In a, drop has been like oh. not that not that big compared to like what we see with Marvel films, for instance. And it hasn't opened in Japan. I think it just opened in Japan like yesterday. Really? So yeah. that number's gonna no, crank yeah. up again then. Uh, it's probably gonna do quite well in Japan, I would imagine. Um, you would reckon? Yeah. yeah. Th this is this was always a bad take. Like the Super Mario series is one of the most like financially successful things that like has ever been created. <laughs> like. It's it. The I, don't, question I don't know was why. How much money like, would it make? Yeah, that was always the question: is how much money is it going to make? A billion was like that was that was like pretty much guaranteed from the get go. Yeah, because we can like, go suit mode every once in a while and be like, if you want to make money, you got to do certain blah blah blah. That not necessarily lead to like good films or good stories, but will get you bums in seats, so to speak. And it's just like this movie well, did all of those things. It's it surprising you that she didn't recognize things. that. Well, and so like, what's her deal with like Illumination? Like, I presume that she knows a decent amount about them, right? Being but like they make lots of money. Um, um, well, I mean, does she like Illumination films? We will discover that in this video. I couldn't oh, begin story to will guess be told. what she thinks. I, I don't know. Yeah, I actually don't know. Well, she has her little, little magic eight ball. I don't think this is going to make a billion. I yep, think I it might very sell badly. this opening weekend. I don't even know if it's going to make it to Friday. I think word of mouth on this is going to be... Toxic or whatever. It was, so it was the oh, opposite. Look, there's of a barrel of toxic um, barrels, and you can see the drop shadow. No, no, that's the same drop oh, shadow. It's underneath. As in the bottom You're right. right. It's different. It's different. It's different than the conclusion. Conclusion yeah. had a different drop shadow than Illumination and Nintendo. How? 
Wait, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go back to the beginning. No, uh, no, no. That's not see... a. That's not the. Uh, that's not the drop shadow, right? The drop shadow was cast. Bl- oh, there should be like an O cut. We need. I, I think we need more pictures. I, <laughs> because I can't remember like... when it said more, the subscribe thing. See? see, yeah, the no, I see. Shadow. Yeah, but that's it's like that's down. what I'm saying. It, it, well, no, that no. The text has you should have oh. because it's on the italic, right? You see how it's got the um. I can't remember what that's called. When you've it's got like the, a bloom uh, shadow, but conclusion has yeah. like a shadow that goes downwards. You know, what? I think all I think of them are wrong. I think that all of the text has both the bloom shadow yes, and the drop so. shadow. Yeah, I think but so. But then we would see it on the O of Nintendo yeah, in the C of chapter. Yeah. No, it's it's not quite far enough to the. If the toxic barrel was a little bit more to the left, I think we could form a definitive. <laughs> Damn you, Grace! Put it further to the left. I don't know. I think, is required. I think she's being in, yeah. extremely inconsistent with her shadow features. Well, I'm mm. glad the toxic barrel's there, because otherwise I wouldn't have known just how toxic this movie but is. But also, on, on the point that she made, it was the opposite. The film had very good word of mouth. Yes. But, uh, can yes. Go back to the toxic barrel? <laughs> <laughs> Put a little smiley face at the toxic barrel. That's the truth. That's what happened. Hello. I thought this is going to be toxic or whatever toxic, toxic goo there is in nintendo world that destroys Good. stuff that it touches what are you talking um, about uh, what is this based on game thing nintendo is... the toxic goo in nintendo way, land you know that nintendo that stuff from nintendo touches it's like yes the toxic goo of making lots of money <laughs> like <laughs> or creating she, an ip that children adore nintendo? i don't know does she know does she know anything about video games at all so that's a great question because I might would say, have like, heard of them. All she once. needed to do was like, I don't know, just like play one Mario game to be like, oh, I get the appeal. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, does she has she played Mario? Does she know anything oh God, about like I Nintendo doubt it. what they make and how? I I always assume that everybody's played Mario. I always assume that's yeah, like that's a, everybody's nuts. played. Well, Mario is like, one of those I'm... things that defined a generation. I mean, uh, she must yeah. not be aware of that. Otherwise, she wouldn't be saying, like, like she wouldn't be drastically underestimating which the is like, performance of this movie. It's like half a good thing and half a bad thing. It's half a bad thing in that she has no idea what she's talking about, like, context-wise. But it's half a good thing in that you get her just raw thoughts that are unfiltered by great. culture around her. She just gets to get in there and tell you what she thought. That can be worthwhile, yeah. for sure. That can definitely be worthwhile. I guess we'll have yeah. to see in this case. We'll have to see. Because already so, it seems to have yielded, like, a big misread of the market. Yeah? Let me let me walk you through this, right? Because I know a lot right, of you thanks. aren't going to believe right, me, but I think you're going to be it. seeing a lot of bad reviews Correct. drop we right now. You. No, <laughs> it was mostly... Uh, I mean, you could say it was I overrated. Mean, the reviews from critics weren't so great, but, like, I mean, people pretty much dismissed those. Is, well, yeah, if she's referring strictly to critics, then fair enough. Um, if uh, she meant, like, probably all... probably is. She's, like, and I remember distinctly that it's an impression I got from the uh, the Suicide Squad video was that she is, like, she was talking about the Rotten Tomato score a lot, like, just a ton. Oh, like, I forgot about that, yeah. You're right, case. yeah. Like, I remember that's, now. That's, that's, that's really like the Bible. Mm. Well, it's because, <laughs> it's like, it determines, like, your credibility to some respect, right? Like, if you get to be a Rotten Tomatoes critic or whatever. I don't know if she is one. But like, I can I'm almost certain she is, right? Mind. Can you review reviewers and make them rotten? <laughs> like, I want to see if movie is this reviewer rotten, rotten or fresh. Yeah, like review. That should be a thing. There you go. Make the system fair. Yeah, you get it's thrown not a bad tomatoes idea, at yeah. you. And uh, yeah, it's unfortunately true. 
<gasps> now, as I've what? mentioned what? before when discussing this movie, I don't play Nintendo games, right? Well, there's your right, answer. There it is. It's fine. Yeah, like it's, I don't it's play them either, really. I guess it's more so that it's like, that's explains it explains some things already. <laughs> She's not involved in the culture. She doesn't know. I know who the characters are, well, like the big ones, but I'm certainly not. I've a heard of Mario. <laughs> I know the plumbers, the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I know Dry Bones and Shy Guy. I know Blarg. <laughs> He's my favorite. I, like, I think I like Blouser. Oh, Blouser. Uh, but you know, just like I say, movies shouldn't require homework. This should be accessible to a non-Nintendo you don't fan. Think the Mario movie. So, <laughs> oh God, that pause. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, the I would say, like say like is the film accessible? You wouldn't even need our opinion on that. You already know from the results. Like the idea that mm -hmm. you'd have to play the games before you can enjoy the films. Like obviously not. I would say that the film yeah. is as accessible as the Mario games are, which is that any single one of Jump them can be go for it. Yeah. Fun. Yep. And, like right. I imagine that that informed the philosophy of the film as well. And, and if someone was to say clearly it needs homework because you don't understand a lot of the references, like you don't need the references to enjoy. You don't the need film. the references. You don't. You don't need to know what an R wing is, like, and to see like the R wing on the you know Mario's team and go like, oh, it's a cool looking ship. Yeah. And of course, yeah, if you yeah. know what it is, it's like oh, R wing, yeah. Right. Fucking R wing, dude. Or you know, like <laughs> like duck hunt like stuff around the place, or all manner of uh, little references and nods to the games. Especially if it wants to make a billion dollars. But yeah. you know, I do love Illumination movies. I watch The Grinch every oh, year. No. I love Illumination. <laughs> I watch uh, The Grinch every year. I don't know. Specifically if... The Illumination Grinch. I mean, I, I, I saw it in theater. It was, it I good? don't know what I think of it. I guess it was mm. fine or something. I don't know. I feel I, like I that's probably uh, the takeaway that you could have for a lot of Illumination films. I like, I didn't hate it, it was fine, but I just don't, like, remember yeah. anything about it. And I was like, okay, you know. Well, I guess it's, it's the, I love Illumination, it's like, you love Illumination. You love them. I... Like, in the same way that somebody would say, I love DreamWorks, or I love Pixar. See, my, because I'm looking at that list that she's got on screen, and I'm like, okay, so Despicable Me is a film where I believe, when it's put on, I'm just like, that's totally fine and cool, thumbs up. And that's, like, mm -hmm. it for me. I, I haven't seen Sing, or Sing 2, uh... I, I didn't see the Lorax. I didn't see Horton. Uh, people like the Lorax. I didn't see Super. Like is that Super people, Pets or regular children. Pets? Um, I certainly haven't seen the fucking Minions films. I'm sorry. The culture around them is just piss. Well, that's going to be one of our arcs, right? For EFAP. Is it? Watch all the Minion movies. Did that, yeah. Is that someone told me about this? Not. Did we? Yeah. That yeah. Arc? You said you said this no, the other day. That sounds right. This was like up right now. This was like four days ago. I think. Yeah. Is this made up publicly to make to try and lock you in? He said, "You know what, Rags? I'm not up." On the culture now of the Minions movies, but I think audience. I should be as a film critic. It's very sneaky. What's going on right now? That was good. Very good. You're um, just you, you're like, yeah, well, you did say it, and then you're saying it in front of the audience, and they're like, oh, you know what? We should do a Minions arc. What do you want, chat? Do you want us so to do like all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and the Mummy movies, or the Minions movies? You know the that they got to stay movies, in the right? Minions movies now to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, because they're, they're bastards. I think you'd have more fun with the Minions. Oh yeah, everything will be going according to plan. You know how it goes. Well, it wouldn't be just the Minion movies, right? We'd need to watch all the Despicable Me movies. For fuck's sake. Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, to you know, because, for the lore, uh, and like, you don't want to get lost. Movies, the that's why exactly. Like, oh, that's that's the minion who likes the banana. Minions. I know who that is. I will so, say, even uh, though the memes like pirates is kind Kevin. of pushing in, I think people really want us to do pirates Caribbean, which we okay, probably will because. Right, cool. I mean, I'd rather pirates do that. Seems than to be the winner. Some of the mini minions, the minions movies. There's five minions movies, I think. Oh, or like five. Of... I like how I think they're minion movies because that's essentially what they, they seem to be. How many are the there? Allegedly, like, they had like orphans uh, in them or something. I don't know. There's three Despicable Me movies and there's two Minions movies. And I believe Jeez. they're making a fourth Despicable Me because Despicable Me is like incredibly successful. Um, I'm pretty sure most of those films like consistently make like a billion dollars because Illuminations, I think average box office gross is like $700 million. How'd The Grinch like, do? Like average film. The Grinch did pretty well. It Like, I think it made like 500, 600 million, but the thing is, is that it's not a very expensive. It's, you know, like all animated films, like animated films are always going to be like expensive to some degree, but compared to like Pixar animated films, like Illumination films are pretty cheap. I think Mario was the most expensive one they made and that was $100 million. And you know, by comparison, Lightyear costs two hundred million dollars to make. Um, the Lorax movie has over seventy deals for product placement in it. The worst Doctor Zeus story to do that with. Um. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> well, they advertise they... the forest constantly. Are big, any of them as cringe big, as the Skittles? Big one? forest. What? The... Ooh. Oh, oh, that oh. sounds like we would have heard. Ace the was... rainbow. Look, well, not everyone has seen or even remembers seeing if they have seen or even remembers it existed, uh, Shazam, so don't worry about it. Um, mm. Oh, just... you just unlocked a core memory. Wait, you see it? <laughs> you, 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 did you watch it? Yeah, I, I went to see Shazam in theaters for some reason. The second one? No. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, not the first one. Ah. <laughs> How okay, did I unlock a memory shit. for you when it's not even from that one? Use the wrong key. Oh, shit. Well... Hey, yeah. What the fuck is that movie in the bottom left? That is Ugly uh, Dolls. Ugly uh, Dolls. What the fuck is that? That's not a theatrical release, right? Like, I've never heard of that one. Well, I, I guess it's an Illumination Maybe it's like though. a TV show or something. Because, oh. hmm. like, yeah, that doesn't... Yeah, I don't know what that Funny is. Funny how her Illumination reference picture, like, all the thumbnails are not only so tiny, you can't see them, but it's behind the text. <laughs> I think all I'm of it appears behind the text. She has the whole screen to work with. Can I just say, because you could really see it out, that drop shadow is hideous. Like, yeah. Oh, oof. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's really garish. Oof. You didn't have to, Grace. You didn't have to do that. It may have been more difficult to do it that way, actually. It was released theatrically. <gasps> it's a real really? movie. Really? Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of that I've one. never heard of it. Apparently, it blows chunks. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I lost a shit ton of money. Is that an Australian way of saying it's really good? Blows yeah, chunks. That's gotta be like, that's gotta be illumination. Yeah. Oh yeah, zone. this like, blows chunks. <laughs> I, took my, I took my Sheila to the theater to see Ugly Dolls. It blows chunks, chunks, mate. She blows, she blew chunks. <laughs> when she saw Ugly Dolls. <laughs> I said, crikey. That's like racist or something, you can't do that. <laughs> I use all the correct terminology, oh, Sheila God. and all that. Mm -hmm. I've been, that was, that's what's on the bat, the women's bathroom at Outback Steakhouse. I assume it's accurate. You know, I do love Illumination movies. I watch The Grinch every year. I love Illumination films. I think they're fantastic. <laughs> and the oh, that's, for this... a, that's a, that's a, well, you okay. know, 
That's okay. I mean, obviously you're entitled to your opinion. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I'm it's glad you're Grinch. celebrating Christmas spirit. Yeah. Love Illumination films. I think they're fantastic. And the trailers for this have been very bright and fun. Plus, I've Ooh. been really getting into Universal Studios Super Nintendo World. Like, I haven't had a chance to go there, but I've watched all the videos. I'd like yeah. to go there. It looks like a good time. So I'd it. like to go to this place. <laughs> Man, I find that kind of like a fascinating what thing. What does that have to do you with know, the movie, Super, Super Nintendo World, well, because it was the thing that kicked this all off. Universal collaborating with Nintendo on the theme park was what started well, That has nothing to do with the movie. The uh, it has nothing to do with the actual film, but I guess she's yeah, giving you a she background on her park, familiarity though. with uh, with Mario. She is familiar with the theme park, but she hasn't touched any of the games. Uh, it's, not, interesting, uh, it's an interesting it's not, sort of arrangement, isn't it? It's not supporting her case that supposedly whatever Nintendo touches becomes toxic. I think she made that point earlier, so I don't know why she's bringing up Maybe that this. Just it's like, yeah, out, Super Nintendo know? World is great. Like. It's just so what's the toxic part? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because she specifically said from the Nintendo world, but Super Nintendo world at like Universal Studios, like, or Universal theme park is really cool. Yeah. Um, like, right, that's what I've heard. I'd like to go one day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This seems fun. You know, everybody's so excited for Super Nintendo world for this movie, right? And who doesn't love a party? I'm like, I want to be in here too. Everybody I love a party, Nova. Grace. Grace is speaking my language. Oh, Hell yeah. Oh. That was relatable. So I was very excited for my press screening. I was like, oh boy. So there were. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> She's like Mickey Mouse. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> oh boy. Let's get oh, in there. About 40 of us in the basement of AMC Lincoln Square, and they gave us free snacks. 40 of us Yummy. in the basement. They wouldn't let us oh, go. Yummy. And it was very nice. The, the way really she, like, the way she talks, really like where you saw it. No, she just wanted to let everyone know that she's special and gets to go to press screenings. You, uh, John, what were you saying? I was just gonna say the the way she talks reminds me of Joan Cusack, but like when <laughs> Joan does it, it's like it seems natural for her. But with uh, Grace here, it's like she's putting on a voice. I don't know. Thank God, weird. that is like the closest connection because I've always thought of her voice as incredibly unique. Like there's just nothing yeah. else, but. Now I'm like, no, wait, you're right, John Cusack, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the basement of AMC Lincoln Square, and they gave us free snacks. Yummy! Wow, they gave nice. you free I... snacks! Whoa, it's like, a, it's like an know, actual I... seven-year-old is describing I... her experience at a birthday I know, like... party. I came, I came to watch a uh, like a, a discussion about the Mario movie. I don't, I don't care where you saw it. I don't care what. Uh, I care about snacks, her grand ringy. access, her access pass to seeing That's Maria. That's all this feels like to me. This is like, yeah, you know, this is where I went. Like, I'm, I'm press. You know, I get to go to press screen. Are you? And you're like, no. Mm. You know, no, I would I say as well, this, like, present that I am. this is actually really good because it lets us know that her, like, negative view of the film, that means, like, all this bias that would have been in favor of it, like, the way they pampered her and stuff, and it's like, nope, she's gonna hate anyway, so you know she's authentic. It, it's, it does feel tactical, doesn't it? It's like, you know, like, no, I, I mean, I wasn't going in to hate this, which, I mean, she she may well not have been, like, I'm not even, I wouldn't I believe this like, is how she genuinely yeah. feels. He's, yeah. uh, and you know what? We need more, like, why lie need more people like this? that out there. Yeah, <laughs> there's no benefit to making this video this way. <laughs> Trust no, me. That's right. Great seat. wasn't too crowded. I had like my space. I, like what? There were no spider webs. Uh, is she trying to say like the experience of watching it was perfect? So it is the film that's wrong. Like oh, the I'm film not... is the problem. 
It wasn't because Does the she guy not say this stuff was, about every like, movie she watches? It was a chung girl next to go. Maybe she does. Maybe she does say this in every film. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Through, yeah, I just took this to be like a part of her process. Hmm, maybe it is. I was yeah. Set. I was like, oh boy. But then the movie started, and again, out of like forty of us critics, After the critics sugar of rush of the snacks wore off. <laughs> Right, why, why are you put it on such an absurdly ridiculous voice? Why would you do that? <laughs> only screening. The all media is tonight. It was a critics only screening, and I would say out of 40, maybe two people were enjoying and laughing at the movie. They were having a good time, though. Maybe you're one of those two. Only so two of the 40? I don't believe you. I think you're lying. Well, so I don't know if. Do you know what the reviews were for the film, Rags? Like the critic reviews? Yeah, Did they, they all hate it. They weren't great. They weren't. They weren't glowing. It's uh, between it like forty a... to fifty percent, right? Yeah. Well, that's way more than two out of forty. Damn. It really uh, it puts that in a new perspective it's... to know that she is one of those critics. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I was gonna say is, I, f I find that I think a lot of people would hear what she said and be like, "Oh yeah, that figures." Like they'd be like, "Yeah," and that's why nobody cares what critics think or something. Like that's what a lot mm. of people would take away. I think so. A big yeah, critics um, screening and nobody was laughing. Meanwhile, they went to their theater and lots of people were laughing and like kids were really enjoying you, it. The thing about it is, uh, critics can be a strange form of person. The kinds of people that get invited to these things. Like uh, I'm not saying they like, like they they have a bad view on life or anything, but they're strange. That's all. You read the reviews. And you do get a sense of like, wow, they yeah. don't they don't look a film that in any way that we do at all. Like they um, something I say is that if you look at the reviews, it's like you guys seem like you have a bias against this because it's a video game movie. Yeah, like, they'll talk about stuff way. like that. Yeah, well, it, it, you we'll have no idea what you'll get. That, yeah, um, pretty much. In terms of like a, an approach, and it might be that they really did just like hate the fact that it's just too noisy, and they didn't understand why the plumbers and fighting the dinosaur. Mm -hmm. It could be that simple. This movie's interrupting our nap. <laughs> The rest of us just sat there in stony silence, just waiting for the movie to end. You were like, oh, whew. No, you I, sat in stony silence. Well, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, I just want to be honest about it, because like, I know that not everyone feels this way, but like the movie fucking whizzed by for me. I didn't even think it was like a great oh, yeah. movie, but very, went quick. Very, fast. Very, yeah. very fast. I mean, I also was not only not enjoying it, but I was shocked that I couldn't get into the movie. I was like, how is this this bad? I haven't had this hard a time watching a movie since DC Super Pets. That Oof. Poor Super Pets. I've that's, never that's seen it. That's a surprise recommendation of DC know. Super Pets. <laughs> I know. Let's go. Let's go Super Pets. Surprise watch. I don't know. Chat, what's Super Pets like? You seen it? I've heard it's not very good. Oh, no. That's what I've heard. That both, I would describe both of these movies as torture to sit through. Torture. Damn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now with claims like that, you're like, I can't wait to know what 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 did it. We've got clues <laughs> over here. So you've already. I, I feel like if you say that on this film, it's like you've already lost the audience. Like you've well, lost so, them at this point. You know, what I just realized I was like, I guess this is the intro, and we're about to get to yikes. And it's like, well, no press screening, so we we and she just said, yeah, torture. No, we're up to so, torture now. Yeah, we're up to torture. Yeah. So see it in yeah. 3D is coming next. Which feels weird, okay. but okay. <laughs> like on, this film is torture. Now, whether you on the side of the screen, if you're not going to update it as you go through the video, That's I guess you're supposed to figure it out. Why take away oh. when you can add? And I just like the idea that you, you announce the movie's torture, and then it's like, so should you see it in 3D? Like what? Like 
feel like uh, I feel like you've like answered the question the, already. The most pertinent part of the discussion right now. If you hate your kids and you want to torture them, take them to see Super Mario. Brothers. <laughs> but make sure you give it three D. And I'm, you know, I like comic books. I like mythology. I get into stuff. Wow, <laughs> I get into I like mythology. I get into stuff. <laughs> Comic books and mythology. <laughs> I'm sorry, which of those applies to Mario? I, I, I guess mythology Why could... Does she, does she just see it all as, like, similar things? Yeah, <laughs> comic books, Mario, same shit. Can I just say, you, you know, need that, you need the, the Steve Buscemi meme of, like, hello, yeah, fellow getter-into-things people. sagas. <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoy mythology. Well, yeah, why would you say mythology? Yeah, but, you know, I'm like... somewhat of a mythology enjoyer myself. <laughs> yeah, between reading the Odysseus, you know, it's like, after that, I just gotta follow it up with, uh, like, like, some Super Mario world, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means, it's just like, oh, I love me some mythology. MCU Thor, so I figured I'd like this. You're just like, I don't even know where to begin with all of that. <laughs> why do we I'm... begin to unpack that? Such a statement, but uh, yeah, just I like that it's an appeal from her to be like, I'm one of you guys, okay? And I didn't like it. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I like comic books. I like mythology. I yeah, like the fact that she just felt that felt the need to put that that press badge kind of like stock image on there. It's like, man, you are so oh, this... really want us to know does, that um... you are like a special special person. Aren't <laughs> does you? all this get wiped or does it does she just keep putting I, it on I, top? It just keeps well, piling well, on. By the end of the, the video, every single facet of the screen is showing you, you something. You can only see her eye through like it's just <laughs> like I did not like it. <laughs> she, got, she got rid of the uh, toxic barrel, so they gotta disappear at some point. You know what would have been clever if you wanted to put some effort in is if you had like one of Donkey Kong's barrels but it was overflowing with like some sort of uh, viscous no. goo. No, Nintendo <laughs> goo that destroys things. She was very specific. I'm really disappointed that not every single image also has the drop shadow. I think that would make yeah. this yeah. quite the case yeah. for the eye. We ought to be consistent, you know? It would be so Keep great, though, consistent. if, like, some of them did. <laughs> like, she just applies <laughs> it <laughs> randomly. Yeah. The popcorn. And then you got to, like, actually sit there and, like, interpret it, figure it out. It's like, you know, it's like a piece of art at that point. It's like, why does this have the drop shadow and that one doesn't? <laughs> Why did you do this to us, Grace? The piece is that we're talking about it. It doesn't actually want to communicate any message itself. It's to start a discussion. That's right. You know, I like comic books. I like mythology. I get into stuff. I'm open to getting into new fandoms. So the fact that I was like, make it stop. Stay away from ours. Don't get into ours. She said, make it stop to the Mario IP. Like... Mario, well, make it stop. Make I just, it stop. I just like the idea that she's like, oh yeah, I guess, you know, I'll check out this fandom. Oh, it's horrible based on this film. All right. It's pretty bad. Although I wanted to walk out of DC Super Pets, as I told you. Uh, and the only reason I stayed was because, you know, you know, again, you never, it's, I'm reviewing dogs, it. right? I'd love to be able to say, hey, it gets really good. Narrator, it does not. <laughs> and also <laughs> the visual. Oh, oh. Another, another clever, <laughs> clever zing. From likes Grace to have fun, and I'm here for it. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, you know, you I love it. how she stopped to say narrator because, <laughs> and then she laughs. We wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! The well-constructed joke. Why is so mean? What Gosh. incredible comedy! Yes. No, I think it's. I think it's funny. I laughed unironically. Genuinely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh at something she did. Jewels here were pretty good. 
And I really like Anya Taylor Joy's Princess Peach and Seth Rogen's Donkey what? Kong. What? Uh, what? Oh, she picked the two worst. She picked the two worst. The two voice actors she praised was Seth Rogen and Anya Taylor Joy. The two that everybody's oh been saying are like, nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, like, I. Like Seth Green was fine, Rogan. I think. Seth Green, hers was, Seth Green was hers fine. Was, <laughs> Seth Green Seth was Green. fine. <laughs> uh, Anya Taylor Joy was fine, I guess. I they're just not. She picked the two worst though. Well, like, she, out of all she, the, she cast. picked like like she picked the people who were not doing as much of like the like putting on a voice, which is kind of interesting. Well, one of them was Meh, you know, like, and one of them was Seth Rogen. So it's like, why did you pick yeah. those two of all the two you could have picked? I mean, it's also yeah, just Fred like, Armisen's in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, exactly. I don't. Yeah, it's strange. And you know, you check online, like most people are saying that uh, Jack Black was the best Jack performance. Jack Black, absolutely. Which, yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree. He was. I also really liked uh, Keegan Michael Key's Toad. Actually, I yeah. Well, was, the, uh, the crazy thing hard. is, this is why this is so yeah. funny. I would have praised basically everybody, and then two caveats, but they were two praises. <laughs> like, it's like okay then. Joy's <laughs> Princess Peach and Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong. So you know, it wasn't quite as bad as Super Pets, but it was close. Well, because there I were know, two if voice Seth Rogen voiced the dog in Super Pets. I would have really liked it. Uh, somebody mentioned it in chat. The only one that felt like it didn't fit for me really was uh, Cranky Kong. It didn't sound like an old guy. It just sounded um, like a, I guess a that means much you younger guy. I like that. That was uh, that was Fred Armstein was Cranky Kong. I think I like. I mean, he was it. fine. He just didn't sound as old as uh, the character he was voicing. That's all. well. The reality is that, like, I feel like. Um... <laughs> Like in terms of you know figuring out voices matching and everything, it's like it it's it's uh it feels like it runs the gambit and like Seth Rogen Donkey Kong to me feels like the one that doesn't fit the most to me. Oh, yeah. Like it's just the one that is the most strange. I thought also, I was gonna have a lot of trouble with Mario, Mario, but I didn't. Um, I didn't have as much trouble with. And even less trouble Mario. with I Luigi. Yeah, no, I, I liked, liked Mario and Luigi's like voices. The, uh, yeah. I felt they fit. I will say though, for a character named Cranky Kong, I. Never mind. Forget it. Moving on. No, it was bad. Uh, but speaking Whoa. of the amazing visuals, oh, Super no. Mario Brothers broke my neck. She cleaned it up. I like. I like how she cleans it up, and she's like, "I'll put this image here." <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you like. Over there. You can tell that she put it on where it wasn't like hitting any of the other borders. She's like, "I was a bit small. Oh. I guess we could bleed it into me and the words a little." We can finally see now that. It goes face cam on the bottom, then the other images, then the text. Yes. It, evidence I thought the, it was that the cam was on the bottom. I thought the webcam was on top. You'd think. Did she no. change it? I this is Grace Randolph. I I'm one hundred percent willing to believe that she just added a new layer. It, see? Is she yeah, yeah, you could tap the you observation could, deck of a skyscraper. Back and forth and well, you can they're see all above, how the webcam right? gets covered so, up. Yeah, I mean the, the webcam's on the bottom. Yeah, so but yeah. now yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we figured it out. We did it. We figured it out. She just decided that would be a good place. She couldn't have just stretched this and had this be the background. It was... She's just like, you be over here. Yeah. And see, look it. where screening is. So it doesn't have the shadows. The shadows are different for conclusion. Mmm. 
is she starting to talk about well, yeah, the part section of the movie and that's why she's using this image or she Press just chose this at random? Press screen shadow no. looks normal. Yeah, it's the bloom shadow. But then normal. conclusion right. had the, the downward shadow. Yeah, it was like the so for some reason conclusion one. is special and it gets its own particular shadow. Where was uh where was it when it looked really bad? Oh, that's everywhere. Oh, conclusion was right oh, at the beginning. Yeah. Conclusion was right at the Oh, Pick a oh frame. wait, there was something else, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah I'm trying to find was... was it was it when the elevator picture showed up or the escalator? Um, hmm. I guess so. Okay, anyway, we'll we'll carry on. Sorry, Grace. You go right ahead. Super Mario Brothers is available in 3D. And if you like 3D and you're willing to pay a couple extra bucks Oh, I know bucks what 3D is because the picture. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. With the outdated 3D glasses, but, you know, you get the idea. Yeah. You might want to consider it. Also, maybe yeah, it's okay. a safety net. If the movie's so bad, <laughs> at least you'll have peak visuals. That's the logic. It's really bad, but... You'll have, You'll have better visuals than normal. Why would you just say don't Wait, see it at 3D, all? 3D is peak visuals in her mind, I guess? I guess so. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'd say it's different. I wouldn't want to say it's definitively better, because... Um, I'd say that I generally want to avoid seeing uh, a lot of the stuff thing about in it, 3D. It, yeah, like, if, if, if a wizard said, you can now see all movies in 3D forever with just your eyes, I'd be like, I'm alright. <laughs> Thanks, nah, wizard, no I'm thanks. okay. I have enough 3D <laughs> in my life. Thank you I'm very pretty much. Sure that, yeah. Like the last 3D film I saw was Avatar 2, and before that it was like probably a film that came out in like 2011. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure I've watched before 3D that, movies. It was a long time. Avatar. It, yeah, Avatar. well I was gonna say it was Avatar, but I might have seen Clash of the Titans in 3D. <laughs> so I, I saw uh the last movie I saw in 3D was The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I saw that movie in 3D. Oh my god. That Does movie that was a better? headache in 2D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, I don't know if it made it That's better. Probably point. Someone not. in the chat pointed out that she just Googled image searched the 3D and <laughs> this is the first thing she found. Yes, no. of course. That. that doesn't surprise me at all. Of Wait, course, I yeah. test it. She just Google image searched the thing and just put the first thing in. Yeah. 3D. Duh. That simple. Hey, it doesn't... Well, maybe a bunch of bullshit showing up for me, so maybe 3D glasses, yeah. No, it's just the glasses themselves. Maybe 3D glasses audience. Oh, yeah, okay, that's what she did. Now, now you're getting it. Now you know yep. how to make a Grace Randolph video. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my god, I feel just like it now. <laughs> that's amazing. You didn't even do the, the trendy thing of getting, uh, purposefully getting like a Shutterstock image and putting it on with the, uh, with the watermark on it. <laughs> I like how that's sort of come around to almost becoming like its own style, keeping the watermark <laughs> on the uh, on the image websites. Yeah. Particularly the Mario Kart sequences. When I was watching those, I was like, "Wow, I bet these would look pretty good in 3D." I mean, I think yeah, the movie's actually shit now, though. <laughs> I bet these look pretty good in 3D. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One more D and this will look pretty neat! I just want to- she needs to be in a cartoon. She's got the perfect she voice. She needs to be in the Mario movie. She needs to be. ...to be seen in 3D. I think they should be advertising that more. Uh, like the rainbow uh, road gets all swirly, and then the camera starts swirling, and you're like, oh, this is cool. Wow, oh, vomit inducing! <laughs> I like that. The movie itself is pretty bad, but man, when them colors were swirling, <laughs> you know, that was... <laughs> All right, Grace, that's okay. It's good that you like swirly colors. I did yeah. feel, I was like, oh, why aren't I watching this in 3D? 
Now, as I said, I've been able to get into ah. other mythologies, but I <laughs> stop calling Mario mythology. mythology. Mythologies. It's <laughs> weird. It feels so odd to me. Like, like, yeah, I get. It's technically, I suppose, accurate, but no one says it like that. You yeah. just say that. You Mario. <laughs> it doesn't like, feel like that's right, but okay. It's. We don't have temples. <laughs> like holidays. Yes, we do. Oh, of course. I mean. Sh just couldn't get into this movie despite being a ready and willing participant. I was like, come on, Nintendo world. <laughs> ready, ready, ready. Participant. Did you just say indoctrinate me? Did she stop saying Nintendo world? It's kind of getting on my nerves. It's not Nintendo world, it's Nintendo. Nintendo world. It's all the Nintendos are. She's absolutely the person who said stop playing on your Nintendos. Yeah, exactly. That's all I, that's all I can think when she says that. Nintendo World, <laughs> impress me, Nintendo World, with your, your Game Boy thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> being a ready and willing participant, I was like, come on, Nintendo World, indoctrinate I... me. Come on, <laughs> Nintendo World, indoctrinate me. With your mythology. <laughs> it's like something out of a, like, uh, like, um, uh, like, uh, like maybe in the, the late 90s or early 2000s, like maybe a, a church group would put out, like, a video games are bad video. And that would be a line one of the characters said, hey, come on, Nintendo world, indoctrinate me. Like it, Tom Hanks could play in it, but he'd be really young. Yes, we can de-age him. So I thought about it. I thought about it. Oh, look at the oh, emotion. That's what thinking looks like. I started thinking <laughs> and my head hurt. So I stopped. There was too many colors. I saw it last night and I've been like, why were in 3D. this movie? And my thoughts are all swirly. Eureka, it clicked. <laughs> Eureka, thanks for the light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's... Ding. And I realized the problem. The Super Mario Brothers movie, this latest, uh, this latest one, uh, they, of course, they did the live action one many years ago. Yeah, you wouldn't want to mix them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, I, I, I had a grasp of which one you were referring to. The live action Bob Hoskins one is, is just, didn't, I want to rule out that we're talking about that one, you know? Yeah. But while this is supposed to be an origin story where Mario and Luigi do discover the Mushroom Kingdom for the very first time, I don't even know what's called, called the Mushroom Nintendo Kingdom. World. I had to look it up. It's not even made what? in the movie. So, it's so, dead uh, multiple it, times in the movie. It is. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like the second thing Toad says to Mario is like, you're in the Mushroom Kingdom. Pretty sure it's like the second thing Well, that's not made very clear, said. Friggy. Yeah, and maybe then, the and reason then I'm sure Mario was like, oh yeah, mushrooms, of course. Like, this is what I mean. You, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it was very explicit. Are you sure? It's about as explicit as you can get. Yeah. He believes otherwise. And she saw it. Did she say she saw it twice? It was just the once. And and also, like, I, I don't know. This is not this is not like a hill to die on, I would say. I feel like a lot of people are just <laughs> going to be turned off instantly. Well, like, what is the Mushroom Kingdom? Because most people just be like, it's where Mario is set. I was about to say, so, like, <laughs> let's pretend for a second that there were no, there's no line in the movie that says Mushroom Kingdom at all. Is that really, like... Like, like, how bad is it that he doesn't know the name of this land? Is that, like, the worst which thing ever? Which he definitely does. Which he absolutely does. I just don't know that it really changes, like, your, able, your ability to understand everything without knowing it's called the Mushroom Kingdom, but you do get told it's the Mushroom Kingdom, so I don't really know. Time. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what's called the Mushroom Kingdom. I had to look it up. It's not even made clear in the movie. I love the it's idea that she Googled the movie. what land what does Mario visit? <laughs> what yeah. place did Mario get transported to? Like, what is this kingdom full of mushrooms? Oh, the Mushroom Kingdom. Okay, I, get I got it. it now. I got it. Thanks, Why Google. Why didn't they tell me?
Google fixin' movies. But the movie is written for fans and fans only. Nothing no, it's is explained not. it's, to the No, nothing it's not explained. Story. They it's like it, in fact, it's like very clear that they were writing it in a way that was expository. Like, you know what? You know, it was the same scene that they were like, "Oh, Luigi's in the Dark Lands," which is where you know, I mean, he's gonna get Bowser's gonna find him and get him. If um, it's like that, and they even have the map that shows all of the like realms and stuff. It's really not that complicated. If this were the only Mario content in existence, and we saw it, I would probably have had a thought of like, "Good God, this is well realized," considering it's like the beginning of this IP. Like, the mm. amount of stuff what, they've it? got in here. Mm -hmm. um, and and it, it, I would, like, I'd be the kind of person to just be like, is this, are you sure it's not based on anything that came before? Because it just, there's so much stuff. But the then, mythology, yeah. It's <laughs> ancient mythology. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rich mythology, yeah. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it, but that's not like a mark against it. It's, if anything, it's kind of a boon to the film. There's like, look at all this shit. Um, I wasn't... And this is me speaking. I wasn't like they better they better explain all of the in why are the toads got different colors, huh? Hmm. Yeah. That mean. Terrible. The audience, not the world, not the characters, not the circumstances, and not even really the point. Now, some of you might be like, "Good, I'm a fan, and I just want to get to it." I mean, there's nothing to get to, but. <laughs> not that story and characters. Sure that means, not that they're but... like great or anything, but there is like story and characters in a plot. I, the thing Just I get so we're clear. Babble by is like it's very straightforward. Uh, yeah. The criticism is not like... that you don't understand what's happening. It's that there isn't a lot to understand. It's very you know. Yeah. This is this. Very this simple. is this. Go and you're like okay. It's not complicated. You know, a good screenwriter. You know, screenwriting. Oh, it's yeah, all. Tell us. <laughs> Go on, tell us. Tell us about good screenwriter. Tell us what a good screenwriter would Hollywood do. Hollywood yeah. with a, a big frowny face on it. <laughs> Back when I was never a screenwriter. Oh no, there it is. No. Said Hollywood. That's, Why did you do that to Hollywood? This, this movie made Hollywood Why did you make Hollywood so sad? And oh. I'm, you know what? I'm sure that all those executives in Hollywood are miserable right like, now. Hey, <laughs> we're not sad. We're just crazy disrespected in hollywood but this is like it's at its lowest point right now like a oh, good damn man. what mario I... movie is the lowest point for scripts in hollywood really what did she think, like, grace it gets is... lower than this love okay this isn't even oh. that bad and it she's a marvel fan isn't she <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely uh... <laughs> i wonder what she thought of quantum mania oh god screenwriter can make this fun for everyone right um, I mean, it kind of is though. It's it's it it it's making over a billion dollars. Those kinds of movies, you're like, well, I guess this satisfied enough people, didn't it? Mm. Like the idea that's like, well, it should it should be good for everyone. It's like, is there any movie that everyone likes? Well, there is that you know that that old saying, right? Like if you like try to please everybody, you end up pleasing nobody. And that's the thing. It's just like, what can you point to that has never had anyone say, but, yeah, and, "I'm not a fan." And yet, with that said, I like I. It's been a while since I watched a movie that was clearly shooting for like the broadest appeal that it possibly could. Mm, yeah, like in this case here, and that it was, if if anything, it was like almost factory made to be like the most like broadly sort of uh like appealing film. Yeah, I would. That's what I mean. It feels like this is like a a, a bizarro it's video like because from reality. 
if anything, like it's all the opposite of what she's saying. It's like this movie's um, really easy to understand because it's clearly been built to be bite-sized for like all audiences, and that um, it's simplistic and straightforward and you know simple shapes. I don't know what else to say. It's like, well, how did how did you get lost watching this? this I don't is like understand that. Nintendo Easter egg the movie. The opposite I, of Andor. I, I, this seriously, is just like, like it's actually so. Oh god, damn. I like There's how so much to like the opposite of Andor in a way that is probably probably also <laughs> implying negativity towards Andor. Yes, she is, and I, I can explain I that. Because uh, on the on the point of people saying that it's an Easter egg filled film, I I feel like when I hear that, it's like, do you do you do you feel like you need to say that? Um, like, is that something that you feel like you need to say? Because most of the Easter eggs are like visual and don't really like have any bearing on slowing down the story. Like, yeah, I don't really understand it. Like, the majority of the Easter eggs are like, oh, look, there's, like, a game that's being played on the TV, right? Like, with, it's like Kid Icarus, it's like two seconds. Like, it's, is that, like, is that, like, a problem that he's playing a game that is actually, like, a video game? And or, like, oh, there look, there's, like, Easter a eggs. sign over there. There are lots of Easter eggs in the soundtrack that would completely yep. fly by anyone who doesn't. Exactly. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just there for people who realize it. And if you don't realize it, it doesn't do anything. That's what I mean. I I don't like when I when I hear people saying it's like so focused on Easter eggs that it forgot to like tell a story. I just find it weird because it's like I would say that like the problems when it comes to like a thin script exist independent of the Easter eggs. Like the Easter eggs are much more just like, oh, that's something in the background that you recognize. Oh, yeah, no, I recognize that over there in the background. Not like the only ones that get like really overt was like that princess is in another castle thing. But like that's a joke more so than it is like specifically an Easter egg. The if, if you thing, were to, like, break it down as a thing in the story. The closest thing I could reference, because basically I'm struggling with the idea of, like, what does it look like to have a no story and just Easter eggs? Like, probably mm. fucking Ready Player One, but even that had a story. Yeah. yeah, and that one, that's an example of, like, a film that feels like it was very much constructed around making sure that it threw in a bunch of Easter eggs. Yeah. Like, as in it was deliberately structured in that way. Whereas I imagine, like, the discussions that they were having when it came to plotting the film, for as much as, for as thin as the plot is, was probably, which place does it make some level of, you know, sense for us to go to? Or, like, and what can we make it look like? What does it look like going to, like, the Kong lands and everything? Or, like, what, what do we want to throw into uh, any given area of the world? Um, and how do we, you know, how do we get to those places to get some variety? I mean, the most you could say is probably, like, how can we find a way to put Rainbow Road in there? Because I'm sure that that was a conversation that they had. Mm. But I mean, I feel like at that point, you're going beyond the Easter eggs. That's just like a desire to adapt aspects of the game into the film. And I feel like there's got to be a distinction between that and Easter eggs, right? Like, or does yeah. she consider it an Easter egg that it's Rainbow Road? Like, that that in and of itself makes it an Easter egg? And if so, how does she feel about, like, Marvel films when they throw in characters, like just to get him in there is that like easter eggs or is that is that writing like i don't know and right. should we not be rewarding uh scripts that can get easter eggs in there that aren't intrusive uh, but i guess she hasn't even said whether or not well, the problem is she it seems like she's already decided that th there must have been a lot in there because like something i would say is if you don't know anything about mario how do you know what the easter eggs are like how do you know what they are 
that's yeah, it's, that's it's, true. it feels like it's an inherent sort of contradiction in the statement i don't know anything yeah. about mario but it was laden with easter eggs like so when you see the r wing what do you think that is do you know that that's from star well, do you, fox do you think maybe like this poster you... for example when she looks at like some of those floating things like that little float, she's just like oh that's probably a reference right, to a level easter eggs as opposed to like that is like the mushroom kingdom yeah that's probably it like, I would want to call more attention to that. I don't know anything about Mario, but it was laden with Easter eggs. How do you even know what they are? We you know those, um, the one of the first, like, sort of creatures that Toad steps on when Marifus meets him. I could imagine her looking at that and being like, I guess I'm supposed to know what that is because I would have played the game. As like, she to... can't read it as just, well, see it for what it is. That is what it is. Well, she, yeah, she can't just read it as that's a little critter in the Mushroom Kingdom. And then people who played the game are like, well, of course I know who that is. Yeah. You know? Like, it's... Like, like for instance, like, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I think I'm, I'm just like, I'm struggling with that notion. Um, and I think it's because it was just something I noticed. A lot of reviews were like, oh, it's so focused on Easter eggs. It's like that was almost the conclusion that was set, you know, almost like ahead of time for the film for people, even though they couldn't like tell you what those Easter eggs were or specifically how they obstructed the story. Because like, what she needs to do now is. Here's an example of like an Easter egg that was like really obtrusive and it just brought the story to a dead uh, like to to a halt. Um, that's what I would need. Yeah. Or, but I'm I'm I feel it's more likely that she's gonna say, yeah, it's so focused on Easter eggs, you know. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, and as you said, because she's not a Nintendo person or a Nintendo player or gamer, she doesn't know they're Easter eggs. She just is going by what she's been told. I think she's um, just assuming that they're Easter eggs. Yeah, she could like tell us what they were. Mm -hmm. Andor. This is just oh, and by the opposite of Andor. What did she so say about Andor, yeah. What she said was, if you go, we were told about this when she was reviewing it. Um, she said that Andor doesn't have any fucking Easter eggs in it, like you know, a, a link to maybe Vader in the after credits scene or references to people like uh, you know, Thrawn, throwaway lines about stuff and maybe stuff in the background you can recognize. She said so. There's nothing keeping you to like watch the show. <laughs> oh, okay. is that yeah. the only reason to watch stuff? Yeah, she ba like that, that's famous. But I think once she watched the whole season, you've already seen. <laughs> once she'd seen the whole season, she like changed it to something along the lines of like it's it you know it's a good show, but there isn't anything keeping you in because they didn't put in their Easter eggs when they should have. Which is just sad, Jesus. and that's exactly why we get what stuff like commentary, like Kenobi, mm. Boba Fett, and Mandalorian. These shows that are just churned out to be like. This is Darth Vader plus a Mandalorian plus Gus Fring from Breaking Bad plus he co talks about Jedi sometimes. Well, that's like all of the things. Plus Captain almost, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> evoking a new point in my mind. It's her problem with like, oh, this is so laden with Easter eggs is that she doesn't know what they are. So like they don't like appeal to her personally. Like, she can't enjoy... Yeah. Like, if it was something else that she knew more about, she'd love all the Easter eggs. But yeah, if she, she was obsessed with Mario, maybe like, she'd be oh, like, this yeah, movie's amazing. Yeah. You did say well, it's... That, uh... that, that would take some level of self-awareness, though. She liked the colors, the swirly colors. <laughs> well, she said they she could be more swirly. But they are swirly and greatly appreciated in 3D. Enough, yeah. 3D swirlies. That's right. She would, she would appreciate them in 3D. Even though she thinks the movie is torture. <laughs> does that you know yeah. what i i know that whenever i see a movie that i describe as torture i think ah, if only i could watch this in 3d oh i felt um but yeah uh saying that mario was like the opposite of andor is just wow you know you're just like uh someone says that and you're like 
Go on. <laughs> Please. Be body <laughs> I need all to Easter know your thoughts. You just choke on them. It's, all, it's too much candy. And that uh, is the choking Easter egg. Opening, which, I'm going to be choking on it if you don't even know what yeah, they are. So, she, so huh. she's not going to substantiate it then. Yeah. Every They're time awesome. she blows an image in from she knows. <laughs> it's one of those, like, she knows what to say. You know, that's it. Yeah. Oh, it's too much candy. Uh, after a brief opening, which is very illumination, it seems more illumination than, than Nintendo, you could be watching a scene from Sing How do you know what's Nintendo? Uh, because she's yeah. been to Nintendo World. No, she knows about Nintendo World. <laughs> she, she's she seen videos. Nintendo yeah. World to in she was ready for Nintendo World to indoctrinate me. Yes. Pets, quite frankly. But then after that, there's like no story. Well, and what little story they so do have? The, the accurate perspective is the story's thin. Not that it doesn't exist. There is one. Right, like, like you, you get Luigi from Bowser, and in doing so, will rescue the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, he goes to the Mushroom Kingdom, asks their leader for help. Their leader happens to be, you know, looking to get help to stop Bowser from trying to take over the whole place, and he's going to join her. You know, that's that's the story. Mm -hmm. It's really and then, simple. As, but there is and one. the the Mario brothers gain the respect of their family as yeah. well. Yeah, right? that'd be the heart, I suppose. Uh, mm -hmm. I just find it bizarre that she's not the only person that's claimed there's like no stories. Like, I don't understand. There mm -hmm. is one. It's you're just wrong. There is one. There is a story. It's thin. That's the that's the more apt observation. Simple. I found a couple of things. One was confusing. Like confusing. <laughs> just what it, no, there wasn't a story, but it confused me. Like, pick one. It was toxic. Right? And torture. <laughs> why don't any of the other humans look like Mario and his family? And why is the Okay, human that's a really I mean, insulting yes, thing to say about <laughs> Italians, but okay, whatever. Wow. I mean, if, if she sound like if she sound like the art style is inconsistent, is that like her claim? I don't even remember. I'd have to compare Surely all that's of the... all Illumination movies, right? <laughs> I, I have well, no I, idea. I don't know what she's I don't, I don't know what she's saying here. Like, I don't, so that I don't even Mario, Luigi, I've... and the rest of their family don't look like the random citizens of Brooklyn, I guess. I mean, I feel like Spike like matches their uh, their style. I have to rewatch it. Like, I don't remember that like, being a thing. Yeah, but I they're short. Right. What what I thought she was getting at was the distinction between the Brooklyn world and the Mario, like the game world. And I'm like, well, that's the point. Like. They're or in one world, the and then they thing. fall into another I don't one. think she means that. Well, she said humans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She said, like, that she's... Oh, the story she they do okay. have, I found a couple of things. One was confusing. Like, why don't any of the other humans look like Mario and his family? And Yeah, there it is. Why hmm. is the human world super realistic, yet full of cartoon-looking Super, characters? okay, calm down. I was like, that's why. I, do you say this it's about... It's an illumination like, film. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand that point at all. Like, does she say that about, like... Any, what, what is she saying there? Like because the world needs like, to be more like bouncy and cartoony, I guess. But I don't know, man. Like it feels pretty cartoony. Like in, it is cartoony, yeah. Brooklyn. Very yeah. cartoony. Uh, the animation, though, again, is stunning, and some of the backgrounds in the human world looked almost real. But again, that was so bizarre that there were cartoons running around in there. Uh, back I, to the story. I, I, <laughs> what the fuck do I, what, what the fuck? Dude, do you think I, she would have trouble watching uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> do you think she would have trouble watching actual <laughs> television in our world? Yeah. I, is, she, is, is, is she specifically saying, like, oh, Brooklyn was, like, really high fidelity? 
Because, like, a lot of animated films have, like, very high-fidelity, like, worlds and still have, like, more cartoonish-looking characters in them. Mm -hmm. No, this, like, she's just saying something... it looked real. She could turn around and look out the window of whatever building she's in at the moment, and she would confuse that for what the background of this movie. <laughs> Except there wouldn't be cartoon people jumping up and down, and that's what ruined it. Story, I would also say... It's a little disturbing, because apparently in the games, Bowser, I had to look it up, Bowser is- Why? <laughs> I had to look it up, because I don't know I anything did the about research. what the fuck I'm talking. <laughs> I needed to know. He's obsessed with Princess Peach, and has been for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But in today's marketplace, post Me Too? <laughs> I... <laughs> Any affection showed towards a Where female- Where is this He's the bad what? guy! He's literally the uh, villain! What do you mean? What? I'm just saying, too. Bowser didn't get the memo. <laughs> I mean, the, the the plot of Mario Odyssey involved the big wedding at the end. W wasn't that post-Me yeah, Too that's, as well? Yeah, that's pretty unacceptable, John, in a post-Me Too Japanese world. don't give a fuck. <laughs> they wouldn't even understand. They'd be like, what do you mean? It's like, you can't have a guy trying to kidnap a girl and marry her. That's what fucked up. What do you mean? Up. This does not make sense. <laughs> He's romantic. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't understand. I like the little cringe fucking grimace she's got on there. <laughs> Wow, Bowser, pretty cringe of you to kidnap Peach. They are all beautiful. You know, I don't Wait, think... Would she, would she also think that Beauty and the Beast is cringe? Yes. It's like a monster in, Especially in a post-MeToo era, dude. <laughs> you can't be portraying be like, people going after ladies, okay? That's fucked up. Representing men as beasts is a nice realistic touch <laughs> that I appreciated. She just wants a Bowser for her. Where's her Bowser? Uh, where I want is she Bowser. going with this? What, what, what point is she about to make? <laughs> I think she it's clear, but we can point, let it play. Just making a random observation. And has been... <laughs> so it's a post-Me Too mythology. <laughs> 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 For a very long time. Did Me but Too happen in Mar the Mario <laughs> Yes, <universe>? yes it did. <laughs> and Bowser don't give a fuck, I apparently. Did 9-11 happen in the Mushroom Kingdom? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Marketplace post-Me Too? To hear Bowser declare that he's going to ask Princess Peach to marry him, which apparently isn't a spoiler, because I looked it up and it happens in the games all the time. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't happen in the games all the time. It happens. Looked it up. They get married often. I just love it. It's just like I didn't. I, I, I'm not spoiling it for you. Don't worry. When the dinosaurs said the marriage thing, that's I haven't spoiled the story. Don't worry. So Mario games message on like spousal fidelity right? is a little confusing. Especially in the post to Me Too era. Where is she going with this? <laughs> that it's fucked up that he wants to steal the lady. Someone please marry me. <laughs> she wants a Bowser for him. Oh, which understand that like Bowser is the villain, right? I don't know if she knows that yet. Let's see. Apparently, isn't a spoiler because I looked it up and it happens in the games up, all Bowser the time. Bowser is the villain. And he's like, I'm gonna ask Princess Peach to marry me, and like his little uh, sycophant sorcerer is like. What if she doesn't want to? And he's like, then I'll destroy her kingdom and kill everyone she knows. And you're like, wow, that's stalker Based. behavior. And I'm like, he's a bad um, man. Hey, that's your life. I'm going to destroy the, the world. Not that's being very considerate of other people's feelings. Does she, he's the villain. I don't even, yeah. what, it's a stalker behavior. It's psychopath behavior. What do you mean stalker? Like, yeah, oh, she's. she's it's not a spoiler because it happened in other media. Yes. Yeah, that's not a good point, especially when she's saying that it needs to stand on its own. Especially when she learned about it yesterday herself. 
He's going to destroy the whole world. She had to Google all this stuff. It's not a spoiler. I had to Google the answer. <laughs> I just That's just not how I would categorize world domination, stalker behavior. You know what, Grace? That's great. And he's like, then I'll destroy her kingdom and kill everyone she knows. And you're like, wow, that's stalker behavior. And I would say, kind of makes us not appropriate for children, quite frankly. I mean, I mean this movie wanna, is not appropriate for children. If you want to take the stats that Mario is not appropriate for children, like, I mean, you can do that if you want, I guess. It's a bold statement, Grace. <laughs> and it was the stalker behavior that makes this inappropriate for children, not like the destruction of an entire kingdom and all of its inhabitants. No, it's the stalker behavior. God. I thought that the suicide-obsessed Lumo was, like, a really yeah. edgy element for such a yeah. child-focused movie. That, that would be my That's first thing on the list one. for most inappropriate thing for children, but at the same time... I really enjoyed that element of the movie yeah, i thought it was funny <laughs> I, I was really confused that it made it in you wouldn't expect it to make it in, but the idea that's like you can't expose a child to the notion that an evil dragon would destroy the world for a girl or whatever you're like oh why are you saying women aren't <laughs> worth destroying like, the world for grace how does she feel about like villains in any like you know family like oriented animated film well, I think all the Disney classics, some right? Kids movies have like yeah, I mean, horrific villains. I mean, think about Scar. Think about everything that Scar did. Like, holy shit, you know? I mean, yeah. Gaston. You see Scar toss Mufasa off the cliff, and you're thinking that's stalker behavior. <laughs> <laughs> like Clayton. This kind of lust for power isn't the message we want to be sending the children. Jafar. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know. Like, what does she, what does she make of all that? That's not the golden rule. Like, like, I don't know, man. Like, the Mario movie is like pretty tame compared to like some of the stuff that happens in like older Disney films. Oh yeah, yeah, man. If you look like, at the, the Black Cauldron and things like that, there's like there's some that like film. Yeah. I mean, fucking yeah, yeah, the Black Cauldron. The that, Empire I mean, blew uh, up Alderaan. Is that still the behavior? Aunt back of Notre Dame is like Frollo know, was uh, a prick. Yeah, like, he's a, damn, he's, he's a, he was he's a, a real scary, asshole. Scary character. Yeah, great songs though. The big Dolker problem behavior. Yeah, the big problem with blowing up Alderaan was that they did it in a post Me Too era, and that is yeah. Like, how does she up? feel about kids watching Star Wars? Alderaan exploded by Death Star. Time. Women most affected. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is a take I never ever would have expected anyone to ever have. That's why it's kind of no. kind of wonderful. I've seen some people say she's a grifter. It's like, would a grifter ever say this? I don't think a grifter would say this. This is like wild that you would say this. You're not going to get anybody on your side. Yeah, being, like, like who are you trying she's to grifting fool? for the like people in the sanitarium? <laughs> They're all like, yeah, Grace. <laughs> Grace is our favorite content creator. I don't know what the crazy people sound like. I'm out of the loop, but. They'd probably sound something like that. Thank God she had the emoji on there, otherwise I, I really wouldn't have grasped the whole stalker behavior thing. She used the correct yikes emoji. She did. Or she maybe did. she had that's yikes. Maybe she had grimace yikes before and then she's like, Oh, that's gonna really dampen when the when the big yikes happens, so I should put a different yeah, emoji true. up. Yeah, there's yikes. a lot more thought behind this than you think. Her behavior, and I would say kinda makes this not appropriate for children, quite frankly. I'd love for her to develop that. I just don't understand at all what she means. And I would, in fact, I would argue that most of the movie is about who's going to date Princess Peach. And that's it. Uh, really? <laughs> There's some other no, stuff in there, no, I think. No, only no. Bowser is concerned about someone else dating Peach. He's the yeah, only character that, who cares Bowser about it. Bowser is obsessed with it. Mario, 
like Mario's Mario, they main make interested in saving Luigi. There's one part in the yeah, movie where they make a joke yeah. about it, that Mario and her yeah. are, you know, maybe going to date or something, but that's it. I was just trying it. to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, the movie stays strong on, like, Mario's concern is Luigi. It's, uh, it's that's Luigi. it. Yeah. Number he one. likes Peach, yeah. but he wants to save his, his, his bro. My jaw was on the floor. I'm like, is that really what this movie is about? That is a it's really not about that. It's not. It's, no, it's not. It's, it's about not Mario. about that. Even, no. even if it was, two people vying for the attention of a woman is a fine premise for a film. Not for children, rags in a post Me Too era. Like I, I'm. That's I'm, not really two different no arguments, doesn't it? Is bad. The, the, I don't. I don't get it. Like the main core, like element of the plot. Or like, it, and especially if you want to derive any thematic element, is about the relationship between Mario and Luigi. That's like the most, like that's that's the part. That's like the core. Well, fuck you. Outdated story. I think fans and this is an outdated story, and yet it's made over a billion dollars. What did she have to say about that? That your world dinosaurs. That is a little awkward. Up. Yeah. Ugh. People don't want this. Makes a billion dollars. Well, and someone that was, was kind of, like, not working out in my brain, she's like, in a post-Me Too era, you can't do this. It's inappropriate for children. It's like, are those two things different arguments? Like, you can't do this in post-Me Too, also it's inappropriate for children. Or, that because it's post-Me Too, it's inappropriate for children. Which one did she mean? Someone, I don't, I don't even want to begin to try and figure that out. I don't know. Ugh. Floor. I'm like, is that really what this movie is about? That is a really outdated story. I think fans and just moviegoers in general and everybody. You said you Googled it and found out that is what the story is. So why would fans not like it? She's, she's That's lying. A Mario fan. Men should not compete the for the attention of women. <laughs> I want the Bowser simping story. That's as a fan. You know. <laughs> associated with this film deserve more. And it's a shame because Jack Black does a fantastic job as Bowser. They are a normal part of the video. Not as good as Donkey. Not as good uh, as Seth Rogen or yeah, not, 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 Yeah, that's not it, a Take the normal part of the video while we can, okay? That was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Come back to real. Oh God! Look at the fucking drop shadow. Oh yeah, that's. Terrible. Oh my God! Disgusting. What the fuck? How oh. do you do that? Look at the uh, you, way you have to like Chris... really fuck with it to well, get that kind of. Why result. would you want it that way? Look at a look at the soundtrack and Anna Taylor Joy. Like the shadows are like bumping into each other, but they can't touch. Oh yeah, they're like resisting each yeah, other. Yeah, same thing on Chris Pratt and action sequences. They are like they're repelling. They're like magnets. Oh, that's they're gross. repelling. But how do you do that? Why do you do that? <laughs> why? why? Why, Grace? Why? Why? Having no visual would have been a Jack, better decision. Black's voice. Uh, yes. Then Bowser sings, and you're um, like, I mean, oh, yeah. You can, you can, I mean, uh, you you can, can definitely tell. tell. Black. He's, he's definitely, you can definitely like, tell he is, him. He is voice acting in the sense of trying to change, like, the sound of his voice to fit the character more. Like, it's definitely still Jack Black. Yeah. Recognize it's it's, Jack, it's Jack Black's voice. Then Bowser sings, and you're like, "Oh yeah, he's voiced by Jack Black." And you can't, you still can't tell that it's Jack Black. And the I, I think that the sentences next to each other, those two sentences <laughs> don't work. Grace, redraft <laughs> your thoughts. Sentences consecutively. How can you say? Yeah, how can you say that back to back? The talent. You can tell it's Jack, Jack Black, but it doesn't sound like him. <laughs> 
voice and you're tell like, by the oh, voice, yeah. although he's voiced like by him. Jack Black, and you can't, you still can't tell that it's Jack Black. And the oh no, That's... it's worse than that. You can't tell it's, it's Jack worse. Black. You can tell, yeah. but you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it makes what? sense if you don't for... think about it. It's like a Marvel movie. It's it's all following. I think that Schrodinger's Jack Black. Yes. Talent is definitely the here. mark of it's a truly true. great performance. You can tell, but you also can't tell it. <laughs> Jack knew what he was doing. That's what he was going I for. I could tell it was Patrick Stewart, but I couldn't tell it was Patrick Stewart. I could tell it was Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Not really. As Jack. Just it's really As just the, poop the emoji. So Jack Black was fantastic. Uh, also, in an effort to move away from doing, speaking of uh, disturbing, I would also classify oh. this movie as a little offensive, because instead of doing the Italian accents... Is the flag, just in case. Oh, no. Instead of doing Italian accents. Ironically, because they were worried about being offensive, instead they decided to give everyone a variation of a New York accent, which again, I Whoa, found, they gave these I New Yorkers New York accents? Is she about what to argue fuck? that it's a stereotype rather than just an accent? Is that what we're doing? Uh, wait, kind of uh, offensive. It's like everyone's either in Goodfellas or a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> These caricatures right. are caricatures. The people they, from this region generally have the same kind of dialect. They live in Brooklyn. <laughs> and also, I, I, do you think she'd be able to watch The Simpsons? Would she be able to do it? I don't think so. What, like it would make her brain explode? Yeah, but then again, that, that is happening these days anyway for a lot of people. So. Gotta mm. switch them out. Because... And, and not just in the New York scenes, by the way. Mario and Luigi live in New York City. But you're like, when you get to the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, Donkey Kong Land is... <laughs> Donkey Kong Land. <laughs> I like right, it. Where is this going? The same way. Uh, at and least so you didn't call it Africa, so yeah, that's good. Like, Fucking why up. would you make that choice? Like, why do you think that's somehow not offensive and the Italian thing would be? It's just crazy. Why? Uh, crazy. What, I, what, I, what, what is her point? Oh, I have no idea what she's talking about. Now you can see the drop shadow. Wait, she's why did so... that happen to the drop shadow? What's going on now? You guys got the same image Whoa, that I have? Why? How come press screening is so much darker than everything else? <clears throat> That's what I'm seeing now, which, uh... Fucking everything up. It's like blurring uh, it all. What like... did we do, Grace? Are we zooming into and a now photo the whole right screen now? Is Whoa. Purple? Oh. Okay. Was it... It was, it was a portion of the... Someone's poster. Sorry, it's hard to keep track of this narrative. Choice. Like, why do you think that's somehow not offensive? In the what is Italian her point here? We need to rewind. What is she saying? We'll go back way far. Because, and, and not just in the New York scenes, by the way. Mario and Luigi live in New York City. But you're like, when you get to the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, Donkey Kong Land is the same way. And so you're just kind of like, the same way. Why what would you, you make that way? choice? Like, why do what you think that's not like gorillas or something? I don't know. They would be. It's just crazy. Uh, I am lost. I'm totally lost. What is she saying? I'm not actually sure. Also leans really heavily on classic hit songs. A little bit the way- Oh, we're done with it. We're just moving on. All okay. right. Well, that yeah. point's finished. Point I love made. the the idea of her being offended by like the way Donkey Kong talks. Like that's very offensive. Like that's just the way. That's just Seth Rogen's voice. But also, <laughs> Seth Rogen was her favorite. Like that was. But how many she even really like Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong? How many characters do we even hear in Donkey Kong Land? Uh, as she puts it, we got Cranky Kong. Like, we got three, Donkey four? Kong, and then was that meant to be Funky Kong? Greeter, was, like taking them to uh, was that was that Funky Kong? The I can't remember the voice Funky Kong. I don't Kong think had, it was. was Funky Kong. I don't think it was. He, he didn't. He didn't really. Yeah, he didn't quite. Um, Doesn't Diddy Kong I, I, speak? I think you might have said like one line. A couple words, yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
So, mm. <laughs> offensive in the Italian thing would be. It's Consider just crazy. me unconvinced. Uh, the movie also leans really heavily on classic hit songs, a little bit the way Guardians of the Galaxy has done. Um, and it sometimes um, it gets your blood pumping. Guardians of the Galaxy has... also did it. It's something in terms of like, if you've watched that movie, that's how it's. It's songs that you know in a film. Strategy, but here it's very uh, poorly executed. Like everything, just when you were like, okay, now we're cooking, they it peters <laughs> out, and they're like, okay, we're done. And you're oh, that's their issue is they cut wow. out too fast. Wow, oh my god, I didn't want them in there at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, are, yeah, I, I thought it was are. probably the worst element of the movie. <laughs> it, was, it was so distracting. Yeah. The '80s I didn't like it, and like I get it, but didn't like it at all. You promised me a fun jam. Like when they start to make the Mario karts and, uh, and you know, and one of the Kongs is like puts on his shades and he's like, what do you want me to do for you? But he just says it with a nod and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Do you think that this scene was harmed by the, <laughs> the What are we doing? <laughs> What's happening? What the fuck Dude, we're two thirds in, and if you're trying to gather what it is you need to do to change the movie to like make her like it, and like the main thing she highlighted was like loved it when the the dog the character puts on the shades and nods his head. You're like More Italian accents okay. and shades. I don't even like that's so weird. And one of the Kongs is like puts on his shades and he's like, "What do you want me to do for you?" But he just says it with a nod, and you're like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Fuck. She got aroused. You want to fuck the dog? She oh, got aroused. What's going on? <laughs> fine if you oh, do. No. Just tell me. The next topic is Anya Taylor Joy girl power. Oh. Like it's gonna be awesome. The music starts. They turn up the volume, and then they're done. And I was like, I guess if you've ever built me, your own this Mario is particularly, Kart, this is so awkward because like that was the scene where they had the Mario Kart 8 music. I thought she was gonna make a point about that and how it was like an Easter egg. He doesn't know. Well, I, I guess that would be an example of, uh, it's like, I mean, is that an Easter egg? Like, at what point is it an Easter egg versus, you know, it's like... It's just a thing, you know? I thought that was I, a great Easter egg. I liked it a lot. I mean, I liked all of the music when they integrated, like, the music from the games in there. Yeah. Um, but uh, then again, she has no idea. She would have just, she hadn't played any Nintendo games. She didn't notice. And just like, no, I was talking about the other music <laughs> in the, in that scene. They turn up the volume and then they're done. And I was like, I guess if you've ever built your own Mario Kart, you'd be like, oh, cool, it's just like the game. Built but I, as Mario someone who has never built a Mario Kart, I built still a have Mario. Not... What do you? She thinks Kart. that they're called Mario Karts. They drive on <laughs> Mario Karts. <laughs> yeah, that that they're called they're called Karts. No, Mario, Mario Karts. They're called they're Mario Karts from they Nintendo Land. Mario Karts. He invented them <laughs> so they could go go karting. <laughs> He made one for Bowser and all the dry bones and everyone. Pleasure of the experience. Uh, I also, but I did really like Anya Taylor Joy. She is always what a delight. Is, what, as a, we are just jumping all over. Yeah, the place. we're back to this now. There's we, not even yeah like a character section or there's something. No, there's no semblance of order. It's like yeah, man, you know, like it was really cool when they were playing. It was what was it? Thunder Thunderstruck was it? What, I think what so. Was yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I thought yeah, that was man, a terrible man, choice. I. I just, I would have wanted just more Mario music. I always want the original yeah, soundtrack, yeah. Songs, yeah. Like I don't, Dolphin Shoals. It's like, yeah, man, it was, they had a lot of choices. I, oh, damn, there's so many choices they could have, but they could have, hmm, Mario Kart yeah. 8 has one of the greatest soundtracks of any video game, uh, and they used really one good. track. It's really good. It's a really good soundtrack. I mean, they could have used the, like, Mario Kart 8 theme itself. That one's, 
They could have used any of the themes, actually. I'm kind of surprised they didn't use any of them. They used the menu music, but they didn't use, like, the... Uh, just poor Mario Kart motif. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's Double Dash. Yeah. But, like, all of the Mario Kart games incorporate the SNES theme, except for except for uh, uh, Super Circuit, I think, but all of them, like, will incorporate they... the original theme into the song. Did they use the Rainbow Road music when they got to Rainbow they, Road? They use the they use the SNES Rainbow Road music. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, which they got a lot of choices that they could have because like N sixty four Rainbow Road's pretty uh, that's pretty iconic. iconic. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, I like um Mario Kart Wii's Rainbow Road music as well. I, I like all of the Rainbow Road music. Really, I like all the music more or less from all the Mario Kart games. You have a lot of it's options. So good. You know, that's um... why it's annoying when they choose pop culture like pop songs. Mentioned how the, she doesn't have like a character section, but she does have Bowser, Anya Taylor Joy, mm. Toad, Chris Pratt. Like, I know, we're just jumping what? back and forth between characters. It's and like, actors. Sometimes she it's, yeah. She spilled yeah. all her thoughts on the floor and now we're just haphazardly <laughs> picking them up. I thought, well, because she t clearly makes these chapters after, right? They're based on her random thoughts and then she tries to create a semblance of topics. Um, right, I guess she has yeah. like a notepad she's working from. Always a delight as an right. actress on screen, but it turns out she has a great voice for animation as well. And she... it's um, it's fine. I, it's fine. I, it's fine. The way what she did was fine. I guess that's what they wanted. I guess so. some would say is it's like I don't know that I would say that the role let her do anything that was super yeah. interesting. Really? Yeah, I'm sure she. It's like she is the most normal like character and performance out of the lot. I would say. Because mm. like even Mario has moments where it's you know like whoa like getting hurt and you know falling into an abyss and stuff like that you know what I mean like I feel like it's a weird it's a weird choice to to yeah sport look what she wore to the premiere for the movie Princess Peach a variation on Princess why Peach's, are we talking about uh, this like, I don't I guess know. it's kind of neat but like I don't know because it you popped into our head that, that's why we're talking about it because it Mario occurred Kart to her outfit. I thought that was great. Okay. I am a little tired, though, of girl power for the sake of girl power characters. Like, if you're not going to fully um, develop um, them, I, I just get frustrated because I know certain groups I... are going to complain. Wait, I mean, I, so she she does... This is amazing how we've come around this far, right? So you have, like... Let's just take the cl most clownish thing of, like, someone being like, I hate it when women are in movies. And then right. she she sees that, and then she sees someone puts a woman in a movie, and the, she's like, oh, great. Now you're gonna set the people off who hate women. <laughs> How did we get I, here, Grace? Rags going now. Yeah, it's uh, what what a what a what a cowardly way to do that criticism, where you're like, I hate the girl power stuff because other people will highlight it as a bad thing. Not me though. Yeah, it's like, what are you but saying, like, Grace? I don't really understand the point that she's making. Peach isn't like a super fleshed out character, so her being. Competent is annoying. I don't get that. I don't. Well, this is the thing. I'm waiting like, for her details. But so far, she, I think, in mid thought, she aborted. She was like, "Oh fuck, I shouldn't say that the woman being strong is bad." So I'll say it's bad that you put a strong woman in there because other people will say that's bad or something. Listen to what she says. Outfit. Mm. I thought that was great. I am a little tired, though, of girl power for the sake of girl power characters. Like, if you're not going to fully develop them, I, I just get frustrated because I know certain groups are going to complain. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Like, wh I, I think I get what, what you is your in terms of, like, almost well, she was going somewhere else and then she kind of stopped herself. Yeah, because if your complaint is that Peach is not 
well uh, characterized well enough she's sort of just there to be strong and competent then and that's annoying you want to see more from the character which comes into the realm of what we were saying about it we we wanted more from peach we didn't we thought she was um she's like the weakest character in the whole film because she's kind of just there doing her thing all the time like everyone else it, has it an element like to them more often there to facilitate what mario's doing more so than doing much like in terms of like developing her character the most that we got was like elements of her backstory but i don't know i guess that's like potential for future sequels maybe yeah because um she's yeah. so vague it's like say more um and you know it's, you should have justification for things. It's well, like, if you're not going to do it right, don't do it. And again, I mean, she's all girl power, but yet the movie is just about who she's going to date. She's a princess I, in name only. It? I didn't see... It, <laughs> um, what? I, man, that's like a lot of wrong statements what? all at once. Wait, hang yeah, on. I want to roll all of that back. And then, I, I'll go, this time I'm going to pause once she hits the end of the whatever this is. For things. It's like, if you're not going to do it right, don't do it. And again, she's all girl power, but yet the movie is just about who she's going to date. She's a princess in name only. I didn't see her make any rules or, 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 or control the kingdom or anything. What do you mean? She's like the political I presence of Princess Peach can, uh, wasn't realized well enough for there wasn't me to believe a single... in a system of governance. Nah. What nah, the that's fuck? Like, that's just so many wrong statements, like totally wrong statements. If she's saying like, a justification for her being competent. It's like, I mean, there's a pretty normal one. She lived there, and it's useful. But and we helpful. don't even know what part of it she's referring to. Now we're talking about how we didn't even get to see her doing princess yeah, like, things, like yeah, leading the kingdom, I mean, which is precisely why the plot happens. Any what is yeah, Princess like, Peach's tax code? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't see a single scene talking like, about any of that. She is the leader of the Mushroom Kingdom. She makes all of the important decisions about the future of What a bizarre kingdom. request. She facilitates the right. She would obviously be shaped into like a very like strong, competent person by the fact that she, all her life she's ruling over an entire society. I just can't I get over this. She's saying, like, to menace, then, right? as part of fixing this movie, we need to see Princess Peach doing politics. Enacting legislation, yeah. Which, technically with, speaking, with parliament, yeah. her, like, he trying does. to meet with the Donkey yeah. Kong people to, exactly. you know, like, that is a, that's like that's the children's diplomacy. politics angle. Diplomacy. Yeah, like, why, what a weird, like, I didn't see her make any rules, is what she said, by the way, which is hilarious. Mm. She could. She, she basically has the final vote for all the toads. She rules the land. I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, what? How do we get here? <laughs> <laughs> Peach rules the Mushroom Kingdom, woman. What are you She's saying? She's a princess in name yeah. only. I didn't see her make any rules or. Like, <laughs> I didn't or, see her execute dissidents <laughs> in the public square. You, you ain't a true leader until you made some rules. Pop <laughs> off some the heads. kingdom or anything. You know, she just kind of went on a date with Mario, and Bowser was really jealous about it. What? <laughs> This oh, okay. so, would never marry a like, foreigner. That would it, never happen. I'm, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out if like that's actually just bad faith or if this is like her her quest is she wants Mario to, like she's gonna take Mario with her to go to the Kong Kingdom to like request aid to defend the Mushroom Kingdom against Bowser. She's not going on a date. I can't believe we're saying this. This is so weird. Like <laughs> This is the Mario movie. Yeah. I can't believe that she, why what, is she having a reductive, <laughs> why are we having here? a reductive perspective on a character who, like, in a lot of ways probably could use a little bit more, like, <laughs> story and more material. But, like, even with it, she's come away with this incredibly reductive... I think it's just right her brain, that aspect of the film is taking over everything else. Like, she hates the well, fact... because, like, there's a meta conversation about, like, what, like, Princess Peach... Bowser like, wants to marry Peach. That's, like... 
it's just too much for her. She's like, that's disgusting. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what the hell, but what do we do? Like, she's like, why wasn't there any politics? <laughs> yeah. We, we needed more scenes of Peach doing boring political stuff, like signing legislation. She's just in that Senate room in the, in the Star Wars. <laughs> Like, That's what I'm saying. She she must have loved the Phantom Menace. Or something. <laughs> You're like, is this really what this movie is about? No, uh, it's Keegan not Michael about that. No, you no, made that it, up, Grace. Really you made it up Grace. and then said you didn't like it. You're hallucinating again, Grace. Key's voice is also unrecognizable. You need to wake up, shame. Grace. Keegan Michael Key. Why is it a shame? It's a shame that he was putting on a voice. The voice actor. Do you know what? Do you know what acting is? I don't know. Like as a concept. <laughs> Uh, but Toad is adorable, and he's, uh, he serves as a good ad for his new restaurant at Universal Studios. Uh, he serves as a good what? what? Why is this your review? I've never been, but I'd like to go. A good ad for a restaurant at Universal Studios. It's not like <laughs> That's all he was there for. Major, it's like a major character in Mario. <laughs> it was not seconds ago we were talking about how bad it was that... Princess Peach isn't making rules, and now we're into the ad for Toadstool Cafe. But you know, there's so many Easter eggs, man, and they're really bad. Easter eggs are really bad, but damn, man, he was a- like, Toad was a great advertisement for a restaurant at a theme park. What the fuck is the video? Why do you make them these ways? I hope the Toadstool Cafe has a good chickpea grumbo, that's all I want. Toadstool Cafe, that is kind of like, that's kind of neat. I'd go there. Yeah, like, In no. fact, I wish he'd done more cooking. I was like, oh, that's why he has a restaurant. That's great. That's He has oh a restaurant God. because his character cooks in the movie. I just, like, that's what she got out of the film. It's like how it relates to Nintendo Land. Like, he should have done more cooking in the movie because of the restaurant. I don't even well, know what's the substance her, there her, at all. Well, I, I guess this is revealing, right? This is her major point of reference for Mario. Is not like the games. It's it's specifically the theme park and Universal Studios. Yeah, she, she said she hasn't what, even she's... been, so she's just talking about no, seeing pictures of Toadstool Cafe. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. What are you making? Uh, there was one uh, quick moment where uh, oh, I, uh, I, I, I can't. You don't need to edit this out. It's fine. I can't do a spoiler review for this movie because <laughs> I still can't really tell you what happened in it. Um, I, but, but there yet was you like feel one confident distract... enough to just barrel forward with yeah, the review not? anyway. Yep, she's doing a one-er. We're, we're getting one oh, Chris Pratt is next, apparently. And I felt Never let facts get in the way of a good review. Um, but there was like one distraction and I felt like they didn't even do that right. I was like, ah, oh, tell them that there's good food back there, Mario. What? You, you know... What is going on? I, I rewound <laughs> it, but let's go further. She's very oddly is hung up on this about, thing uh, at the restaurant. <laughs> I still can't really tell you what happened in it, um, but there was like one distraction. This is the strangest complaint about a movie I've ever heard. That the ad for the restaurant. Yeah, is she talking about the part where Toad like sat down and cooked? Like he got his like saucepan started cooking while talking to the Toad so the market. I don't know if that would make sense though, because where would he be saying to go? Like the. I'm guessing it's yeah, but like she was just talking about him and the the cafe. That's like the only connection I can think of. It just oh, sounds yeah. like, like the fix she's suggesting is the Toad then says like, "Come and check out our awesome food at Toadstool Cafe," and looks at the screen or like something. He establishes like a cafe. <laughs> there is one yeah. location like... worldwide. Come and see. <laughs>
I don't feel that Toad's entrepreneurial restauranting career was accurately portrayed in the movie and should be explored more thoroughly. I feel like your, uh, your impression is improving, like, gradually. It's getting the more strong. Keep working on it. And yeah. I would say as well, uh, if you were a Nintendo rep, like, being like, we're gonna change up the new movie according to That's what Grace wants, what the fuck monster do you, you end up say? with of a movie? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Can't do you a spoiler review for this movie I, because I still can't really tell you what happened in it. Um, but there was okay, like one distraction, what? and I felt just like review it anyway. Right. Fuck it. Like, ah, oh, tell them that there's good food back there, Mario. Why do you, you know, be like, hey, he's cooking up something back there? Oh, uh, like, she yeah, is talking. About, yeah, she's definitely talking. That's. I mean, that doesn't even <laughs> make like, sense. Mario called something more relating to cooking bridge. and a distraction. I guess whatever. So she's I saying that Mario say would run up to them and say, "Hey, go over there into Toadstool's cafe." I think she's saying when he gets in the castle. That like he goes up to the toads and says, "Oh, they're they're cooking, mm. like they're cooking over there." Why does which just benefit way anything? more attention to himself? It just calls more attention to himself. How is that a better idea than trying to? It just... sounds like the only thing you get is more reference for some reason that satisfies yeah. the hell out of her but to Toadstool Cafe. So these references were okay. Yeah, exactly. She likes exactly. the ones she knows. Definitely the move. All right, so speaking of Mario, okay, here we go. everybody wants speaking to know, Speaking of the topic of the Pratt? video. <laughs> well, he's doing a thick New York accent, so he doesn't sound too much like Chris Pratt. I mean, occasionally I realize how weird he is. Nah, come on. I don't understand. Is voice acting new to her as a concept? Or acting in general? Because I yeah. think he did a also, pretty good job. But also, like, yeah. come on. He doesn't sound like Chris Pratt at all. It's like, really? I could you hear it, but maybe Chris some Pratt. people can't, you know. <laughs> and Chris Pratt, by the way, Outside of the controversy that surrounds him, he's a very good actor, one. a very likable actor, and he does a good job in that regard with you know the emotion and all that stuff. You know he certainly <laughs> the emotion and all the emotion that stuff. and all that stuff. You know, all that stuff, yeah. yeah, whatever. You know, whatever it is. Only is able to deliver in that capacity. But again, the script is so awful. Oh my Mario God, and Luigi's really... relationship oh, okay, just so seems. That's it. All right. Oh, Wait. Finally. Go, okay. Oh, this is probably go. the closest we'll get to like go. a criticism here that could go. be something we could talk about. Cool. With the movie. Mario and Luigi's relationship just seems really forced. It's like screenwriter it's, Matthew Fogel who should. It's like the main thing I have it, to compliment it, it, about the movie. Yeah, it's the best part of the film. It kind of is, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it really just sort of is. People. They're brothers. Saying, like, what the... does she mean? It's forced. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I guess she's <laughs> forced genetically. Because. <laughs> I would, I would even say, like, the chemistry between them is pretty strong. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They work so. well together. I don't know. What, say more. It never work again. Fro he's, he's done a couple of stuff for Illumination. That's about it. Uh, it's like... Well, whoever... If you're saying stuff. If you're saying this guy wrote it, they're going to be bringing him back, probably, because it's making a lot of money. That's how that works, okay? Michael Waldron got Avengers. We mentioned this earlier. Mm -hmm. It was foreshadowing. He saw Frozen and decided to do the male version of Elsa and Anna, uh, but none What is the- I- lol. What? I, the- so, the I've seen so, Frozen. I, There's no similarity yeah, between the relationship of those exactly. two and those two. They're not the same. They're not the same. They're totally well, different stories. Um, they're two people, and then those are noses? two people as well. <laughs> I don't what? know. Yeah, sure, why not? None of the work to make it work. And since they insisted on putting Mario in the real world, so to speak, why do he- what do you mean, so to speak, though? Like, it's the real, it's well, not our it's world. because it's in a movie, you see. It's not actually the real world. But she, yeah, she says it as though it's more significant than the world for them. No, like, that's because it's important for her to understand that. He <laughs> and Luigi wear those funny outfits and gloves. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, can we rewind that? 
<laughs> yes, we can. And since they insisted on putting Mario in the real world, so to speak, why do he and Luigi wear those funny outfits and gloves? Dude, I was like, you guys... Explicit... There's... Did you I watch the film? The way they did that. Did you watch the film? <clears throat> no, why? Explain. Why would they wear such goofalizer outfits? Even though it is explicit why they wore the goofy outfits. Yeah. You and know, they insist on putting them in the real world so they. They don't do that. They insist in on shirts putting that them. Shirts that have color? Yeah. I mean, they, they insist on putting them in the real world so they can do a fish out of water story where they're in the game world and Mario has to learn the ropes and all that. You don't want to start off Mario in that world unless you're doing like a sequel, I guess. Um, oh, there's plenty of options for that, but she's saying she has no idea why they were wearing this, uh, these when, outfits. The reason why they yeah, regarding the outfits. Because yeah. like Mario thought that it would be like a unique thing, a unique selling point. They wanted to create a look that was distinct. Like and they got a lot of for the company. For because yeah, that's the thing is like the thing that happens like everybody in was the everybody world. in the world was calling attention to the fact that it was like a unique look like it wasn't it, it was surprising everybody like i don't why would she make this point well like, the the other of course context is like why are they wearing these funny outfits i think because we we can answer the question differently but i imagine most audiences listening to this would be like that's mario and luigi like, mario, their outfits yeah that's their outfit. Mm -hmm. That's what they wear. And if she's actually saying, like, I need justifications for all of this, and, like, she's going to be shat on by everybody at that point. Of course. Yeah. Asking, like, for an explanation for why Mario and Luigi look like Mario and Luigi is. <laughs> yeah. Explain yourselves, Nintendo. Why do why they. Do these characters have designs. Why do, they, why do they do their mustaches like that? Hmm? We explain mm. that, please? <laughs> Look ridiculous. I mean, none of it makes I mean, sense. It looks ridiculous. Classical Italian guard. By the, by the way, I yeah, I I don't like that she said that. They look ridiculous. They look awesome. This shit, this shit it's is like overalls and a shirt. Like I, well, what do you want? It's, it's just like good character design. I don't know what to say. Like Mario, like Mario is just really good character design. Like this is like a really good like universal. He's one of the most recognizable characters in don't history say that at word. this point. Just ever, just ever, yeah. yeah. Not just because he's popular, but because um, that, that boy stands out. Look at that. I mean, Miyamoto could, like, explain to you the reason why Mario looks like Mario. It wasn't, like, some arbitrary decision. No, it they look ridiculous. Kind of it was partially born out of the limitations of, uh, of, you know, the technology at the time and, like, the need to create... Like, Mario has a very distinctive silhouette, which is obviously super useful for, like, video game, you know, reasons, but it also translates super well into all sorts of formats. It's a re... Like... I, yeah, I, I don't know. That annoys me. Oh, it looks ridiculous. Like, speak. Why do he and Luigi wear those funny outfits and gloves? I was like, you guys look ridiculous. I mean, none of it made sense. None of that. Nothing. <laughs> none of it made sense that they wore like, these clothes. Of all it. the things to pick on for the movie for not making sense, which it's that they the chose film, these clothes, which the film <laughs> even like calls attention yeah. to. Yeah, and it, like, what? you know, you gotta have like unique like aesthetic. You gotta have a look. And the movie made sense, so it was hard for me to get into any of it. Speaking of Mario and Luigi, though, Charles Martinet, he had Brilliant. a nice segue. Yeah, he is the OG and current voice of Mario and Luigi in the games, and a lot of fans were disappointed he's not voicing them here. Yeah. Uh, but even I was like, oh, that's, that Char that's Charles Martinet. That's awesome. And I he think it was know. a very nice thing know. to do. I, I think he you're showed lying. Up, I think twice. He showed up like twice. You would have looked this up, right? Maybe she did, yeah. Very, very briefly, mm. but it was cute. Even the action sequences aren't that exciting. There's like no suspense. Mm. It's just like, oh, mm. hey, look, it's like the game. But 
How do you know? <laughs> how do you know that? And also, how do you know that? Yeah, the whole fucking thing was that she has no idea what happens in the games. You never really feel like you're running any of the gauntlets yourself. You. What? I mean, what? You? Just, how I dare mean... you say that? You of all people. I'm confused. You still look like you're watching the game screen instead of being put into the action. That's the whole I mean... benefit of making it a movie. What? I, the I don't even know. I am movie. so lost. Let's, I'm let's lost be as well. We're not making these bizarre, like sweeping statements to impute video games. All right. Why would you say, like, compared to a video game, that the movie's supposed to drag you in? You know what I mean? Like, like when you yeah, say the, the game does anything, that because you're playing it, the opposite yeah. way around. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. The movie's like you're viewing a spectacle of Mario, like yep. you know, struggling and then nailing it or whatever. Like, why? Why have we flipped but them also, so that? Like, the Weird, weird to criticize, like, the, the action set pieces, like, I, yeah, that's a weird one to, uh, to complain about. Well, because, yeah, when I saw them, I was just like, like, yep, this is, they did everything they needed to do. Here it is. Yeah. It's just like, oh, hey, look, it's like the game. But you never really feel like you're running any of the gauntlets yourself. You I'm sorry, I just, I never, when, when thinking about watching the Mario Bros. movie, I never thought, like, I better feel like I'm running those gauntlets, otherwise I'm going to be upset. Despite the fact that I feel like the animators put a lot of effort into Absolutely. trying to make and emulate the game experience as best they could, considering it's non-interactive. Dude, I feel so weird that that's like the comparison between games and films, that films are the ones that are supposed to make you feel like you're doing it. It's because you don't know anything about video games. Like, I suppose. What does she think video games could, are? You could bring a controller in with you to the theater and, and press the <laughs> buttons on it. Well, because yeah. I want to offer happening. some level of sympathy that there are definitely films that can be made to the point where you can immerse you as though you're like I'm, I don't want to say in the movie, like that you're well, you being know, connected. Like, uh, that's but, you know, like when you have a uh, certain you know, like shots of like cameras as though they're mounted on like vehicles, you know, like on jets or something. Yeah, or, like, uh, like Iron Man I, flying around, you know, like perspective shots, things like that. Yeah, I almost want to say like just just really strong immersive moments. But the idea that like the criticism of the action scenes in this movie that they don't feel like you're in them, I really just don't know what to say. Well, yeah, sure what what that. more can a movie like this do besides like pulling the camera out so it's like a side scroller perspective, and then you have Mario running from left to or right? Or you have it I mean, first that's... person. Well. <laughs> The thing right. is, is that, that, like, I think that the film makes very deliberate choices to, like, pull out, like, because there'll be shots like that when it is emulating, like, a 2D perspective. But then there are plenty of shots that are, like, drawn in much closer that aren't trying to do that perspective either. Like, I, yeah. I don't even, like, it has a good amount of variety when it comes to, like, the way that the action is framed. Yeah. It's just like, oh, hey, look, it's like the game. But you never really feel like you're running any of the gauntlets yourself. You still look like you're watching the game screen instead it's of being true. put I feel into like the I'm action. That's a movie. the whole benefit of making it a movie. I'm so confused, but I'm, then, I'm assuming that's it for that topic. Why could Mar uh, Mario turn into oh, a God. cat? I guess uh, I like if you're in uh, Wait, what is... Oh, no, what's she about to say? I'll roll it back, but it's already funny, so... <laughs> And then, why could Mar uh, Mario turn into a cat? I guess, uh, like, if you're into fur furries? <laughs> I just, uh, what? Uh, Race, what's, what's happened? Uh, that works. By, by the way, if, if she's, like, surprised that it's a new thing, Super Mario 3D World came out in 2013. So, like, the cat suit mm. is 10 years old at this point. It's not <laughs> that new. As like an introduction to Mario. Like, why can you turn into a cat, Mario? Why, What's the deal, bro? Do why, I don't Explain, know. Like, man. <laughs> Explain it to me. How is he a cat? 
fur- furries <laughs> that works, and I, maybe that'll play really well in Asian markets. I know that. <laughs> yeah, the Asians, Asians oh, are, are, are I, Asian furries <laughs> will love it. I guess. <laughs> what is this video? If How do we get furry, here you're suddenly? Probably Asian. This they have such disparate thoughts that she just clangs I, together. What? <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about the action scenes and immersion in the movie, now we're talking about furries. It's like, I don't know how we got here. What's happening? Why, Grace? Like, what, what did we do to you? I guess, like, if you're into fur- furries? She nearly said furies. <laughs> I think that's a different thing. That works, and I, maybe that'll play really well in Asian markets. I know they love cats over there, like, love cats. I, uh, <laughs> Unlike those filthy Westerners who hate them. I don't understand. <laughs> but I just felt it robbed Mario of a lot of his personal dignity. <laughs> a lot of his personal... You were making fun of his outfits and his accent. Yeah. Like, what, what, what is it? What is she sees what is him as literally problem? becoming a fairy and that that's embarrassing. <laughs> like, why would you the do cat- it, Mario? The cat suit's gonna play fine to anybody who's played the fucking game, and tons of people have played. <laughs> have, the you, game. have you? Have you? Have you considered this is a post Me Too hero? That he looks like a fairy. <laughs> this is a this is a post Meow Too society. Speaking of which, why could he turn into a tanuki? Like I don't. That's fine. The cat was too much. You mean a raccoon? He's a tanuki. That's a different well, thing. Depends on the, the region. The, the t- you know, tanukis are really neat little critters. They're like, they're pretty neat. Like, I, uh, I, I, I didn't actually know what tanukis were for a long time. I always assumed it was just raccoon. But no, some... there are raccoons with their little dexterous paws, and then there are tanukis. Now, Japanese like, Tom raccoons are tanuki in the uh, Japanese versions of Animal Crossing, yes. but in the West, he's a raccoon because it's that's you know, right. No raccoons that's right. over here. Mm. I the other way, he's a great uh, guy. That's right. Either way. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, in case, in case you weren't aware, Tom, Tom Nook is, uh, Tom Nook gets a bad rap. Interest-free loans that you can pay back at any time. You don't even have to pay them back. Simply for Tom Nook unprompted. You have to wait until someone says he's bad. That's, the, yeah, this pro cast any, any, uh, any instance to talk about. How much does he pay you, Bringy? He hasn't paid me anything. He's a pillar of the community. <laughs> it's the opposite. I I I yeah. basically take money from him and have all exactly. the time I want to pay it back, exactly. and he doesn't yeah. hassle me or bother me about it. And he builds up his community. Look, this, po- this podcast load is shark. extremely <laughs> shock. You don't have to pay back. You literally don't have to pay him back. I want you to get back to that okay. load. You can just hold on to that loan and make money through like inflate, like through interest, like just the, just the. I uh, and how much Tom dignity Nook. does he have? Does he have a fairy suit that he wears? Well, Tom Tom Nook reinvests the money that he makes from his uh, from his business into facilities for the community, better stores. With I thought more, you were going to say fur suits. <laughs> he invests in fur <laughs> You don't need a fur suit. He's a, he's a, he's a tanuki. Well, then he could get a human suit. Region. He can wear a human suit. Can you imagine Tom Nook wearing a human suit? Like Tom Nook wearing a Mario suit? It'd be called like Ape Face or something. Oh, I guess so. Great Ape Face. If you're we furries, are pretty great. that works, and I, maybe wow. that'll play really well in Asian markets. I know they love cats over there. Like, I love I, cats. I, I, what a I bizarre thing to say. I still, I think she just keeps this whole section. Heard. 
It's like retarded, then super retarded, then ultra retarded, and then like whatever the, the last thing is. I just is. felt it robbed Mario of a lot of his personal dignity. <laughs> that, like, that line is priceless, seriously. Because he's dressed as a cat. He's like as she's a cat. personally concerned for Mario's <laughs> dignity. <laughs> so fucking funny. I don't do that to Mario. Why, why would she be if he defeats Donkey Kong in that scene? Because like, he did it embarrassingly. The, the, the funniest part is she doesn't know that like the cat uh, suit is like super powerful as a power up. It's it's like it's like a strict upgrade. It doesn't matter um, because it, it, it takes away in a way how that cool has you are. Utility because the cat suit allows Mario to like run up walls to get to like inaccessible places. It gives him like several different attacks. Like well, several. I think At it's the like cost two or three of his dignity. Oh, that's true. <laughs> At what cost, Friggy? At what cost? He wins the respect of the crowd. That makes no fucking sense. He didn't win the respect of Grace Randolph. You won. You could just totally see he's like he's like waving to the crowd. She's the only one there. It's just shaking her head. Like can't believe it, dude. Can't believe it. Arms folded. Yeah. I finally meet another human, and this is what he does. But I just no, no, I don't like this at all. Sorry, Mario of a lot of his personal dignity. I'm like, don't do that to Mario. <laughs> don't do that yeah. to Mario. Yeah, pretend like you what give a Mario shit. What did Mario do to deserve this? <laughs> you really, <laughs> like... you are wrong about the interest, Tom Nook charged 0.5%. Oh, no, 0.5% interest. Holy shit, wow, oh, that's an odd self-own. Loan Shark. Oh. Fucking Loan, loan shark, shark with a 0.5% interest. Greedy bastard. He will, he will never call in. He will never repossess the house. He will never pursue repayment. There's no repayment plan. It's just, oh, you know, whatever you feel like it. She's the <laughs> argument we just swapped to, he uses the tiny, minuscule profit he makes from that incredible loan to the stranger to town I, to improve yeah, the community. Exactly. Exactly. What was that she's trolling and you read the bait? No, sir. We're trolling. Cheesy in the yeah, we're yeah, no, the, yeah, we're trolling we're for Checkmate. our troll. Checkmate, <laughs> yeah, we got to get fucked. In a way, everyone's trolling. That's just beautiful. <laughs> Jokes on them. I was just pretending. To... <laughs> I was pretending to worry about Mario's dignity and oppose me too. <laughs> Where's Mario's agent? Uh, there are also two end credit scenes, but they're not really noteworthy. One's comedic. You the just one mentioned tries to them. Set up a, like a potential they are scene. noteworthy yeah, by yeah, definition. You made yeah. notes. Yeah, you just mentioned exactly. them. They're like, oh, make note. Make another one of these. You this say they're barely worth noting. Up, get excited. Shut the fuck up. You said what you said about Andor. You can't get away with that. Like, oh, get excited for Easter eggs. You fucking love them. <laughs> I'm sure that plenty of people, when they saw, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, we'll, hmm. But that character yeah, kind of right, showed we'll up earlier explore. in the film, in the background, in a way, like at least a very... Well, Yoshi, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. He, man, you here's my out. notes on the non-noteworthy scenes. Yes. <laughs> 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 of them, I spotted them. I spotted them. I mean, they this, were like in center so frame. They, they, weren't, they weren't hard to spot. They were like mm -hmm. in the middle of the screen. It's hard to get <laughs> okay. super excited unless you're just so so excited about that character. Just like the mere tease. Uh, I or mean, a or... lot of people are. Like, I don't even Yoshi know what to say. Like, like, she has no idea Yoshi what anything to do with boy. Mario. So why would she even comment? Like, I guess people might be excited for that. I don't know. I guess you might be excited about Yoshi. Yeah, you know what? A lot of people would be because everybody likes Yoshi. Well, I think so anyway. Is there any like, crazy madman out there who doesn't like Yoshi? Really? I've never met him. No, I, I think Yoshi's universally liked, yeah. Everyone's yeah. familiar. And the thing is, he has been since 1990. 90, yeah. yeah. Pretty young. Flip of him is enough. 
So yeah, this is a mess. There's no story. You've not justified that, but fine. Yeah, you haven't. <laughs> Nothing is explained to newbies like myself. Uh, yeah, it is. Yes, the cat is. suit was not explained, Fringy. Oh, uh, that's true. The cat suit. I mean, I, I mean, it was explained by virtue of it being there and being a power up, and Peach explaining that there are power ups that are like a plot element. He but, needs yeah. more. It's kind of offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. And none of the animation styles fit together because I guess maybe they're different games. I mean, I guess it looks this what? way in Mario Kart, what? right? But from a story perspective, what the, what you, when did she talk talking? about that? When did that happen? Well, remember she, she talked about this. how in, in Brooklyn, right? Like well, but, Brooklyn was like high fidelity, but you know, like the humans, they don't all look the same. But she said like different. So she doesn't. She just doesn't know anything about Brooklyn the Mario isn't games. A video game. Brooklyn's a real Brooklyn place. Brooklyn came from real life. Well, <laughs> I also, a survival like, game. <laughs> there's a difference between, like, different... <laughs> I don't know if she's, like, talking about locations, but, like, there's a difference between different locations and a different art style. Like, yeah. but I, I, I want to give her enough credit that, like, she can't be talking about that, right? Like, that different areas of the, you know, the world look different, right? That, like, the Donkey Kong's, like, home looks different from the Mushroom Kingdom. Surely not, but, hmm, I don't know. It just did not work for me. I have never seen an illumination misfire this bad. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny knowing how well it did. That's great. That's a so billion well. dollar misfire. <laughs> a billion dollar flop. They've ever misfired. Man, I didn't this expect not... this level of indignity from the studio that made Hop. <laughs> how could you do this to Mario? Not only the worst movie they've ever made, but in my opinion, the only bad movie they've ever made. Damn. Jeez. Fucking hell. It, 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 illumination, but probably like, I tear it up watching you this a lot video. of money or what? Like, no. Is she 12? I don't know. Maybe. What's different here? It's because Nintendo was so involved. Yeah, that's what, if anything. I, so she sees I, that as a yeah. bad thing. Man, damn. Okay. Woof. That's like the worst take. See from the but credits it's bad that Nintendo were involved. I guess it doesn't always work out, like with The Last of Us. So I mean, was, oh, I so mean, that's my review. You see, Nintendo didn't ruin The Last of Us. <laughs> that that's totally was on the table, though. Yara <laughs> Miyamoto comes in and just tears up the set of The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. We need, we need a cat they suit. Have a, they have, a, they have different interpretations of mushroom people. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. Of Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> if you aren't a fan the games you've been warned but maybe you need to go with somebody who is a nintendo fan it's gonna be rough for you i pity you but just remember what good friend you're being and maybe before the movie starts ask your nintendo fan friend <laughs> your nintendo, your nintendo fan, fan friend. friend she sounds so ridiculously out of touch <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the cinema with your nintendo fan friend it's like when you come home from school with your best friend and your mom's like, oh, is this your Nintendo friend? Yes. Yeah. Stuff too, which might make it a little less painful. But I'll be honest with you, I don't even really think your Nintendo fan friend is going to like this. <laughs> well, right. uh, well, well, yeah. So, so share well, your thoughts well, down below. Subscribe. I know a lot of you are well, going sure to like, have to see this to believe sure it. They have. But I, I think most people are not going to. I think it's going to be like my screening. Two out of the 40 really had a good time. And I don't know if they loved it. Roll back the emojis. Great. Even, but at least they were laughing. She's and tying reacting. all of the elements right, of the so video she... back together. It feels Remember like we've come home. about how she's special and she has a thing.
Share your thoughts down below. Subscribe. I don't even know if kids. Again, I don't even know if it's appropriate for kids. Quite. Shut the fuck up. Jesus anyway. Christ. All right. Woman. Share your thoughts down below. Subscribe today. No and of course, as always, you can check out some more videos. No. no. Right now. No. 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 But bye, oh, Grace. Shit. Bye for now. <laughs> so, um. Wow, see. what a fascinating video, isn't it? So what she she's pinned a video. comment on the video that says the movie is currently rotten on Rotten Tomatoes with fifty one. So yeah, it's not just me. She uh she puts a lot of stock because I remember it was a thing in the uh in the the Suicide Squad. She kept talking about it and kept going back to like Rotten Tomatoes. I think she puts a lot of stock in that aggregate. Oh yeah, and well the top response to her is just yikes <laughs> because it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the the top color as. But now, anyways, uh, this review perfectly exemplifies the disconnect between critics and fans. I almost want to yeah. go to bat a little bit for critics, because this was something else. I don't know what the fuck this was. Like, this, this isn't, isn't a critique. This doesn't feel normal. Well, just insane. I mean, something, something that's worth pointing out, right? Because, I mean, we, when we did our coverage of it, right? Like, this film ain't like some... This film ain't, like, incredible. No. But, like, not even close. Um, there's, like, a lot to be desired, really, in a lot of ways. Um, she didn't, like, make that case well at all. She barely made any arguments. Or, or like, or, no, she made arguments, but rather, like, she, she had either no references or, like, her references were, like, completely incorrect. Like, if she wanted to make the case that this film was, like, deeply flawed, she did not do a very good job of that. I say not a very good job, that's kind of putting it mildly. Like, that was, that was a, that was, like, a really poor critique. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, uh, thank you for sharing it, though, Grace. I don't know. I mean, it's a unique take, that's for sure. I don't think... Yeah, it would be difficult to grab even one person who has the same take as that. Yeah. Uh, Probably, yeah. She's a, a unique thinker, Grace. And, you know, that can be enough She's sometimes. She's a trailblazer. Yes. Um, but basically all the comments are just like, she's she's just beyond out of touch. She has no idea what's happening in the world. It's like, yeah, a little bit. I would say that in this case, I mean, I mean, not only was she, like, because obviously she didn't know anything about, like, Mara, and it seems like she didn't really know anything about video games either. The big Mobile problem movies. for her is that she completely misread, like, her own industry, because this film, like, yeah, before it even came out, like, it, it probably was always, like, certain that it was going to make, like, a shit ton of money just by virtue of it being a Mario film. But, like, after watching that film, it's, it's so obvious it was going to make a lot of money because it was so clearly designed to be, like, a broad crowd-pleasing film. Yes. The fact that she didn't think it would make a billion dollars is just like, I don't know, man. Like, that's a huge miscalculation. That's like where we started to guess. We were like, all right, so is it going to make a billion? Yeah, that was like the starting estimate. It's like a billion dollars is like guaranteed. The question is how how much money does it make? And I mean, I'm pretty sure, yeah, this weekend is like crossing a billion dollars, so. And so kind of ends that half of the EFAB, the Mario half. Okay. And, you know, it, it, I, I saw a lot of people saying it makes a lot of sense to pair up Mario with House of the Dragon. There's like a, there's, yeah. there's a couple <laughs> of connections you can make. And, and of course, Ben Shapiro and Grace Randolph, similar, I'd say. There's a couple of things. They both review media, which is kind of neat, you know. We do that too. Um, and yeah, so this is one that's been, th th that was heavily requested, and it's not a surprise at all, because that video is incredible, uh, the Grace Randolph one. That's, that's one for the history books in terms the of video just... video is incredible. You have to, you have to remember that, like, credibility is complicated. <laughs> um, 
I, I would say, as, as was mentioned, it should be a mark against her record that she couldn't uh, predict even slightly what this this movie was. Uh, but I suppose you, you think can with get all one of wrong her every experience once in a while. or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, it's like a weird one to get, get wrong, but yeah, you know, yeah. she really liked the snacks at the press screening, though. She did. That's true. That's yeah. why she's she in this business. She likes them snacks. Um, Snack review. Now, this was another one that was requested heavily by many, and uh, we just hadn't gotten around to it. But, like I said, we've got our House of the Dragon team assembled. We thought it was a neat show. From what I gather, I think most people thought it was a real neat show. And, I really uh, liked it a lot. Yeah. Ben Shapiro felt okay. that he should give it a bit of his, uh, his, his take. And uh, we will definitely be reading some of the comments from this video after we're done with this as well, because um, it's an adventure. Oh, they're but, great um, comments. Take yeah. it away, Ben. Alrighty, folks, we're here to recap Season 1 of Game of Thrones House of the Dragon. This video is sponsored by Established Titles. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Not a great start. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Listen, okay? A bit of a false start there, Benny. This does not indicate the quality of the video. This is just unfortunate. Like, that's all. Because he's human, just like we all are. Yes. We all get scammed. You know, it happens. Okay, so let's talk about Game of Thrones House of the Dragon. Is that what people Stop call it? Game of Thrones House, House of the Dragon. Hmm. Hey, look, a dragon. I don't even know if uh, there's Game any copyright for this. Hmm? Oh, okay. Did I have Game of Thrones over the title? I thought it just said House of the Dragon. I really... I, hmm. It's crazy. That's why I asked, because um, I've only yeah, ever referred... Accurate. It's just really stilted and weird. Yeah, no, but House of the Dragon's long enough as it is. <laughs> Game of House Thrones. Of Dragon enough, it's like calling it Lord yeah. of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Like, well, did you see the new show they announced, which is called... um. Uh, Game of Thrones, A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Why is the the, the the is off center? Because. Is it? It keeps you Some, on your something, toes. Something doesn't look right here. There's something, something here that doesn't look right. I think it's the the. Oh, it's a bit. Yeah. Is it the the or I is it the so. review? Yeah, the E is like way too narrow compared to the other letters. I'm also not a huge fan of. I think there should be more space between Ben and Shapiro. Just, I don't know if there's enough. The Bench Bureau. Yeah. <clears throat> and the W is so wide. And V. <laughs> there might be a space character before yeah, w the T that's throwing off this. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're saying, if you haven't seen the show, go watch it and then come back for this. Because uh, uh, yep, it's yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. About also, spoilers. Uh, do your best, everyone, to remain as spoiler-free for the events going forward because the books roll out. Okay? Do your very, very best. If I don't think this yeah. video addresses them at all. But even if you get a but, chance to, um, avoid it. He mentions them, but it's not that. Important. He's pretty vague, right? Like, he doesn't say anything that's actually... Yeah. 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 Enjoyable. First of all, let's get to the obvious. Yes, it's filled with pornography. It's Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, this is such a weird point to start off with. Because <laughs> it, is, it makes 100% sense. Tamer. He is Ben Shapiro. <laughs> let's, let's start from the beginning. There's porn. Look, okay. All right, Let's start well, with the obvious. People <laughs> fuck. A good recommendation to start things off with, I suppose. I mean, it's on HBO. HBO has a moral obligation, apparently, they believe, to show tits and ass, and so they just do that a lot. It, Hell yeah. I ain't complaining, nor do I think anyone should, okay? It's fine. Actually, is almost wholly relegated to, like, two episodes. There's a lot of bloody childbirth. I don't know why the writers were super into bloody childbirth, but there's, like, five of them. Uh, it's the whole hot. show what is about, about 
uh, succession. <laughs> so I, I feel it like this is hilarious because it's like he identifies that it like is a theme of the show, and then he's like, "What the hell? What's a what's a what's a theme?" Does he actually say that at one point? No, but like what he's saying here is, you know, childbirth is all over the show, and he's like, "What's that all about?" Oh, right, right, because. It's like the most important aspect of how everything gets changed, like, fucked around with. He refuses to engage with that part of the show beyond Maybe he's just... it being there and him being weirded out by it. You could always see. I think he probably is talking about its depictions yeah, the... in the scenes, not the fact that childbirth is a thing that happens in this world. Because, as much as I would say there is good reason for the scenes to exist, even beyond just saying that it's about like the births of uh, children that are going to become incredibly important and stuff, um, you can argue you don't have to portray the scenes the way that they do. Um, and a lot of people were weirded out by it. I know that. But, uh, oh, it's, um, they did some raw yeah, not, depictions not of it. Yeah, things. Uh, yeah during the season. So that was weird. The upside of the show is that it's all political manipulation. So that's stuff that's fun to watch, right? You're watching all of these characters vie over power. That was always the best part of the original Game of Thrones. The touch of magic in the original Game of Thrones was, I thought, the weakest part of the show. Um, hmm. Do I agree? Do you agree with that, Glider? I didn't disagree with this point. I think I agree with him as well. Much. That's the crazy thing. I think because I think the reason that the magic in Game of Thrones is so weak is it's like so heavily downplayed compared to the books it's adapting. I also just don't think it was very well done in totality. Uh, they didn't do a very you know, great I, I job. I think the showrunners did not care about the magic elements of the story. I think yeah, I think you're right. They did say something like that, right? They were like fucking magic lame or something. I don't know, but they didn't seem to yeah. be as passionate about it compared to the politics. Everything that was going on with the White Walkers in the North was the least interesting part of the show. Okay, I would disagree there. I fucking I was rather invested in the White Walkers. I, I wanted I wanted that to. I would say that Dawn in season five was less interesting than the White Walkers. Dawn sucked. <laughs> the dragons were there, but they weren't really a major topic except for you know, Daenerys having one. Melisandre was. I don't even know what the dragon. She that's. Did he see the fifth episode of season eight? The dragons are kind of relevant. You know, with mm. the lawn mowering of King's Landing, but oh, okay. Wasn't that like the meme, the dragon? Oh, oh wait, no, wait. Yeah, that was the meme. I I don't know much about Game of Thrones. It's all right. Wasn't it's all right. He's gonna like, move right uh, into How's the Dragon anyway. Where are, was there, uh, but... where are the dragons? You know, like when are where the dragons? Where are my start? dragons? Well, I guess that's what he's saying is that it only ever really mattered to Daenerys' ah. storyline. But I mean, that was a huge chunk of Game of Thrones as a whole. It only mattered to the second most important character's story. Yeah, in a TV show that she was in eight seasons of, you know, that's not small. <laughs> she actually had very little impact on the show itself. The part that was always really interesting was the battle between the houses, because it was essentially the War of the Roses. So here, in this show, they really dispense with a lot of the magic, and it's just internecine warfare in the house. Well, I'm really into that. I, I like political dramas in which it's essentially a closed box. A lot of people are complaining the show's claustrophobic. It doesn't have the same sort of scope as the original Game of Thrones. And all of that's true, but it doesn't bother me too much. The biggest problem... I'm with him right now. I'm you know, with him on that's that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That I have with the show. Yeah, I didn't the mind wild the, character. It didn't seem like it was small like, scale. I mean, it felt like a, basically all of it took place in the castle, but they go to places. It's, um, I, I remember it coming up as like, I don't feel the world is as big as it was in Game of Thrones. It's like, it didn't, they didn't go to anywhere beyond what they needed to go to for the story. So it's like, yeah, you know. And when you think about the first season of Game of Thrones, it's mostly set in King's Landing, Winterfell, and Castle Black. And that's basically it. There's some scenes elsewhere, but it's also like necessarily scoped. It doesn't, it's not, um, extravagantly bloated for no reason. 
Yeah, I think. So to me, a lot of this is rooted in the decision to essentially split the season in half and then recast the season. So they start the story too early. Okay, the reality is that they really should start this story when everybody is an adult because the gap comes with a character. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't not, like that at all. We're not, we're not off to a good start here. So, like, if you needed a quick reason for why, dude, they, they literally go all the way to this, uh, is Jaharis is the first guy, right? Who takes over from Aegon. Yeah, yeah. Joe. And then knowing his story that leads to Viserys and then knowing how all of the kids that are going to be incredibly important later came in and were given particular powers. And it's like, oh, so like cutting out those five, like, damn, you miss so much of how uh, every dynamic works across both, well, all families. And how they are from the beginning of the season to the end of the season is pretty wild. Like Rhaenyra. At the beginning of the season is not who Rhaenyra is at the end of the season. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of time and a, has passed, and a lot of events have well, taken place. Yeah, he's, that's like he's the kind idea, of isn't correct. It? I just don't know why it's being framed as a yeah, criticism. He goes on to argue that the the ways in which these characters have changed is unreasonable, and they basically just um, flick on a switch. And well, they're and that's this is wrong. They're not kids anymore. Of course they've changed. Like, and you see the events that occur that cause them to change into the people they become. Like, it's obvious. It's it's just how people change. Uh, Gonna have to see the reasoning. It is not yeah. who Rhaenyra is at the end of the season. Alicent, at the beginning of the season, is not who Alicent is at the end of the season. Damon, at the beginning of the season, is not who, who I am as a child. Is not and who I am if you're going now. to put these chess pieces on the board and then move them around in conflict with one another and develop some sort of interest in the characters over the long term, they have to have a consistent character. And I suppose you can make the argument that because the show takes place over a long period of time... And no, but they're, they're and kids. All... Well, he... I guess he's about to address the point, right? Yeah, like... It sounds like he's ramping up to address the pretty obvious thought, right, that everybody would have is... Well, I mean, a lot of time A lot of stuff passed. happened. Yeah. All this that, you know, that's not inaccurate about human nature, but that is a problem in the show. And you watch the original Game of uh, Thrones. Joffrey is Joffrey. There's no point at which oh Joffrey was a generous young man. Who I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Joffrey doesn't really have much of an arc at all. Uh, that's because not everyone does. It's don't I don't... He starts out as like a pampered, entitled 14-year-old or whatever, and then nothing causes that to change because why would it he just becomes the king gets more his power. entitlement is fulfilled he's allowed to execute his narcissistic um degeneracies and like why would he change so he doesn't yeah the, the idea of fucking stupid why would he bring this <laughs> yeah. up i don't know the idea of listing changing characters as a critique of a long-term series seems absurd to me because I think that's kind of the point of the medium is to have characters that change over time. It's not like Seinfeld where you want everyone to stay exactly the same and everything resets every episode. Like, it's the, the point. Thing, though, you want like, characters to evolve over the course of seasons. So weird to bring up Joffrey um, as like, like, what was he trying to say? That that's how characters are supposed to be done? Or that and you watch yeah. the original Game of Thrones. Joffrey is Joffrey. There's no point at which Joffrey was a generous young man who turned into the world's worst human being. He was just bad. Ned Stark was always virtue-laden but thick. Right? Like, their characters were who they were. Rob was always, you know, brave, bold young prince who's okay. naive about... <laughs> I just want to point out how stupid it is that he's comparing... Um... 
the 30 years between the start and end of House of the Dragon to the four years between Joffrey being introduced and Joffrey dying, the one year between Ned being introduced and Ned dying, and the three years between Rob being introduced and Rob dying. And also, Rob does not... Rob is not a static, static character. He no. changes a lot. He has to step the, up. He becomes super strong. and Yeah, uh, he's a naive young boy, and then he becomes... Um, a leader, he makes mistakes and he gets punished for them. It'd be really weird, like the Ned example, that's so strange to pick a guy who's what, in his mid-40s and you get one year. <laughs> well, because that's a relevant part of it too, right? The older that a character gets, there's almost an expectation that like they're going to probably change less because I'll start getting locked into yeah, typically. a certain mode of thinking, certain kind of traits become just embedded compared to, you know, a kid growing up. I wonder if Ben would say of Breaking Bad that Walter White is not the same character in the beginning as he is in the end. The thing end. is, like, I think you yeah. would just go like, yeah, but we see the change. And you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Rob was yes. always, you know, brave, bold, young prince who's naive about the world. Like, you could name who they were in, in sort of one sentence. The big problem with House of the Dragon is that except for Viserys, who's pretty consistent and played by Patty Constantine. Again, an old, like a man who's already grown up by the time we meet him. He's... And and that he's like the rock of the show, and the his yeah. death is what changes everything. Because the character, like, there's reason behind all of these things. It doesn't seem like he can. What is he trying to say that they shouldn't change? Actually, gives the best performance in the show. Everybody else is Correct. all over the place. So let's start with Damon Targaryen. Okay. And so Matt Smith is magnetic on screen. He's terrific in the show. Also, Damon Targaryen's character makes no sense. So he starts off. He's happy that Viserys... Okay, but so before he does his take, what because we don't want to, like, cheat in any way by... You know, just what, what would you guys say about Daemon Targaryen? Do you think he changed? And if he did, what was he before and what did he become? Um, give me a second. Hmm. I want to hear someone else. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think me I and Glytus are too, uh, too patched in. Maybe we should let someone else do it. Yeah. Sorry, I did. I had to use the loo real quick, and I just got back. So, Damon Targaryen, to me, seems like he matures into a more family-oriented, dutiful character and becomes... <coughs> Sorry. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> okay. We're good. I think Damon um, starts out as... A bit, he doesn't lose this aggression, really. Um, well, no, he does because he wants to stay at the place with his uh, with his, with his wife who uh, who dies. Yeah, so I, he chills out, but the way that he maybe focuses his aggression turns into a more sort of like responsible family oriented kind of thing, um, and he sort and he, he kind of loses the brashness. Of when he was younger? I guess it would be like a general sort of overview, unless I'm just totally off the mark here. I've only I've seen it once. I think that's, but, that's um I think uh something that the impression that I get is that the longer the se the longer the season goes on, the more he gains like a broader perspective of uh the nature of like his life and the family dynamics. The thing that makes me think about that specifically is kind of is the relationship between him and Viserys and sort of like a gradual realization of like the 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 toll that it's had on him. Um it's like he he it's like um getting more and more bigger picture as time goes on. Yeah. So what I would say is 
his primary <laughs> motive is basically House Targaryen. Like, it's supposed to yep. be strong and powerful yep. and influential. Not even that that's just good for family members and people he cares about. It's like Targaryens are supposed to be that way. That's 100%. So that feeds, I would say, into every action from start to finish. That's, that's a constant. It never goes away. What changes over time, or seemingly does, is that at first he seems to be like, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna best benefit the house, but I'm also kind of a wild card. So I can sort of weave in and out and do all kinds of crazy shit. First five episodes he does a lot of controversial things, and then when we see him in six, as was mentioned, he does chill out. He seems like settled, but he does seem restless. He misses the uh, the risk-reward and the battle of... Um, yeah, he's like he's stuff. torn on. Yeah, he's torn on that kind of thing and just being more home, you know, homebound. Um, and yeah, because uh, uh, I absolutely adore the interactions he has with the series from start to finish. Because there's always this underlying current of the fact that he he still uh, loves his brother and wants him to be strong, but that uh, he doesn't respect him because the series doesn't rule hard enough. He's uh, too weak, too spineless, and. I'd say like the the best scene exemplifying his feelings towards Viserys would not just be the throne room, which was fucking great, but also when he first sees him after uh, I think has it been a ten year gap or however long. But Viserys, I mean, at the start of episode eight, yeah, and he's just struggling to be able to yep. look at him because he doesn't want to see a Targaryen that week. That's just that fucks with his perception of the whole family and how it's supposed to be. Mm. Uh, Damon is played fantastically, and I am hyper invested in everything he's going to be doing. From now on, but he's probably not a good person. He wouldn't even come close to no. saying that. Oh no. <laughs> um. So yeah, and and you know, you might be like, okay, so what justifies the change? Like, well, he has a family. He gets a wife he actually wants, and he has a children with him. So that you know, that's gonna change a guy. Uh, that's what we know, and then we see mm. the the results of it. So it's um, it's the kind of character change yeah, that you he... can argue happens over a gap in time, but we get all of the reasons for why it happened. Yeah, exactly. He grows and, up, basically. Kind of. Out yeah. of all the things that can kind change of, yeah. a man, like, a family is quite up there. Like, mm -hmm. That'll do it. So, with all that in mind, see what Ben has to say. This character makes no sense. So he starts off, he's happy that Viserys has a boy who dies, and that his wife dies, because it presumably makes him heir to the throne. So he wants the power. It's the thing that he wants the most of all. He wants the power. He goes and he fights a war, specifically, in order to gain the power. And then when he comes back, he doesn't mm. challenge his brother That's in not any why way. He... Yeah, it's not no, for him to gain the, the power. power. It's for glory. He doesn't, like yeah, glory. he doesn't seem like he wants to be in charge himself. He goes off to fight that war. Not only like it, he an alliance with Corlys Valarian is good for him, but also yeah. he wants to. He's frustrated that he doesn't have any personal glory. He's the commander of the city watch. Like that's not something that um, he feels. It's not good enough for him. Well, he he's wants explicit. to write his name in the history books. He wants to be Hand of the King. Yeah. But uh, Viserys never gives him the role, and he considers that fucking offensive, pretty much. So he um, rebels. Exactly. He acts out, and he has all kinds of designs that can lead to different results. Um, you know, what he does with Rhaenyra in episode four, it, from his point of view, it's the way to maneuver it so that you have... Uh, more purity in the bloodline, right? Like him and her together, as opposed to some random other family lord. It's, it's, it's all it, everything that he does will come down to strengthening Targaryens. It's just there seems to have some level of conflict if he's going to be subverting 
the series in any way, shape, or form, but the, yeah. it's more so a goal to improve Targaryen's overall, and that the series can sometimes stand in the way of it, which is what gives him so much conflict throughout the season. Hmm. He sort of bends the knee to his brother. So he has this love-hate relationship with his brother, but he wants to be king, but he doesn't want to be king, but he wants to have... See, it's like he's almost got it. He's almost, almost there. He's there. He, like, he clearly, yeah. you know, he's He's, he's describing there. conflict. The power, but he doesn't want to have the power. And him sort of bending the knee to his niece is particularly weird because he's way older than she is, and he thinks of himself as a warfighter, whereas Rhaenyra demonstrates very few qualities up until she becomes queen that actually make her worthy of being queen other than she's the daughter of her father. In fact, she's wildly unlikable. Young Rhaenyra She's not is... wildly unlikable. I think <laughs> um... she's... Yeah, I, I didn't find that there either. Things I, to, I liked there's things to not like about her. Yeah. But she is not, I think, you, you can tell she has a lot of growth to go through, especially in the early days. So this is, she was um, 15 at this point, right? In in this adaptation? Oh I think she was, yeah. She was 14 in episode one, probably she 15 in episode two. absolutely has a brat factor, um, but I don't know yeah. that it's unfounded. It's... it's relatively solid in terms of how it pops up. And your up. royalty, you know, you it'll have often probably happen. Several characters sense, yeah. knock her down when she tries to complain as though her position in the world is one yep. of the worst. Alicent and uh Alicent and, and Damon do that kind of and Kristen. Yeah. Uh so yeah, and, and you know, what is her role in the first 5 seasons? It's to basically uh, be told what she's supposed to do but be restless about it and want to want to do something else, something more until um, Damon does what he does, and then it puts her in a position where she's actually going to inherit the throne, which is not entirely, like, you know, that, that creates all kinds of fucking issues that she's got to try and understand and deal with, but simultaneously want to explore the parts of her life that she wants to live, which is um, episode four, like, sets all of the problems for the later episodes uh, in terms of her children and what she wants to pursue. It sets everything up. It tells you what kind of person she is. Um... I wouldn't have described her as like she's under a shit ton of pressure. She has aspect like flaws. This is the kind of character you want to see. I don't know why you would want to like. I don't know what Ben is is, is looking for. I guess. Right. Yeah. Because uh, as someone just mentioned, yeah, she kind of makes similar mistakes that Rob does. A hormonal hmm. teenager who refuses just, to abide by the teenager. duties of her job. The Sarah keeps saying like, "There's what you want to do, and there's what you need to do, and these are not the same thing." And she's like, "Well, I want to do what I want to do." Yeah. That. Yes. That is. Yep. Yep. He's describing conflict and then saying that it's bad. I need to know. Well, I guess he's going to say that when we fast forward, she's different and that's bad. And this means I'm going to go with my uncle to a brothel and get felt up by him. And, and it means. Hell that... yeah. Well, so I, I don't know. I guess if you're appealing to like, shouldn't that just be inherently disgusting? Everybody's like, Targaryens don't find this to be much of a problem. They've got a huge history of it. I'm going to have sex with my Night's Guard, dude. This is not the main. She wants to have sex. Uh. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't... I mean, I, what, and can't relate. Well, they didn't set that up from, like, the Mario games, you know? Yes. Behavior that you'd want from your queen. Like, if you're going to name all the characteristics you want in a ruler, she embodied virtually none of them. And That's not a bad point, that she seems unsuited to the role. That's not necessarily untrue. It's what makes things interesting. It's what is able to pack a lot of distrust in the fact that she would become the ruler from a lot of people. And by the end of the show, just stick with Rhaenyra for a second. By the end of the show, suddenly Rhaenyra is really good at queening. 
right? Rhaenyra is given the crown, and despite the fact that she has dramatically undermined her own me. credibility, she's amazing at it, right? So, I don't, I don't, is she amazing at I it? I don't know what he's referring to. We don't see her queening for more than what, an episode? It's just an episode, isn't it? It's like half of an episode, and even then, like, all she does is she does like, something try. She makes a huge mistake. Start of this war. Which was sending her youngest to, well, not her youngest, but her youngest that's still viable to fucking fly a dragon, I guess, to uh, film's end. I don't think that was a good choice. I wouldn't call well, that a good queening. It was a queening. bad choice, considering that he's already betrothed to someone. It was, there's a couple of factors. I just, um, it was dangerous to send him. Uh, I remember, because I was looking at the map, and I was like, oh, if anything, she probably should have sent... Yeah, remember we talked about this. She should have sent Rhaenys to Storm's End. Fuck looking after the steps, don't you? Yeah, Rhaenys is um, the, the Lord Baratheon's yeah. uh, cousin. It would have made way more sense to have her there. She's got a way more intimidating dragon. She's way more strong. She knows what she's doing politically. Yeah, send Luke somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if anything, like I'd be critical of that decision as a queen... I don't know why he's saying she's so perfect as a queen, I don't understand. And, um, you could say, like, she goes through shit tons. I don't even know why we're... It's before we do the, the gap that Rhaenyra has a, like, big change of actually doing what she's told. The, um... Yeah, it's the end of episode four. Yeah, and then all of five is, is, like, her transition into actually doing what she's told, but trying to find ways of working underneath it. And then we see the results of that yeah, when we like skip forward. Hmm. I mean, like they they did it pretty well. They give you all the components you need, and then they go. So, where do you think they'll end up? Plus ten years, and then you're like, well, here they are. Oh, she marries her husband, Valerian, who is gay, and then she has a bunch of kids. Not just like one kid with a white dude named Strong. And the nerve. She has like three kids with that dude. This is one of the problems, by the way, with casting the Valerians as black. Is it? it destroys all semblance of plausible deniability. That's, I think that's part of the, so the that, plot, that, clearly. That is, is definitely in the plot. Yeah. <laughs> ben, the, the whole point is everyone knows. They, that's, isn't that literally said by uh, Aegon when um, uh, Viserys is like, who told you these lies? And he's like, everybody yeah, he just knows. Said, I just looked at them. Yeah. So that's in the show. You can't, you can't criticize it for that. That's part I mean, of the story. He calls them strong during the dinner. Like it's, yes. I mean, it's, it's really, everyone knows it's part of the point. For Nira, right? There's it's no very way obviously the point. I, like, I, mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I need more, Ben. What are you saying? Well, you know, this, it really is legit. Like everyone can see the kid's not legit. Everybody can see that the kid is a strong. Yes. Yes. And yes, the series says That's like anyone who fucking says it, I'll cut their tongue out. It's to show you like how ridiculous the situation Allison um is in is because like she has to cope with this non-reality being the truth at court and how that's disadvantaging her own family like what do you think everyone uh, around you is unbelievably stupid like no no everyone knows ben <laughs> and they all know that's the point the, the plot is very explicit that everyone knows that it would take to sire a child of the color that is not your husband and then claim them as legit. She, and she's saying it, uh, he's saying arrogance. It's like, I mean, she wanted to fuck the people she wanted to fuck, and then she did, and then pregnancy happened. Like, uh, I don't think it was done in a way of, like, I plan to have three children with Robert Strong in order to, or fuck, what was his name? Lionel. Lionel, sorry. Uh, not, definitely not Robert. If, no, wait. It's Laris, is, Lionel. Um, is Greg's zombie. 
Oh, right, yeah. Who's the third strong? It's Lionel, Robert, and... No, Laris. No, Sorry. no, Robert Strong is from, is from yeah. Game of Thrones. Scratch that. It's it's Laris, Lionel, and... Harwin. Harwin Strong. Sorry, That's the name I was forgetting. Lionel is their dad. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> That's why I was getting confused. Like, I'm pretty sure. But, um, yeah. Uh, I don't think she orchestrated it deliberately that she would have three kids with him. It's just that... She said she was trying with... Um, uh, Lainor. Lainor, that's it, yeah. Um, but she, as you just mentioned, she needs his More anyway. like Gaynor. <laughs> Good air is really astonishing, right? It puts Viserys in a really bad position. So Rhaenyra is constantly making bad decision after bad decision up until the point she becomes queen. And then she becomes queen and suddenly she's amazing at this. And then she makes arguably about. even worse decisions. <laughs> well, she's, uh... She doesn't make many decisions at all. She's... Um, it, yeah, like, and every decision she makes, by the way, is like uh, annoys Damon. He thinks they're bad decisions. I, I really don't. I wish he would develop that. I feel like he's saying it as though, like, like the more he says it, the more true it becomes. Suddenly, she's actually thinking seriously about how do I hold the realm together. She takes her duty incredibly seriously. Dude. There have been very few indicators <laughs> that this is who Rhaenyra is the entire show. So I'd say that's untrue. Um, when she is in court still, but she's got the kids and like the it's ramping up in terms of the people whispering and the stresses and she makes her play mm -hmm. to see if Alicent would agree to the um betrothals and obviously she's like, Oh, we'll think about it. The second that happens she's like, We're out, we gotta go. It's not safe here anymore. Like she's she's not stupid. Um yep. and so that carries through when she's got the crown. And she's just careful in that last episode in terms of not making too many moves, but then she realizes right at the end, it's time to go to war. She so consults the people around her, you know, she's asking people for what they think, she's got yeah. her advisors, she listens to them, she's, she's not like, it's just gonna be my way or the highway, I mean, she's probably doing what I'd do, I'd be like, everyone, give me your thoughts, <laughs> I yeah. need, need to see what the fuck's gonna happen. The Picard method of governing. Depends on which era. That this is who Rhaenyra is, the entire yeah, show. So to my ready that room. gap in time is really a problem. If you saw the transition over a small gap in time, where maybe her father's death changes her. And maybe they start the season when she's an adult. And she is irresponsible. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe having been married to someone she doesn't love and then trying to create heirs with someone secretly, that's what changed her. And having a family that's, like, done in secret, yeah. that probably changes someone. I and she married her uncle. By the way, they make some moves in the show deliberately in order to make Rhaenyra not totally unlikable. They're not in the book. So, for example, her husband gets dispatched with alacrity, my understanding is, in the book. In this one, they sort of <laughs> exile him with his gay lover, which 100% would not happen in an ancient kingdom. I it's love fictional, that he my dude. So they were, like, he's so, so full of shit. Like, why? Why, Ben? Tell were, us why uh, this would never happen. They put in a decent amount of effort in the show to make it believable that that it's, could happen. They show that he clearly doesn't want to have anything to do with the royal stuff. I'm sorry, but... They show that, you know, the plot and the fireplace and the body and... The idea that they wouldn't because he's gay, as opposed to if he were straight and they were trying to, like, exile. The whole point of oh, making wait. this deal oh. with him is so that they it make it worse. with him. They don't have to actually kill him. It gets worse. Let him cook. Aww. And also, like, um, it seems that the stigma here isn't being gay for being gay. It's that if you're gay, you can't, you probably won't be making kids, and that's a problem. Yeah, but, like, the, he wants to fucking ditch this whole thing, uh, Lenor, and they're like, well... You know, you being dead would actually be useful. Here's a deal. We fake your death. You get to live the life you want. And we get to live the life we want. Win, 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 yeah. win. 
and we can work together to make it more believable, parents. as opposed to trying to find a way to assassinate him regularly, which you can have, you I could know. have done, but why risk it? Yeah, if he if he starts to if he gets upset and he's mad and he starts to talk and tell people things and go and reach out to his family and everything, that's going to create a lot of tensions. I just also, like, Ben's funny face. Yeah, it's funny face. I just it just feels like he's saying he's gay. Why would they do that? Like, what? This one, they sort of exile him with his gay lover, which one hundred percent would not happen in an ancient kingdom. I'm sorry, not 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 a real thing. And also, okay, so here's you... the thing. All the times that it worked, you wouldn't know about them. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. No, so, let, like, let him code. Yeah. It, he, he, he gets worse. Okay. Not, not, not a real thing. And also, why would Damon go along with that? Damon's one of those brutal characters in the show. And he's like, no. Nope. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. Best for the kingdom and Rhaenyra. Damon's one of the gay killers. He would never let this happen. Why? <laughs> what? Why would you have said that? Why would... Why Damon would, he's so brutal, he would never let this happen. I'm so confused. He still kills someone in this plan, you yeah. know that, right? Mm. He kills a random man who may have had a family. He's probably gay. <laughs> he must have killed him because of that. Why would Damon go along with that? Damon's one of those brutal characters in the show, and he's like, no, no because this we sets must him allow up to where he can marry Rhaenyra and... Uh, yeah, is Damon benefited from this significantly. Friend. They went picture. to war together. Lainor saved Damon's life. That's true. I don't. Th yeah. I don't think they ever characterized Damon to hate gays. I don't think that was a thing. I think you're making this Damon up. Damon is bisexual. Like I don't, I don't care if it never. <laughs> yeah, but not happens. gay. Just pick up a few things and like, just look at trips. the man. He's bisexual. Listen, bisexuals fight. True. Gay is what you've gone too far, and then Damon's got to cut you down. Brutal characters in the show, and he's like, no, we must allow this gay couple to escape to to another country. Like very very weird. It costs them nothing. Why wouldn't they? Whatever. Go live your lives. I don't understand. Why are you saying this like he he's he's framing it like Damon Targaryen was very invested in any gay couple being able to live their their truth. That's like how he's putting it. And it's just like, well, no, it's just a transaction that uh, Damon benefits from significantly. Well, folks, we'll get to more on Game of Thrones House of the Dragon in just one Skip. moment. Everyone in that show is Skip. having a No, we're not skipping this. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward no. to established titles, everybody. Problems. Getting the respect no. and title they deserve. But you have no such problems because you <laughs> can get the title you deserve. Established titles. No. It's your opportunity to earn the title of Lord or Lady. Wow, they printed out something for All him. you must be real. It's a one square foot plot of land in Scotland. The real established titles is a project based on a historic Scottish custom where landowners are referred to as lairds. <laughs> Lords and ladies in English, and your title back will be bestowed with at least one oh. square foot of dedicated land. Here's the thing, the, the established titles, they they worked hard for their scam. I mean, they made it look, mm. they made it really convincing. I mean, once you get over the premise of, of course not, um, <laughs> there is that element of like, yeah, they, they got their landscape shots, and and they got their, their, their website set up, I bet. And, and they didn't give me really this. Official. Where's this footage from? It's the thing, like, everybody would have... Like, it's such an easy buy for a lot of people, but then, like, you think further and further, and then you're like, wait a minute, why is this such an easy buy for a lot of people? And it's like, well, seems kind of neat. You don't want to think about it too much. ...in Edelston, Scotland, plus an official... What about those, um, what about those services where they name stars after you? Are those bullshit, too? <laughs> yeah, of course. Because <laughs> I would imagine that they're... Like, because it got me thinking, because I've heard about those on, like, radios and stuff, where, like, yeah, if there's a company and... They'll, you know, why don't you buy the gift of a star or something? I'm like, okay, well, first off, they don't get the star, right? We just designate that star as a name at that most. Um, but like that, but how how does that happen? Like the person who discovers it names it, right? You assume. Or, or well, there's so the many fucking stars, they just most, give numbers Most now. stars have numbered names, yeah. Yeah. Or like messier, you know. Do, yeah. 
is they put your name on a registry that isn't actually official. No fun. Which is basically the same as this. Yeah. Well, it's I'm just like, like the money what, I give you is official. Which is what organization do you pay to get like a star officially named after you? Like, what does that even? Yeah, for, you know for the mean? entirety of like the science and, of the and like community. You, well, yeah, like could you do that with the sun? It's like I want to buy the sun and name it after me. Well, the me. sun's taken. It's named after. Uh, um, I guy, actually don't know. The, I actually sun. don't know. But um, but yeah, like that's like I the, the in in thirty six years will astronomers of the future be saying ah yes if you look. Just uh, if you look 2.6 arc seconds to the left of Shinene, then you'll notice Gregory, and these are these are the two brightest stars in the in the in the atom quadrant. Your certificate features a unique plot number with which you can see the exact. Oh, they do. They, they give you this, and you're like, I can finally call myself a lord, and then they're like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, you sure do that. Can location of your land. Title packs from established titles are a fun and unique gift for any occasion. There are even couples packs that come with adjoining Ooh, plots of land fun. that special someone in your life. With your certificate... What about a family pack? could officially add the prefix of lord or lady to your credit cards, plane tickets, even your dating profiles. You could claim you can do titles this to Seven Kingdoms. Plus, title. established titles... Can do that. I, can you? <laughs> yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah, yeah you can. You can just do it anyway. It's not the same without a worthless you... piece of paper printed out by some random company. Well, no, 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 no. It... If let's assume that this was true, right? That the establishment was true, then it would have more, um, more like, uh, it'd be more real, right? Than just saying it yourself. Because you right? can claim you do own a bit of land that makes you a lord order. Yeah, like, it, yeah, like, it, it, if that. we were to assume that this was true, right? And this law was true, and you say, yeah, I am a lord as, as of the laws of Scotland, then that is far, far more meaningful than. I just put. I just wrote this word down. True, but I could just lie. You could just lie. One thing it would probably, if you want a title for yourself, you can probably take some internet class and in like two weeks become a reverend. Mm. So just do that. It's probably way cheaper, and it probably is quote unquote just more real. Just become a doctor. You could. Oh, like a doctor of. I words. don't know words. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a, something. <laughs> like D O W. And you'll get it commits to preserving the woodlands not only in Scotland but around the planet. We've got partnerships with global charities like One Tree Planted and Trees for the Future to help with our afford- This was a good angle for the oh, scam, yeah. saying that all this, all the land that you buy, we just we leave it there so that it can stay, you know, wilderness, you know, for Scotland wilderness. And so that, that's a good angle. With our instead of being, instead of saying we build tiny one by one foot castles <laughs> on each of the plots. Well, thank you. So that you can <laughs> And for every order they receive, a tree is planted. And get this, established Whoa. titles told me the first 200 people who purchase a title pack yes. using my exclusive link receive a plot within a few walking minutes of my own. Established titles is running a massive oh. sale right now. If you use- I don't know if I give a there, shit, but okay. Ben? <laughs> yeah, Ben, how much do you care Ooh. about that, Ben? Well, you see, <laughs> I'll have you know that in Scotland, not but a few, not but a stone's throw from Ben Shapiro's one foot by one foot plot of land in Scotland is my one foot by one foot plot of land in Scotland. But yes, for anybody who doesn't know, don't go anywhere near this shit. Okay. Oh yeah, it's a scam. Yeah. Code Ben, you get an additional 10% off. Go to establishedtitles.com slash Ben to get your gifts now. This <laughs> is slash Ben. Fair enough. <laughs> Help support. I will not slash Ben. 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 The transition in Rita makes no sense. Okay. This is paralleled by the transition in Allison. So Allison, played mm -hmm. as a young woman by Emily Carey in a very good performance. 
and then Olivia Cook, who also gives a good performance. But they're two separate characters. Okay, so Emily Carey. It's funny because everything he says, not, I'm almost I'm like the same character. I almost want to why be does, like, and why do you yes, think that is, Ben? But also no, like um, the Allison when well, she. It, it, there's, um, there's like a total disconnect between like why they've arrived at where they're at, and there's still like certain commonalities between you know the older and younger versus Absolutely. the characters. Well, and in the same like, vein, I see how he got where he is. He just needs a bit mm. of a push, like he can get to the rest. Yeah. He's always contextualized everything as flaw instead of character. It's like it's right there because um, I remember it striking me quite a bit when, uh, in terms of like how Allison had come along. With the uh the girl that Aegon like raped or whatever or came close to doing, she approaches her like kindly in a more familiar Alicent way, and then she goes like Cersei on her, um like Ice Queen sort of thing. And it's like oh That's shit, look scene. how far she's come in terms of understanding how the game is played. Like Alicent over time is torn to shreds and like her humanity is stripped away. But pieces of it she, remain, uh, and it makes it... her father is, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and what her father keeps trying to teach her is that, like, the more time you spend hesitating or assuming the best in people, the more they can take, like, chunks of flesh out of you. And it's, it's like, yeah, but, but, like, some people are nice. And Otto's like, huh, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, see how that goes, see how that helps yeah, you out. Yeah, name six. And she couldn't. And she um, couldn't. Yeah, because, uh, you know, and, and that's her big lesson is um, in the first half is when Otto loses his position because she sides with, uh, she believes Rhaenyra and the lie she tells. And uh, she just, she's, she's like refuses to believe that she would lie. And then when she finds out the truth with the, the tea, that's the end of episode, or near episode five, right? It's when she meets Laris. She's like, yeah. motherfucker, did Rhaenyra lie to me? And it's like, there you go. And this is what I mean, like the Ben feel, it feels like Ben's missing pieces that... We get a lot of things happen to these characters in those first five, and then the show is like, now with all those things having happened, we're going to move on ten years. How do you think that would, you know, what do you think it would do to them? And uh, the all end in particular. Some of them don't change, though, because I was about to say, Otto doesn't change, as far yeah, as I'm aware. Otto stays the same. I mean, Viserys, I mean, he changes a little bit, but... Well, he, Ben mentioned he Viserys he... not changing, you know? He's yeah, okay he keeps a pretty steady kind of path, yeah when she is young, is virtue-driven, duty-bound, right? She's supposed to contrast with Rhaenyra, who's headstrong and, and emotion-bound, and Emily is doing exactly what her dad says, which makes her, by the way, a better regent in many ways than Rhaenyra Emily. would be. Rhaenyra would be unpredictable. She would do... He, he would fit right into the universe, by the way. He's like, clearly, Alison is more suited for rule. And then you find out, like, he finds out gradually, like, all the horrors behind the family and how they organize everything, and he's like, wait a minute. How is this... That's not the person I believed you to be. I thought Otto was a very good influence, but now I see that he's like a power-hungry monster, maybe. Wasn't it? Like it, he's a real jerk. There's so much behind um, Allison's... Cause I, 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 I mean, I guess I agree with him. I love the performances from both actresses. I was actually a bit mm -hmm. worried yeah. when they skipped forward, because I was like, uh-oh. I like the ones we had, but yeah. the ones that replaced but them were very strong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alison, like, they, there's so many references to every time we see her that she doesn't get to be herself. She has to be the role that she's been put on her. Meanwhile, Rhaenyra contrasts almost as a foil that she's like, yeah, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't want to do any of it. And um, you could argue that both of them, when they've added up time, they've gone in... Like, Rhaenyra and Alison are both ready to take on their responsibilities, but they're going about it in very different directions. And yeah, it's, uh, it's due to what their influences are. Like, Rhaenyra, um, 
as you say, constantly um, finds ways to do what she wants by bending the rules of the system, whereas Alicent, um, you know, is bent by the system to do what it wants, when like regardless of what she actually wants to do. Yeah, she's always in conflict. And that tension is what drives Alicent away from Rhaenyra. Volatile things. Alicent is going to do what she thinks is best for the realm. And so she goes to Viserys, and she's the one who has to take on all the duties. Wait. I mean, she's... <laughs> See, I wouldn't... Wait, she chose to go to Viserys? Is that what he well, thinks happened? I was, I would say it's even worse than that. He said that she not only chose to do it, but that she did it for the benefit of the realm. It's like, I mean, yeah. Otto told her to do it. That's why she did it. I don't even know she that was Alicent young fully understands what she's doing. Otto was dad, and... Yeah. I mean, that's how it works. She's like a kid. She's 16, 17 years old. And she's forced into an arranged marriage it's with this 45-year-old king, who's kind of gross. And then she's having babies by him, presumably to solidify the line of the kingdom. Explicitly presumably. to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it, you would presume, alleg allegedly. This is, this is all alleged. Theoretically. And meanwhile, Viserys is still sticking with Rhaenyra for no reason that you can really imagine. Like, his, his failure to just... Outside of, like, promising it and swearing her in and having no overt reason to get rid of her. What are you... That's like... It's funny, he's... I highlighting like the tension of the season sort of... like he's right, highlighting he's it like, like it's not addressed yeah a lot of people don't believe Rhaenyra should inherit the throne that's the thing that's the story I would argue that is primarily what this 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 story was about decrown Rhaenyra and put it on Aegon in the first place is very weird so if you were paying attention uh Viserys does a pretty bad job of being Aegon's father he, um, when he's losing his mind, he doesn't even remember he has him as a son. He remembers mm -hmm. Rhaenyra. Uh, he loves her. He really does. And he does believe that she'll... In his last moments, he believes she's going to be the one that'll take the Targaryens forward. That'll save humanity. Yeah, like... I don't, it feels weird to say, but it's just like, yeah, the series, um, he loved Rhaenyra a lot. He believed in her fully. It's very strange. If Viserys is there, I want to make. I mean, fucking episode 8's best moment is all about him defending Rhaenyra. But I guess Ben's like, yeah, but why though? Maintain the kingdom. Like, as if that wasn't very obvious. I thought it was, but I don't know. The thing he ought to do is that, right? But he doesn't do that. Instead, he sticks with Rhaenyra, which again, weird decision by, by Viserys. But to it, get back his to daughter Elsa, that he loves. I don't what know, you're I don't... neglecting is that Rhaenyra's a girl? I don't understand why... Right. Girls uh, shouldn't be king. Girls can't be kings. Kings have dicks. Exactly. She is innocent. She is forced into this position by her dad. By the time we get to the second half of the show, oh, she it. has turned into one of the worst characters in the show. Oh, uh, it's... It's so much more interesting than that. <laughs> like, the uh, idea that she's uh, like, she's a bad person. It's like, no, she's her father's daughter by the time we get to that, like, age. Uh, Otto's crafted is so hardcore, it's insane. Or like the influence he's had on her and the the uh, all the things she's learned, all the backstabbery, all the lies and nonsense and knowing you need to be steps mm. ahead of uh, everyone else before they try and stay steps ahead of you. Um, oh, I think it's just so well done. It like absolutely, it just shows the start and end of taking someone who's very like sweet, chill, wholesome, and just turning them into a. Uh, I hesitate to use the word yeah. monster because I don't want to give off the wrong impression. Um, it's still clear, and they, they make this clear, Alison does not want harm to come to Rhaenyra, even though her whole yeah. council do. She's the one person in that room who's like, no, 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 Viserys does not want Rhaenyra yeah. to die. Like, you guys are being insane. 
They are childhood friends, as we know from watching them be yeah. childhood friends. Maybe that's why the show shouldn't start when Viserys dies, Ben. Because <laughs> you miss out on the whole story, I guess. Yeah, um, I, I that just... whole ten years between episodes five and six, Alicent was basically alone in King's Landing. The only two people she had to confide in were Kristen Cole and Laris. Yeah, and like, the, as far as confidants go, not that great. And like, she was convinced that she was the only person who cared, um, or was willing to admit publicly that Rhaenyra's heirs were illegitimate. So of course she's gonna be um she'll feel isolated and driven to more severe action. It's the entire point of episode seven. Her life uh, to her is almost like a joke in terms of how could it possibly, how could I have yes, done everything Rhaenyra right? makes a joke of Alicent's life from yeah. Alicent's perspective. That's, yeah. Now she is scheming and conniving and terrible. She, she, so, okay, oh, wow. Okay, so this is... This is bad editing, okay? So, first of all, she's not really that scheming. She's mostly information gathering. Um, she's even surprised to know that there's plots happening, like, and have been prepared. It's actually a part I don't like, is when that, I forget what role he plays. There's a guy at the council who, she, like, discovers they have plans, and then he says, we didn't want to concern you with darkling schemes. And it's like, why would you say that? Why would you even put it that way? Mm. You should be saying, oh, we just had a couple of contingencies in happy the event. Happy contingencies. Yeah, happy fun <laughs> sunshine contingencies. Fun. Just being responsible. Um, but yeah, she's not at all planning to like destroy Rhaenyra or anything. And every time a character suggests it, she's always like, "Excuse me, what? Why? What are we? What's happening?" Um, but then to show this scene, his son just got his eye gouged out. Um, I feel like this is a pretty normal reaction from most parents, to be honest with you. One of the worst characters in the show. Now she is scheming and conniving and terrible. And she's doing all of this. And terrible. Damn. Presumably in order to crown her kids, in order to preserve their lives, not- I can't believe, it. like, most of the visuals were just from her being outraged that her son could have his eye taken. There's no, there's no response for that. How Why dare she? Do you think he edited this? Somebody else edited this, didn't they? they Somebody probably, else edited uh, this. Sierra doesn't do any of this. So, so do you think that person saw the show? Or they're just like, that's a scene where she looks angry. That because she wants to unify the kingdom or, or thinks that that's a good idea, but because she's afraid that Rhaenyra is going to kill all of her kids, but she knows Rhaenyra. In fact, she, she appeals to Rhaenyra's sense of, of justice at the end of the show. So again, none of that makes a whole hell of a lot, and she becomes incredibly corrupt by the end of the show. She spent 10 years being gaslit by her father and the people Absolutely, around her yeah, that Rhaenyra was going to kill her family. <laughs> there were also just... There's a tug of war happening. This is what I mean. He's, like, he's almost there. He's like, oh, this is inconsistent because it goes that way, that way, that way. It's like... She doesn't want to write Rhaenyra off, but she simultaneously has reason not to trust her. It's a complicated relationship. Yeah, it's not inconsistent that a boat's rocking back and forth on the ocean. There's reasons why that happens. It's when it happens for no reason. That's the bad writing. But you can trace every decision that these characters make to some event or some conversation or some goal. She's like sitting there and giving foot fetish pleasure to Lyris Strong. Right? Like none of that makes... Any sense? It does. If he's <laughs> if he's a foot fetishist, it makes perfect sense. It doesn't make what sense. he wants. I don't know he what does to say shit to that. for like, her, and this is what she's doing for him. It, it's just weird. It is weird, but it's something she can gain for showing off her feet. I I, I think she sees Look, it as could beneficial. Pay, if I could pay my rent with pictures of my feet, I'd fucking do it. <laughs> okay. Proto only fans. Ben doesn't okay? understand paying for feet pics. <laughs> oh, Ben does.
She goes from a, a courageous and dutiful person standing up for her family and maybe for the good of the realm to a conniving, scheming person, all of whose children are terrible, by the way. Right? I so wanted him to throw it like a, she went from like caring about the realm he? to selling pictures of his feet. How could this happen? <laughs> He's been ruined. The foot is a part of the body made by God. It should not be defiled by being exactly. given. It's so weird because like all you can get from this is just like, yeah, that's the kind of the story of Alicent Hightower. She goes from X to Y. She's uh, she's not quite the same when she's an adult woman compared to when she's fourteen or whatever. Yes, a child woman. Yeah, who would have thought? Right, all of her kids are awful. For some reason, Renera ended up with amazing kids, and Allison. See the yeah. There's reason for this. And ended up with horrible kids, which is weird because Allison Cause they don't seems have to be father. much more involved with her kids than <laughs> Renera is, but. Never mind you that. Okay, then you get to... I don't even, like, it's unbelievable. He just skips right over that. Like, it's really well done. We just learn that Viserys does, is absent as a father. He's no good for the, the three kids. And then what does Alison do in all the scenes we see her with the kids? She's just telling them about their roles, what they're going to do, how important they're going to be, and how much they need to be careful. She's not, like, mothering mm. them. And it's because also, Otto might have likely given her the same treatment. Yeah, like, he, she does become her father, absolutely. He just skates past it. He said that all of her children are terrible. First of all, we haven't met one of them. Second of all, Helene is perfect. Third of all, <laughs> he later on in this very video sucks Eamon's dick. Like, he's, he's, he thinks Eamon's a great uh, potential ruler. I, I, so I'm so confused by what he's talking right, because about. Because that, that analogy, I had to, you got to make careful with that analogy. Yeah, he's yeah. not the gay. Okay. This world, yeah. Yeah, they don't do. They didn't do gay back then. So I was like, because that's the thing. I was like, wait, does he? How he does? <laughs> no, Ben Shapiro like, literally oh. sucks the actor's <laughs> dick in this video. I don't know how it's on YouTube. Um, it's worth mentioning. It's like, why did uh, Rhaenyra's children turn out so well? Then it's like, well, they went off to Dragonstone eventually, and they just focused on living, like not ruling. They were just and and. What what are the scenes we get with them? It's like they're learning. A lot of it is education, and they're encouraged to do it to be stronger. For um, Luke and uh, Jake, they have to like earn their uh, position in the family. That's how they see it almost because everyone's giving them the prejudice, right? Because of the way they look. So yeah. they're like, we have to be good at the job in order to earn the right to like have the job. Which is like it's there's loads of bits and bobs there, but he just he's just like nah, I'll buy it. You're like oh. That's a shame. Ended up with like amazing kids. And Alicent ended up with horrible kids, which is weird because Alicent seems to be much more involved with her kids than Rhaenyra is, but... What? I like how he says involved instead of, like, what scenes do we get? She's kind of abusive. It's like a nightmare mother to have because she only talks them through what they're going to be valued as later. Every time Aegon poses a problem to her, she just slaps him. Yeah. Never mind you that. Okay, then you get to the Valerians. The real problem with the Valerians is that Renice obviously should be the queen. She has the best qualities. She actually thinks strategically. Well, she knows what she is maybe doing. at one point. I do not want her as the queen. <laughs> not after what she did. Yeah, and there was a time when I might have agreed with um, this. When Jaehaerys was dying at the, and the Great Council was held, Ben is maybe right. And the before times. Yes, oh, that was yeah. a while ago. One of the points of the show is that Viserys never should have been the king. Before the bad episode. The, the queen in the first place. Again, she's constantly making decisions that are convenient for the writers. So at the very end of episode nine, for example, she like bursts through the floor with her dragon, killing probably a thousand commoners, but doesn't just fry the royal family and end the war. Why? Yeah. She said, well, it's not my war to start. Well, 
It's your war to end, though. There are a few things you. I'm kind of with him on this. I hate that part. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty absurd. Um, like like you're there, like you've done it, and you're gonna basically start a war anyway. Or you should it... you should consider that being an extremely likely possibility. The writer made it worse when they were like, "You wouldn't want to kill a mother." You'd killed many mothers yeah. when she erupted out yeah. of the floor. Yeah, but yeah, but she didn't know them. Yeah, she, she, it was like and, a and to, like I'm I'm of the perspective that to Rainies those people don't matter. They're ants. Well, so that's a yeah. a wonderful interpretation you can have, but like the writers were yeah, fucking off yeah. their melons saying like what the actual reality of that situation like, is. Is that me coping? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you could do here one thing that you could do, considering that you actually do have a claim to the throne and you have a giant ass dragon and you're the only person in the entire kingdom apparently who knows that the crown has now been stolen. You could theoretically fry the Alicent side of the royal family. And then what, you what could- What does he mean she's the only person who knows? It, like it was a public coronation. Thousands of people were there. Yeah, I don't think, I understand what he's saying with that one. Everyone does he know. mean the literal crown that Eric Cargill takes? Because we don't actually see that in the episode. He just shows up with it in episode 10. Yeah. Actually, go to your husband and start a war for the crown yourself. Instead, you fly to Rhaenyra and pledge your loyalty to what end exactly? Well, she doesn't at first. She says she's not announcing to anybody. Then mm. uh, he thinks about it. On behalf of grandkids who actually have no relationship with you? Genetically, so it's very. Ben it's a here very... is questioning why Rhaenys doesn't just crown herself and become queen in her own right at this point in time, even though there's a scene, there are several scenes throughout the show where she's like, "No, that's we're done with that. It's my my time has passed. It was supposed to happen a long time ago, and now it's not going to happen." Yeah, she says, "Like it's lost very interest explicit in... that she's no longer interested in that." Yeah, like I've I have actually moved on. They're like, "Yeah, this, this fucking sucks," but yeah. I... No sense dwelling in the past. Still got things to do. Move. It's, it, it, all of this is very strange. Same thing with Lord Corliss, yeah. right, who starts off the show as a, as a very ambitious guy who's interested maybe in the crown himself and starts a war with Damon in order to wrest control away from Viserys in some ways. And by the end of the show, he's bending the knee to Rhaenyra. Again, for, for no apparent reason, considering that, as no is pointed reason. out, both no Corliss... Reason. No reason. He reminds me of a... He's really concerned video. about... Yeah, about the like the family name carrying on. I mean, he's the one who was uh, he was the one who was like, it doesn't yeah. matter if they're like they're actually family. They're family. Yeah, history doesn't you know? remember blood; it remembers names. Yep. Yeah, that's that. Okay, and like again, there this are like way to secure that four scenes across the show where he turns to the camera and says, "I'm the one that doesn't really care that Rhaenyra's kids aren't my grandkids. It just matters that they're called Valarian." He turns to the camera, the cor Corlbius <laughs> turns to the camera and he corlbs all over, yeah. over the throne. <laughs> and he winks into Rhaenys the lens. think that Rhaenyra <laughs> killed one of their sons and like burned his body. This is, this is mentioned. This is up there. It's in there. Yeah, that That's was the, the setup yep. for the uh, thing that you said couldn't happen. You should yeah. probably mention as well, David recently chopped the head off his brother in court. And he, when he gets it, he's like, so where's David? Like, oh, he's out. Uh, you know, nothing to worry about there. It's, it's like this fucking awkward. Hey, meanwhile, I, I know that we're supposed to hate Kristen Cole because Kristen Cole is emotional and bad and all badly abused by Rhaenyra. I know that we're, we're just glossing over this, glossing over this because Rhaenyra is supposed to be the heroine of the piece. Kristen Cole is used the way abused he says he's used by him. Um, 
They ruined Kristen I, Cole when they made him a psycho. Uh, yeah, I he's one of my, he goblin. he went from one of my favorites to one of my potential favorites after um, him and Rainy, uh, Rhaenyra uh, have sex and like how he takes that and how it you know might cause conflict. You know, that I thought that conceptually could have been really interesting, but now he's just a bitter asshole and that's boring and I don't care about. It's not it even. At it's all. not just that. It's like he's, he's kind of unhinged too, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, kind of a psycho. Um, like, I, I yeah. thought they were gonna try and do some, like, you know, they're clearly setting up this Lancelot-esque character, um, who's very pure and virtuous, and then he has this fall from grace spurred on by, uh, essentially, sexual passion, but eventually, he, you know, he comes through in the end, and, you know, realizes what it, you know, what it is to be a good knight, and makes up for his mistake. You know, that kind of basic thing, that isn't complex, but it's nice to see, it's a good story, Yeah. but now it's like... This forever young. And they made him just kill an old man by making him sit down. That was cringe. That was like so, that was that was, oh, that was in the bad good. episode, wasn't it? It was in the that bad was episode, episode nine. Uh, it was so convenient of them to put all the bad things in the one episode. Oh, it fucking really is. Thank you for <laughs> they doing filed that. It all the way. Like it helps me compartmentalize it as like, its own little universe. <laughs> it's those the way he says he is used. The way he says he is used, and. We're supposed to believe that because he's devoted to virtue, this means that he is bad, but... Okay, we gotta okay, pause, this for, we pause this for just a second. I idly looked over to Discord, and someone posted this. And I don't know if it's true, but it made me laugh. And I have no clue. It's real. Oh, I've... <laughs> so, if... if... <laughs> I don't know. I... I've I, I've seen a couple of people tweet about it. I assume it's like a meme everyone's in on. Hang on. I assume so, but you never know. It just it it made me laugh. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. Carry on. I need to. I'm gonna get a drink. Carry on. I'll be right back. Interesting casting. I mean, you know, weirder things have happened. Let's give her a shot, and uh, if it doesn't work out, you know, no she problem. She has range. She has range. Yes. You could play a big rock. I would have loved to see that casting meeting. Like the one guy who's yeah. like, you know who'd be great? Who's that? What's <laughs> up? Is this, this is a rumor, They'd right? say Mila this Kunis, is... and then they're like, why would you say that? They go, well, have you seen Family Guy? Yes, but I don't know where you're going with shows? this. Mm. is supposed to be the heroine of the piece. Kristen Cole is used the way he says he is used, and we're supposed to believe that because he's devoted to virtue, this means that he is bad. But I'm going to go counter the crowd here and say that early on, Kristen Cole is not the problem. Rhaenyra is the problem. Later on, of course, he becomes the problem. Him, you know, basically pointing out that Rhaenyra is terrible. That's true for 95% of the show, except for like the last 5% of the show. Otto Hightower Um, I don't, like, I would probably amend it a little bit, but I don't, I don't disagree hugely with his assessment of Kristen Cole. Um... I think saying that he's bad because he's devoted to virtue is a bit strange. Yeah, no, yeah, that's kind of what I mean about like th there needs to be a bit of a, a redraft on what he's saying. Um, because C Kristen Cole is like damaged by things that aren't exclusively out of his control, but the things that uh, Rhaenyra is kind of like fucking with him, right? And and it causes some problems, but he takes it way further himself. Uh, mm. like a a a as of the wedding where he. Punched him out of death. He's like, uh oh, he's uh, he's a bit, bit of a loose cannon. That wasn't very virtuous, I think. No, no, I wouldn't. But let's see what he's got to say about Otto. 
except for like the last 5% of the show. Otto Hightower begins the show as sort of the manipulative hand, and the idea is that he wants power for himself, but that originally is not his motivation. Originally, his motivation is the kingdom is going to split apart if you name a girl, and so we need a son. And then he gets a son, and he promotes the son. By the end, it's like... I. So this I'm, is a testament... I think the person who edited this hasn't watched the show. I think you're right. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, But uh, this is a testament to the power of Otto Hightower, because uh, it seems like Ben bought his, uh... I was about to say, it seems like he's actually convinced by what Otto was presenting as the rationale behind it. Yeah. Mm. Otto wants to put his family in power. That is his goal, above the the safety of the kingdom. It's just that's an argument that he can appeal to. Yeah. Beyond just, you know, I want power for myself and my family. What a great helmet, though. Originally is not his motivation. <laughs> originally his motivation is, the kingdom is going to split apart if you name a girl. And so we need a son. And then he gets a son, and he promotes the son. By the end, it's like, I just want power myself. When does that transition- Wait, sorry. He said he eventually gets the son and promotes the son. He's got a- Yeah, the, the visual is- uh, Yeah, it's Gwen Hightower, who is yeah. Otto's son, which has nothing to do with what Ben's is, talking about. The kingdom is gonna split apart if you name a girl. And so we need a son. And then he gets a son. That's such a strange thing that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. And he promotes the son. By the end, it's like, I just want power myself. When does that transition exactly happen for Otto? It's never been about himself about? compared well, to the yeah, high that's towers. What I mean. it's, yeah, it's like he, he's, he, man, that's like an interesting misread because it's like, yeah, you've, you've accepted what the character was presenting as like the front and not as real motivations as his real motivations. Mm -hmm. And then when the real motivations are, yeah, that, that's fascinating. That's kind of fascinating. I think we've come across this before. Um, wasn't it? Yeah, Synthetic Man, he bought into what Odin was saying. <laughs> like, he, he bought him completely as like, he's a good guy, he seems chill. It's like, oh, fuck it, hell. When you, when you write your stories too good, you know? You, you get some issues coming in, because, um, the idea there as well, he's like, oh, all he wants is power for himself by the end. Like, there's a very pivotal scene, you would say, when uh, Otto's talking to his brother, and it's yeah, very clear their power dynamic. Um... Otto is like the how the high towers influence in the kingdom, and all he needs to do is move things around so that the high towers get more and more power. Pretty much the same for a lot of characters. And uh, mm. yeah, Viserys realizes this pretty quickly. Uh, I say pretty quickly in terms of the full timeline, not exactly quick, <laughs> but he does eventually realize. Yeah, it's like four years. Um, and yeah, Otto is fucking great. So it's good to know that that's how powerful the uh, the writing can be. Otto. You don't really see it. This is just one of the big problems with the show, is that the, the lack of character consistency big means problem. that it's very hard to root hard for anybody. It's funny. Otto's so fucking consistent that whenever he showed up, I'd be like, all right, get manipulating, boy. Get manipulating for yeah. the high towers, dude. <laughs> I, know what you're, I know what you're about. <laughs> Whose brain we reprogramming now? You got Damon, who's all over the place. You got Rhaenyra, who's all over the place. You've got Allison, who's all no, over the place. No, the only one who's consistent no. is Viserys, just because I mean, all he seems over the to place. If you take a massive time scale and then try and squish it into a moment, then yeah, it. it but well, I, guess, not... I guess really, it seems like uh, when he he's gone into discussing it, a lot of it is like either absence references or misunderstandings and misinterpretations of the events that are taking place, because like the changes are informed by you know, a set of events that occur throughout the season that he could be appealing to. And, like, sometimes he does, but in ways that are, like, contrary to the point that he's making. It's strange. Mm-hmm. Bobbly the whole time. So th this is a problem. Okay, so finally, you get to the end of the show. And okay. Aemond, 
who has been Finally. sort of prepping for the kingship, right? They make him, they make it clear he's been studying philosophy and he's been studying history. And he I is a badass blade. because he's claimed a dragon of his own <laughs> without anybody's permission. Plus he has a cool pirate patch and everything. He shows up at the Baratheon in order to woo the Baratheons for the war. Lucerus shows up, the son of Rhaenyra. And Lucerus is supposed to woo the Baratheons. And Aemond is pissed because he's still missing his eye. He taunts Lucerus, and then he chases him out of the hall, and he chases him down in the dragon. Okay, there's a major mistake that's made in this particular scene. Before yeah. he gets into it, yeah, you're, you are right. The way he's just described Aemond makes him sound like he's perfect for rule, so why... Yeah. Why did he describe him earlier as being, like, a complete fucking mess? Oh, it gets worse. And it's not indicated, my understanding is, in the book. And the major mistake that is made here is that, of all the youngsters, it seems that the only two who are qualified to be king at all, just in terms of personality, are Joceris and Aemon, right? Aegon the second is garbage and running away from his job, and which means that he'll the running away from his job is the least of his issues. That's of the... his issues, he seems to be like mm. a, an actual he's... evil person. Yeah, he's, he's the closest <laughs> to fucking pure evil we've got. Be dispatched, I would imagine, right quickly next season. Lucerus has really no claim to the throne, considering that he's illegitimate, and neither does Joceris. Aemon actually has a claim to the throne. He also happens but to have been this... studying. And like would fit into the universe of the show. And I think you're right again here because he believes that bastards cannot rule. He's he's actually like, yeah, he's viable as being in the universe. The, the House Shapiro. He would be like one of the leaders and he'd he'd have a, he'd have an oh, opinion that slots right in with titles, several characters. He's a lord. <laughs> lord Shapiro, they're gonna vie for his uh, his men, and that's gonna be a great episode, okay? I wanna see it. <laughs> Sounds pretty gay. He's a good warrior. We know that he's very clever. We know that he actually has the ability to, to hold himself back. He's not a profligate. And so suddenly in this last scene, he's played as wildly angry. What he should be is extraordinarily calculating. He should be thinking, okay, well, if this thing gets settled, then my claim to the throne is going to be essentially in question forever. What so I need is a pathway dumb. to the throne. And the way I'm going to get a path... Yeah, like, I, I guess oh, if the, anyone... The, the thing is that he's still bitter about the eye. He actually is. Well, and it's just going to intimidate the fuck out of the kid. Exactly. He wants to He's fuck like with him. a he power hungry. He's very power hungry. Like, the fact that he got the big dragon has just, like, inflated his ego dramatically. And this is basically him trying to sort of, um... It, it's just him, uh, like, flaunting his power, essentially. Uh, because for as many, you know, calculated moves as he makes, he's still got sort of those, uh, base drives that are informing his character. And then we see where it leads. It leads to a very bad outcome. A bad thing happens because of it. Yeah, the, the, it's so <laughs> so thoroughly characterized. It's really hard to uh, it, uh, like. I'm I'm struggling to understand Ben's issue. I'm like, this is all in character, like 100 well, percent. It, it's almost as if it's like it is impossible for a character to be calculated, but then also have uh, vanity that that comes through in ways that uh, lead to more unpredictable outcomes. It's not so, it's not as though this is the first impulsive thing that Aemond has done. It does a yeah, lot. exactly. Claiming remember, the dragon. Um... Well, it was, remember when he got the dragon and how he was, um, he was basically taunting everybody else. You're going to a fucking Again, fight that lost his eye immediately after it. Too. Exactly. It's, it's a problem. It's like ego. He does have that problem. He should be thinking, okay, well, if this thing gets settled, then my claim to the throne is going to be essentially in question forever. What I need is a pathway to the throne. And the way I'm going to get a pathway to the throne is maybe a war. Because I'm not getting a pathway to the throne in the other. Well, here's the thing. 
If you're in control and people are perpetually questioning you being in control, that's still you being in control. And to be honest with you, a lot of these characters don't really want a war. But yeah, no, wars why would they suck? No. It turns out wars, yeah, not great. Um, I think I mean, that was... the, the existential threat of you losing and getting killed. There's a lot of bad things that can come with war, and that's why it's just funny that Ben is like, surely Eamon would want a war so he can wipe out the competition and stuff. And it's like, I don't, I, um... I don't think it's just, I just don't think it's seen that way, Ben. Like, especially with how, um, you know, Team uh, Rhaenyra have way more dragons as well as huge potential for more dragons. There's a as much as they've got Vagar on the other side, it's, it's there's a lot of a balancing act going on here. It's not it's not a sure thing, and it's certainly not it is not the kind of war that you can have and just be like, I'm sure we'll just wipe them out with no losses. That'll be great. Especially when dragons yeah, there are dragons are really, involved. Yeah. And exactly. yeah, the whole like assassination element and you know, people generally don't like going to war and you do want to keep people happy or else there's a lot of things that go into it. But the throne is maybe a war. Because I'm not getting a pathway to the throne any other way, so maybe I need a war here. And so I'm going to lead off this war by killing this kid who took my eye years and years and years uh, ago. Why does he say that like you wouldn't care personal. anymore? This is, this is uh, personal, man. Uh, <laughs> Those are some noises. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, uh, well, so, I mean, you know, in case anyone doesn't know, if you lose um, one of your eyes, it's, uh, it's annoying, right? I, I don't want to over-exaggerate. <laughs> it's annoying. And when you live with that for that long, knowing every day that the reason that's happening is because that kid chopped it out, you know, kind of like, yeah. like something that might weigh on you a little bit, make you angry. And then you might be like, I might take the opportunity to just fucking scare the hell out of him. Both. Yeah, you know how in episode eight, when um, Aemond bumps into Lucerus in King's Landing when they visit for the first time in six years, he takes every opportunity to intimidate the kid. Like, he glares at him... He makes the joke about them being strong at the dinner table. And it, like he's constantly keeping the kid on his toes. And it's like, of course, this is the natural um, escalation of that when he finally gets him on his own and there is conflict brewing already. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's so obvious that this is what's going to happen. I, I And so he should call these in a calculating fashion. Ben is confused by this. Yeah. Down Lucerus and kill him. You're you, you should be hating Eamon. Wait, wait, sorry. Is he suggesting he should kill him? Is he saying that that's what he... Like, like, what happens, okay, but he should do it deliberately? It. Throne. And the way I'm gonna get a pathway to the throne is maybe a war. Because I'm not getting a pathway to the throne any other way, so maybe I need a war here. And so I'm gonna lead off this war by killing this kid who took my eye years and years and years ago. And so he should coldly, in a calculating fashion, chase down Lucerus and kill him. Okay, so... Uh... <laughs> Then um, the reason why that's a bad move is because it's going to make the other side fucking furious, and they have lots of firepower. You got to be also, careful. Um, Inslaying is the greatest sin. I wish they um, they had more reference to that in both Game of Thrones yeah. and this, because it's it's so very true, and they are like one scene away from getting that in everyone's minds. Kinslaying is not fucking cool. They don't talk about it like at all ever. Really, is there even a reference to it in House of the Dragon? Um, I don't think there is in House of the Dragon. Annoying. So get it in. Yeah, it is annoying. They should address that. You're you, you should be hating Aemon. But you should also be sort of admiring the fact that he's coldly calculating. Instead, you get this weird dynamic where in the very last scene, the dragons get in a fight, but both riders don't actually want to be in the fight, right? Where Lucerus is trying to stop his dragon from attacking 
the other dragon. And he's like, no, no, no. But he's bad at controlling the dragon, so the dragon shoots the other dragon with fire. This is this is set from as early as is it episode one. Uh Viserys' speech about dragons, yeah, it is. how they work. Yeah. And Well, it's it's um it's just sort of a good way to present what's like all of these political machinations and games that everybody's playing, but at the end of the day, you're playing with like these primeval forces that they like. It's it's beyond like what you know what uh, all of the humans are sort of doing. Yeah, they are. It's like Sarah a good way of highlighting that they're playing with forces. Dragons. Yeah, exactly. the dragons have character. The yep. they are alive and they have agency. Vagar understands um, that we're we're fucking with the kid. Cool, but the yeah, the dragon see, that's um, getting fucked with does not understand that. Is terrified and fucking breathes fire on Vagar to be like fuck off, fuck you, which pisses off Vagar. Pisses off the dragon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Episode 6, when Lena, a grown adult who has been bonded with Vega for like 10 years, asks Vega to kill her, um, Vega like struggles and does not want to do it and takes a lot of convincing. Yeah. It's a really cool aspect as well. The, the, the dragons themselves are going to go off script every once in a while, depending on what they want. And um, I remember, because I think uh, we talked on Gary's stream about this scene for a while. We were going through every last detail for what like they're telling you about the, the state of being for the dragons at the time. And I think they did a really good job considering it's a pretty like straightforward action scene as well. Like, it's really... Again, I'll never forget the shot that they have of uh, Vega, like silhouette appearing above. Oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. creepy as fuck. Yeah. It really accents just how intimidating this is really fucking good scene dragon and he's like no 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 but he's bad at controlling the dragon so the dragon shoots the other it's dragon not that he's, it's it's not no it's not that he's bad at controlling the dragon the dragon is scared and then the giant ass dragon yeah yeah Damon is riding is like chomp and just yeah eat. and vega's just literally <laughs> like oh uh, yeah they're like, they're like <laughs> thank you for the sound effect yeah, that's what's happening yeah but it, it's Thanks, ben. It's such a straightforward scene of, like, Vega's like, you motherfucker. It's like getting slapped by someone, then you just punch them so hard in the face they're fucking dead. Like, because it was like a child. It's like, yeah. Don't ever try to threaten me, you pathetic little dragon. And then, of course, Eamon's like, oh, man. <laughs> like, why? It's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> the difference between, like, I don't even know. How old is Vega? 300 years plus? 400? Vega is uh 200-ish years old. Oh, okay. And shoots the other dragon with fire, and then the giant ass dragon that Aemon is riding is like chomp and just eats small dragon along with Lucerus. And Aemon is like, Oh no, what have I? Oh no, and like, why though? Yes, he what is, is like, happening. Sorry, oh no, it's because uh, it's gonna, gonna start a war. That, yeah. yep, it's like, um, Oh no, which is I not what he wants. Up. This is he not how I want that. This would go. It's totally out of character. Suddenly, he's he he has like conflicting feelings about killing members of the family. No, no, uh, <laughs> Ben, no. come on, no, Ben, no, no, Benny, no, no, no. Benny, baby, what are we doing? Uh, ben I does not have conflicting feelings sweet, about doing sweet something like Benjamin. This. If Ben found himself in a situation where he accidentally killed a nephew, he'd have been like, "Ah, oh, yep, all good." <laughs> Well, good, I wanted to start the wall. Is, you know, I just, I don't know much about this Ben Shapiro guy. I just, I hope that uh, politics doesn't come up much in his day-to-day, uh, because, -day, damn, that's what this show's oh all about. Since when? It's, it seems that's to be based on the notion of, like, he seems to have just come to the conclusion specifically that, like, Amond 
starting a war is like his clearest and best path to yeah. becoming like the king. Like that seems to be like a conclusion that he's drawn. But I don't know why. He, I don't know why he would think that. Well, Ben just really like, likes wars. There's a it's solution. Just, it's just like everything there is a war. fundamental aspect of of like the war being that like oh you could die, you could get killed, and then what what good is any any of your ambition at that point? Like not to not to mention all of the like turmoil that, or like other family members as well, or just the chaos that it brings to the kingdom. Like who knows if they want to revolt against you for you know this as well as what was mentioned before the kin slaying aspect too. It, like it's it's the reason why he reacts. I don't know. This is bad. This is a bad outcome. This is not good. It's so weird to me when we know, like, the whole, the ending shot of the whole show is basically because of what Aemon has done, everything is yep. going to fucking fall apart now. Chaos exactly. is coming. Like, the idea that you can see all of that and then be like, yeah? Of course, that's what, what Aemon wants. Like, he's he secured his path. He secured his path to becoming the king. <laughs> he secured it. Yeah, it should be fine what? now. Why is he unhappy? He's going to be king. There was the potential through because that's what's happening right at that time. It's the war hasn't started yet. There's no first blood drawn necessarily. So like, what's going to happen? It's like, well, you got let's just say there's ten powers in the world, and then six of them go to one side, three are on the other, and there's one left to fight over. If that goes over to the bigger side, it's like, okay, we have the most leverage if we if we go to war. So, what terms could we maybe agree on? It's like, hmm. Oh, it and what you'll have is is a likelihood that Rhaenyra may have submitted in some way to whatever. Because isn't that the point that um, uh, Otto appeals to like the friendship with her and Alicent, and he's like, "We're willing to offer a whole bunch of shit," and she says she's going to get back to them because she's thinking about it and stuff. There's, yeah. there's so much chess going on. But the second you kill her son, she's it's never going to fucking chess agree. Anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Why like, the fuck would she ever conceive now? Where they like. There was a path available to them where they could have secured the, the throne for themselves without any war. Now, if they want to secure the throne for themselves, they must go to war. It's, like, strictly worse. Like... But he's like, nah, this gets Aemon the throne. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Can you picture him as, like, Aemon's little this. finger who's just fucking everything up? <laughs> 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 you should kill him, Aemon. <laughs> That's what you should do. It's confusing. Bottom line for the first season of House of the Dragon. Ben has barely talked about Laris in this video, but I think it'll be hilarious to hear his thoughts on Laris burning his whole family <laughs> just to get Otto back in King's Landing. You'd be curious. I wonder if he'd be like, yep, no, that makes perfect sense, and that was a good move. Well, uh, part of what's so interesting is what he said. Like, so, the last scene, it's like, you haven't covered, like, anything, mate. You've gone through broadly, like, yeah. the characters, I guess, but... It's like we're not on the last scene. Consistent, essentially, that seems to be. I imagine that this is not going to be like this is not going to be an easy uh, argument for him to put forth. No, because it seems like the obvious retort that people will just say is that's called like character development. Like, yes, characters change. Like, good job, you figured it out. Like, it's not. And of course, you can make arguments about consistency or inconsistency when it comes to character for sure. I mean, that's you know, it's yeah. like. Inconsistent well, we character do. writing can be like a huge problem. In this case, though, especially in the context of these events taking place over the course of years, years and years and years, yeah, it's not not an easy case to argue. We need clearer characterization. We need to know who we are rooting for. 
We we need to know why they've developed. So that was actually a, a, a criticism I saw in several places on the internet. Actually, was that there's no mm -hmm. real um, person I want to win this, and I don't know what to do with that because I'm that's never. It's just not a problem for me. I'm watching a world play out its events through characters that are all. Yeah, like these aren't my well, people. It, it seems like it's uh, a bit too fixated on the notion of protagonists and antagonists, or like you know heroes and villains, right? As when you opposed see... to simply watching a set of events play out with uh, characters Just that you find interesting. Just pick your favorite war criminal. When you see the, the two dragons doing that shit in the finale, and let's just say the writer was like, you know, what do you want to see happen here? I'd be like, I'm, uh, I'm so immersed in your show and so happy with it, I'm just, I want to see what happens. I don't oh, have yeah. like a... What, do, what are you going to come up with? Yeah, like and, and I, I have confidence that what you're going to come up with is going to be interesting to watch. It's unfold. not like I'm thinking oh, I really want him to win because I like him more and I think he deserves it more. The, I'm not saying that can't happen. I'm not saying it's bad for you to think that way at all. It, it, it's totally fine. Especially, say for example, when I saw Ned and Jamie fighting in season one of Game of Thrones, I was like, Ned, no, you got to win, buddy. You're cool. I like you a lot. No, don't let evil Mister Blondman win. But um, this aspect that like I'm just watching it, knowing who these two are and knowing the stakes at play and just waiting to see how it ends. I I don't have any like issue with enjoying the scene until I can have someone to root for. That's not really how it works for me. Mm -hmm. Can't relate. Um because if someone said like who do you want to end up on the throne? I'd be like I, I, uh Yeah, a lot of people asked me that during Game of Thrones and I did not like I just didn't have an answer for that. I just want to see. I want to see everybody acting in character and see how it all shakes out. I don't mm -hmm. have like a, I need to see this person on the throne in order to enjoy the show or anything. I think it's fine that people talk about it and have that preference. It's just, um, it's strange to me that like that's a criticism of the show that there's no clear good guy when I would consider it kind of a boon to the show at this point that it's so complicated. It's got, interesting. Yeah, everyone it's was all over the place. Especially when but not inconsistently. stories have clearly defined good guys and bad guys. Helps in the way that they have. Many of the problems here, as I say, could have been avoided by simply starting the season with the second half of the season. So you actually want to be interested in... No, no. What no, a terrible totally, idea. Totally, totally, completely <laughs> disagree. A, uh, like, those first five episodes are essential in laying down the groundwork for these characters so that we know where they came from, where they're going, and how all of that history is going to feed into the decisions they make in the second half of the season. It's, like, essential. I can't imagine that show with, uh, without those first five episodes. Yeah, I would... Yeah, I'd... Bad take. Stories of these characters. Like it, it'd be cool to find out the revelation that Damon once had designs on the throne. It'd be cool to find it's, out. Oh that, my god! So uh, Ben here is telling us that he would prefer someone tell us about these things rather than the show showing us these things. Well, the, I, the thing I, is, that you can make a case for not showing events taking place in a story. You can definitely make a case for I don't need to see that. Um, in fact, it might be sure. worthwhile for that to be something that I can um gleam the the, I, the problem in this case though when it comes to this show is it's like i don't feel like you've made a very good argument at all for why you would want to leave all of that information out and not let us see it play out and see how the characters react to it and get like that first-hand account of how they felt about it um like there's a trade-off there you know like whatever you may gain from having it all conveyed through conversations after the fact in this case you've lost actually getting to see it play out He's not made a good argument for why that should be lost. It also feels weird to be like, you could have been told that Aemon had designs on the throne. And I'm like, when you want to, like, the, when you see it specifically, all of the context of what Damon, Damon does in, in the opening five episodes, it's a lot more complicated than summarizing it as he had designs on the throne. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't feel like, and you can be like, yeah, okay, so they can have a, a longer thing about what he wanted. And it's like, why, why are you advocating that we get told about all the lore? Well, Instead he's advocating for it because he believes that the characters were inconsistent because they changed. I don't even- like, That's all I can make of it. How does that fix the problem, though? To say, like, the problem is, Damon clearly wants the throne, and then later on he doesn't. And it would have been better to just tell us he wanted it before. Yeah, exactly, like, how do, right? That's the like, same you problem. You actually solved the problem of an apparent inconsistency, you just didn't see it, so I guess it's not as clear in your mind, but it would still be inconsistent in terms of the consequences of those choices, right? And the difference between, like, you know, what motivations they would have had at that time compared to who they are now. Definitely seems that way. That Eamon's eye was taken by Lucera's. Not that you watch them do the six kids, but, like, that's why they hate each other. It would be cool to find all this out in the context so of bad. almost a stage play, which is really what the first season is. Which Instead, is really actually similar to how what? it unfolds, though. There's an action, you see the characters, that, like, it, it would be very easy to make a stage adaptation of this happening. The only part you wouldn't be able to show is the dragon riding, but that would be, you know, implied by either offstage things or whatever, well, you know, what have you. But the fight in the cave and the, um, and, and then the, the confrontation in the castle afterwards is very much shows itself well to being part of a stage play. So it's strange that he'd say that that divide in the season, you kind of start to identify with these characters, and then they shift forward 10 years in time, they recast the half bastards. the cast, and they change the characters of half the cast. And they make a bunch of kind of simple, stupid writing choices that get them out of trouble uh, in one area, only uh, to create trouble in another area. If you're Randy, only talking about episode 9, that's not fair. He's, that isn't fair. That's like one example. Yeah. Up the entire Allison Hightower side of the family. And these are just bad writing decisions and sloppy writing in order to get them out of a problem, which is what do we do? Oh, we'll have her bust through with the dragon. Why? I don't know. It'd be cool. It's hard to get over the chasm in the internal logic of the show. In fact, this season one seems example. to be written. I was going to say, I could name more examples than that, and I would still conclude the opposite of what he's concluded. More yeah. like Game of Thrones season five than Game of Thrones season one. And Game no, of Thrones season one is very tightly written. I fucking hate season five. <laughs> season five <laughs> Written because it was all plotted Fun out by uh, George R.R. Martin. But uh, th this season seems to be plotted out by the TV writers, and this means that they rely on a bunch of kind of silly tropes to get by. Overall, out of five swords, I will give Game of Thrones... Before he does, Rags, what do you think the score is going to be out of five? Out of five, it'll what be a said. three. Okay, Fringy, what do you Oh, reckon? based on what he said? What he said? Ooh, what he, what he said? Uh, Two and a half. Okay. Well... I think he'll give is, it a three. If it was based on the things that he said... The notion being that all of the characters are inconsistent fundamentally, it's got to be a low score. It's actually got to be a low score, but I'm guessing mm -hmm. that it will probably end up being like a three or a four. That would be my guess. It's going to be it surprisingly be? high like, uh, going, based on what he said. Based on what based he on said, what he do you said, think it should be like a one, 1. 1.5, two? Be like a, yeah, like, yeah, based on what he said, it should be like a, he said that all of the, more or less, like the vast majority of the characters are inconsistent. Like, yeah, you know, we that to it. It should be yeah, like a 1.5. Um, but I think he's going to go with like a 3.5. I think we're going to be surprised by how high it is considering how negative it's been. Have you seen this, Mola? Do you know? I know what he writes it, yeah. Okay, John? Has is Ben the type to give like half points, like two point five, three point five? Yeah, okay. Um, I Which like, probably why not two, just probably, make it out of 10? Yeah, 2.5 or 3. 2 seems too low for him to give. Okay, here we go. Know. House of the Dragon season one, 3.5 swords. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought so. So seven. I had a feeling. 
Seven out of ten yeah. for a show that it he just tore to like shreds. Seven out of ten, exactly. Yeah, isn't it fascinating when that happens? It is. The I just don't get it. I've never gotten it. And and the reality is because well, five is zero, ten is you know, ten <laughs> is uh that's how it actually works. There is you never rate anything right. that low. I get he would probably give She Hulk like a fucking one or whatever, but you know most things like that IGN shit, man. I just can't stand it. It's so confusing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. If it's Five, not a nine, it's a zero. Daily Wire reviews. All right, I don't know. We... That was more of like an insight into I don't know. I guess like Ben Shapiro's perspective on like that writing. was much more conventional. What the hell would the yeah, Grace Randolph video was? Grace I don't know. Randolph <laughs> thing was just like. Although <laughs> he didn't bring up how undignified it was when Damon put on the cat suit. <laughs> I like that part myself when he dressed favorite. up as a dragon and rode on the dragon. Yeah, that was a bit too far. Um. So, top up comment number one. Uh, it's not inconsistent writing. It's 20 years of character development squeezed into 10 episodes. It's a very difficult task to achieve, and I think the writers did a great job. I think, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Then you get comments yeah. like, I have never understood why Ben failed in his career as a script writer more than I do at this moment. Like, oh. <laughs> ben. <Savvy>. I have... <laughs> I must interrupt... The comment reading of Ben Shapiro reviews House of the Dragon season one, where I have what? fresh memes. I have fresh memes to fresh deliver. Memes. I have a fresh meme here memes. about the Mario World mythologies. <laughs> the mythology. <laughs> Bailin has delivered a fresh meme. <laughs> I, you know what? I thought this might have been some kind of Me Too reference. <laughs> like he's That's he's fantastic. having to deliver an interview on some fucking channel to explain himself. He's like, oh, I get it. Mario World Mythology. Good shit. And it's in color. Ooh. Um, um I, did you know I didn't... that, Rags? What? You went like, ooh, when Mola said it was in color as if it was like... No, I'm like adding, like, I'm, I'm adding to or the... You, or are you embellishing? Are you embellishing yeah. the, uh, yeah. I do that, all, I, do that, I do that actually rather often, so... It's just in that instance, it was just something I noticed, that's all. Sometimes saying, you just don't uh, notice that things are in color. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just thought it was a dreary image, but I guess not. I guess it's in color, actually. You can have color and be dreary. I don't know about that. That sounds... I don't know about that. That sounds like crazy. Um, sorry, was... was I, yeah, John, go ahead. Yeah. I, I didn't have a lot to say on this video. Sorry about that, by the way, because I, okay. I have seen I've seen the season. Uh, I've read a recap, uh, but it's with politically dense kind of shows with a lot of them. I'm dumb. Like, it's hard for me to re like uh, retain all like the the subtext and political motivations of each individual. Uh, like, I, I remember the season in broad strokes but uh even with my limited recollection there were some things ben was saying that it's just like well that's not true even i know that um but i think uh i have some thoughts on what why like ben's coverage of not just this but media in general like it's hard for me to picture ben sitting down well like when he sits down to watch something like this or a movie it's hard to hit, picture him being fully attentive like I, he must have his like laptop out or he's got like one eye on like Fox News or CNN because I think his brain is very like geared towards like current political events, and he's probably like taking notes all the time for his show that he probably has to do the next well, day. The thing or that whatever. so many people and... are baffled by is that you'd think he'd have 
maybe a more clued-in perspective. That his familiarity... I'm not necessarily talking about left or right here, just being in the space of talking about political strife and how things can turn out, that it would give you a bit of a unique insight to how everything's going on in the show, but it, it almost seems to have damaged his ability to understand it. No, I don't think he's paying enough attention to the media he watches, and I don't think he's really should be making, like, videos like this where he's doing it like an in-depth critique on something he's not really paying attention to but i'm not sure he even really wants to i think it's his producers coming up to him and saying if you do a video on this it's going to get a buttload of views and ben's like okay whatever and you like money do don't you ben and he's like what do you mean by that and they're like yeah Nothing. it's like when they put out a video of like ben plays minecraft like ben doesn't give a fuck about minecraft like but <laughs> is there a video of ben like, playing minecraft yeah there is yeah well we're oh gonna be God. watching that <laughs> so <laughs> yeah what are we doing here like he obviously doesn't give a crap about minecraft but he knows like people are gonna watch this for this there's there's a meme value to like him making videos like that and like this where he's covering big like mainstream media events like game of thrones or mario or whatever it is i, I don't know i don't know if he's done one on mario but like yeah, this <laughs> is not minecraft this is not his wheelhouse yeah. media criticism yeah. but his producers insist on making having him make them because they're but giant view magnets. Oh, that's fuck fucking... yes. It could also turn out, though, oh, that he okay. actually really okay. does like and care about it, and he's just, like, yeah. insulted as hell by what you just said. I disavow <laughs> everything. <laughs> <you're listening>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, I'm not saying we'll watch the whole thing, but I am curious, too. I need to know what it looks like. <laughs> what it is. Ben Shapiro ben plays Shapiro Minecraft. playing Minecraft looks like. Ah! Oh, God, this is a terrible place. What's Joe Biden doing over there? I hate this game so much. <laughs> Alrighty, folks, so today, what apparently, I'm... It was already worth it! <laughs> playing Minecraft. Now, I don't normally... This is, that is such a meme image, like... Where, is, where yes. the fuck was that? Like, the... What's Joe Biden doing over there? I hate this game so much. Alrighty, folks, so today, apparently, I am playing Minecraft. That. That image. Just, That's what fantastic. the fuck? On a but giant... Got a big ass a TV giant and everything. Wow. I guess he needs it for all of his, like stuff for a show i guess thank god craft now i don't normally play video games because I'm i love that he even said video games uh, what's he about to say? <laughs> he's gonna say what's i'm an adult he's he's a grown ass man with three there's children like it's one of the job, but... oh, yeah, grown ass man yeah you can watch tv games? shows video though, can't games you? yeah i just i just love it right like i'll watch movies and tv but i would play those I watch fucking fantasy things TV for games like an adult Apparently we can monetize like this stuff. Like a real boy. So, I'm a real Lord boy. Brian. Oh, there you go, John. Completely correct. And <laughs> the producer who tortures me with the book TikToks, he's going to be helping to guide me through this. This video is sponsored by Ring. Uh, oh. Wow, someone made that. It's because his fucking editor is probably a passionate Minecraft player. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, please, Ben. Right. Here we go. We're going to hit single player. I can name the new world. We're going to okay. What should we call Benland? Shapiro. He's probably gonna call it Israel. Shapiro said. I feel like <laughs> God during the first it's... six days, except with incredibly crappy pixelation. By the power of Ra. Okay, what? we are in this amazing new world. It's so. It's exactly what I thought it would be. He's like a. He's like a robot who's never seen a video game before. It's like, how does this work? What is happening? Uh, not not as good as God, guys. Just. Okay, this is so this pixelation is like very reminiscent to when Don't I was worry, a kid. Don't worry, Ben. We we didn't think that you're did play like <laughs> your Quake. blasphemy was real. He played Quake. Whoa! Nice. He just doesn't come across as a person who's played Quake. That's all. 
Maybe he did in his uh, in his lost. younger years. In his wilder years. Lost. Nothing yeah. has changed apparently he's in insulation between 1996 and 2022. <laughs> That's where we are. Okay, so I'm uh, walking around. I'm seeing uh, <laughs> some steps. Okay, what do I see? <laughs> I see. It's like it's like someone's just off the camera being like, "Ben, do something. Press buttons." <laughs> I guess I'll just describe what I'm seeing. That sounds like moving. a safe bet. <laughs> I see trees. I see flowers of some sort. Up, I see more steps. It's a ziggurat. There'll be a human sacrifice up here later. <laughs> so your first <laughs> sound effect they threw in. This <laughs> objective is to get wood to make tools with. To get wood, you're going to have to walk up to one of those trees, and you're going to hold down left click to, to start punching wood. it. I'm going to punch a tree down. This game is not realistic. I cannot punch a tree. Well, wow, karate master. That, that was a meme in 2011. I He's mean, catching you can up. It. It's just that, you know, you're not going to. That was it. Wasn't that was in South Park? You remember when the, the parents wanted to learn how to play Minecraft? Yeah. Like, you know, you got to. You, now, like, the first thing you got to do is stop punching trees. <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> how do you get wood? <laughs> you can hit the E key on your keyboard. Okay. That opens up your crafting ben doesn't menu. know where the e wow. is. I don't look yeah, so good here, guys. He's never punched, he's never typed before. Log. So. The last time that I held like a block of wood, I was he's standing outside of Home Depot. <laughs> that turned into a meme too, so I have a feeling that this'll apparently this will be a thing. click that and mm -hmm. carry it over to those four squares up there. It's no fun if you tell him how to do everything. Then <laughs> oh, you'll never get anything done. Mm -hmm. Proven okay. me correct. Done. Next to the flowers. Thank you, Ben. The scenic view. That is beautiful. It is. Now you have a three by three square instead of a two by two square. Wow. That's... <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. How do people do this shit for hours on end? I don't understand. I don't understand you people. Can I punch this part of the wood? How you're out of touch, Benjamin. You've got to figure it out. You're out of touch. Yep, anything that looks like wood you can punch. Actually, anything you can punch, but the wood's the important right. part right now. Can I punch the people who make me do this video? <laughs> You're not even giving it a chance. Cool, now let's go yeah, back to your crafting you could, table. could, like, give a shit. He, I kind of just, comp this is exactly what I'd expect. Like, I don't even think, yeah. for someone like Ben Shapiro, who thinks of video games are literally for, like, babies, you, you, I don't think you can start him on this. You need to start him on something that he might actually find engaging. Like, something... Like I was about to say souls. Tetris level, where it's like <laughs> the the goal is simple but also difficult. At least requires well, critical thinking. Well, I don't right. He wouldn't shit on Tetris because Deeply it's like autistic. well, it's like geometry kind of puzzles, right? So yeah. that's like kind of his nerdy. Kind of like, who knows? Maybe yeah, Tetris ninety nine would have been the the game to put him on because he could start getting competitive too if he's any good at it. And it's like there's a bit of pride to it because if you're really bad and your your blocks look horrible and stuff, yeah, you, you yeah, could be exactly. like, "Fuck, exactly. I don't want to look like shit." Like, you, you can't really, you can't lose Minecraft. Maybe that's what you need. You need to give him a game he can lose. Yeah, like he can awkwardly walk around and not know what to. But he's always going to contextualize. It's like I didn't know you could punch a tree. I don't, okay. Right, compared to if he was playing like a competitive video game and he's just losing, and yeah. then it's like, "Ha, oh, you're losing." Put him on Tetris 99. <laughs> see how much he can complain about that's that. Right. Yeah. Oh, that would annoy me. That is not. I don't know what just happened. Like this magical crafting table. Get planks. He's got a nice. Okay. Let's right like click. A, it looks nice. Look at the water. Like that's the not does look nice. default water. Yeah, that's a mod. And it said 1.19.1 modded. So yeah, he, he's got a really nice looking version. Supposed to make him play Dark Souls. <laughs> that would be that would be <laughs> You can buy Minecraft, lose all your items, and not find them. No, it's like in South Park, where the kid said, Minecraft, it don't got no winner. It don't got no objective. You're just building shit and seeing if other shit can come and knock it down. It's like, yeah, you, 
it's it's a game where you can you know like you're in control set your own goals i've never beat minecraft and i've put god knows how many hours into it i just don't care about beating the game i'm I'm, gonna have bad you can have houses and flowers you don't want but like you can't lose minecraft in the same way that you can lose a lot of video games put them in civ what do we do with that yeah yeah inside the crafting square one on top of the other the middle square and the square under see like i actually i kind of find this i'm feeling his boredom like yeah because they're trying to make it like a clinical crafting thing where like no just explore just look around you must move the, this here now and this move world. this here like, now like, no, take a look at everything around you it's kind of like you know in breath of the wild right if somebody's just there telling you what to do it's like well that's not like that's not fun you know underneath it let's put a stick in each one of yeah, those but... <laughs> i'm it's sorry sandbox. let people it's being told how to play in the sandbox yeah sometimes you yeah. just like i was in a server the other day and someone was trying a new game and someone else tried to give advice it's like no no no, just let them play the game just yeah. let yeah, him, it'd let be him funny to have him wander game. around and then it goes dark and then he bumps into like a creature. Yeah, and then he finds like bees and then he runs into a. a oh, yeah, it'd be funny. I was going to say a pig, but well, he might not like that. But like a, a cow or something, you know? Take the planks a pork chop. and put one of those in each of the top three squares. That is your pickaxe. That is the most important tool in the whole game because that lets you mine. There's something you could have pointed out to him there. Like you should have pointed it out. You know how like he'd only put uh in the in the top in the middle one, and then it's like, did you notice it's like different items there? Like think about that. Yeah, because the way did that you, you can make shovels and hoes, almost, and we might not like that, but it's almost implied to him at this point that this is how everyone learns the game is that they're told by someone else how to do everything, as opposed to being intuitive in some ways. Yeah, like introduce a, a a core set of mechanics, and then like, and then if if something, you know, just ask a question. Like, did you notice anything about like when you were putting stuff in the in uh, in the crafting section? Like, did you see anything? And then let him, you know, figure it out. So it's a little bit more directed, but it's not like you're just telling him what to do. Blocks of wood make. I want to see him play Cooking Mama. <laughs> honestly, I'm starting to realize like I kind of want to see him play anything else because they're ruining this. <laughs> It's a secret process that's uh, patented, I believe. Okay. So now your next objective is the sun is going down, monsters will soon be coming, so you're going to want to make a shelter. How do I like, jump? Like, you're ruining Space this, bar. whoever you are. Like, it would have been Brian. so fun for him to be surprised by the fact that yeah, he was attacked exactly. by monsters. Exactly. But now you've told like, him. You know, like, like, sun goes down, and, and then he's like, what happens when the sun sets? It's like, I don't know. You, you just, know, the sun goes down. You might want to make a house. Time. You might want to make a house by the time the sun goes down. And Yeah, it, it would be funny if you're like, why? And you'd be like, no reason at all. No reason. Yeah. No reason. Exactly. No, don't you want to know? You know, it's like the real And life. you could even have the, because the, the payoff, they just did a payoff there of him being like, monsters come out at night, that's dumb. But imagine he gets attacked, and then the person says, well, it's nighttime. And he'd be like, what do you mean nighttime? What is what Exactly. That's what... Yeah, that's when interesting things happen. <laughs> like, he clearly doesn't give a fuck. And you could yeah. be like, he was never gonna give a fuck. It's like, no, 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 there are games that Ben Shapiro could play that he would enjoy. That's, there's no mm -hmm. fucking way that you wouldn't enjoy any but of them. No, it, yeah, it's just for the memes, I guess. And if our shrimp fell. Okay. <laughs> now you have stone, <laughs> which, you can, which you can use to make better items. But the sun is almost down, so I think your bigger objective might be to seek shelter. I like Man, the subtitles, how they're in the Minecraft text. That's, uh, 
Good job, editor. And let's uh, block yourself. Mm -hmm. Fucking hell, they've even told him to just dig into a wall and block it up. That's like boring. Yeah, like build, you can build a house and you can build a bed and... That's what I mean, though. It's just like you, you've told him how to be super safe. It would have been funny to watch him die. Why would you take that away? Ben, yeah, I agree with Mahler. It would be funny to watch Ben Shapiro die. Right, you know what? Matters. This is, believe it or not, actually in Minecraft. In, in Minecraft, Minecraft, literally in Minecraft. Even the producer is realizing that it's boring. <laughs> like, good job, dude. Yeah. Boring. So why don't we uh, get rid of that block and go venture out into the world? Oh, you fool! Uh, you could have orchestrated that naturally, and now you have to force it. Yeah. You know what? Important. Like, actually, just go hide. Oh, that's boring. Like, Wait, why did you this actually guy's go an editor and a producer. He knows how to make content. How did this happen? I don't know. You've wasted so many things already. <laughs> you should have someone in the game with him, like playing with him. <laughs> Interesting meme. Uh, There's the meme potential for this. Probably it's incredible. There are monsters down here. So. <laughs> yeah, but now you have a weapon, so you can uh, you can make just a, hit them or sure, kind of practice yeah, my whack them a little bit. Gotta practice our kung fu here. We can also find um, animals to eat because you do have a hunger bar, and that will run out eventually. Can I like get a job or something? Is there commerce in this world? Yes, there is with emeralds. There and is commerce. Can there I swim or do I just die if I sit on here? So those bubbles that you can see are uh, your air meter. So I have to keep jumping. Okay, so it's basically like Super Mario. That was he close enough, I guess. He knows more about it than Craig. <laughs> ben Shapiro out here. That's you know, the wrong music. Do you think it would be a fun edit to be like, when he's going, mm -hmm, and it just zooms in, echoes, and you can just see a young Ben Shapiro <laughs> playing Mario being like, <laughs> You have the Ratatouille uh, moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're in the water in Mario. Do, 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 do. If we do find a village at... That, that felt so genuine. Wow. Yeah, exactly. He's like he was fondly remembering a happy moment from his childhood. Let him play Mario. That would be great. At some point, there are villagers that you can trade with. And fuck off. Just stop. <laughs> am I a colonialist or am I like, am I in favor of trade or am I just like a full That's scale murder you, of villagers and oh, like you, most ben. of human history? Completely what you make of it. You don't have to jump. <laughs> Can I keep jumping? I'm, I was enjoying that. <laughs> like, do I get points for exercise? Do you become like in better shape? Jumping actually yeah, brings so you was actually faster. doing something uh, that was kind of emergent there. He thought mm -hmm. that there might be a mechanic and then you told him, no, there isn't one. Next week, Ben Shapiro plays the Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Then why would you even tune in if it's this fucking guy is guiding him? Really? Yeah. That's not so bad. Look to your left a little bit. You see that green thing? Yeah. That is a creeper. Why? Why did you tell why? him what that is? That this is, is he, better not, he better not tell him what it does. This is the funnest thing possible is for him to just bump into yeah. a creeper. Why would you do that? They will blow you up. Oh, no, you, no, you fool! Ah, you. He doesn't know this how to foster sucks. fun. This is you. lame. You are not a fun haver. You are you know, a fun destroyer. It's You're a destroyer when, um, of fun. The asylum Editors. demon fight in Dark Souls. Anybody who fucking tells anybody what's going to happen with that before it happens is an asshole. And it's the exact same reason. It's funny as fuck to watch players react to that. It's it's it's, and they will cherish the the the, the moment themselves, even though it sets them back. It's like, why would you do that? If they get too close, Let's well, thinking, if, if the over here. if the producers have any input, it should be them like baiting Ben into things. Yeah, where, yeah. like yeah, go yeah, over to the exactly. creeper, see what you happens. See big, he's a friendly <laughs> big guy. guy. Why don't you go say <laughs> hello to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if you can yeah. trade he with him. Resources. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go to he that does, creeper. He, he has a great resources. item. Over there. <laughs> Why is he sniffing that other 
small creeper's hair. Why don't you go over and say hello? Uh, it's, I feel like you're just playing with me now. You've already like told him. You've already you told him it blows up. up. That doesn't make sense. I, I almost feel like it's hello. That almost feels like it's scripted at this point. Like they cut out the part where he said we should probably get you to go over there and blow up, and then you can react to it. But I'll I'll try and set that up. Hey, bad, go over and say hi. Trish at heart. I don't know what you're talking about. Ah. Back up, back die, up, back up. Die, die, die. Oh. Well, that, that went. God, imagine how much funnier that could have been. Yeah. <laughs> you sapped all of it, you fools. Sadly. That is okay, because nothing is permanent in Minecraft. We can walk back and find your stuff. I can see the obsession. Well, I, I don't feel very safe from these zombies and creepers, but. but here. This is an ad. All right, I'm safe. done. <laughs> oh, what's. Yeah. It's oh, Ring, God. remember? What is the ad? Ring. Yeah, it's Ring, as you said it earlier. He's gonna say that Ring will keep him safe in the real world from real-world zombies and Does creepers. he play any other games? <laughs> Does Ben Shapiro have a Let's Play channel? <laughs> ben Shapiro plays Minecraft Part 2. Blech. No, not if it's got that guy ruining Ryan everything. Ryan Funsbane. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Minecraft. Oh, was it Matt good. Walsh plays Five Nights at Freddy's. I'd I'd watch if it was Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's he's, he's probably Matt Walsh. Probably thinks that that game is like trying to promote some transhumanist <laughs> furry agenda, make you a cyborg animal or something. Should well, we? We could. Well, so he's uh, he's got a GTA Five or Five Nights at Freddy's. I feel like Five Nights at Freddy's would probably be more meme worthy. Yeah. Um, alright. Right, I'm willing to, to give it a few minutes, because I don't know why not, you know? We're in a- we're in a- it's a weird Why night. not? We're here. We've all gathered here all right, today. Alright, happy Halloween, everyone. As you can see here, we got the studio all boring game ever. I'm just a festive guy. You know, they, they wanted to just do this video game thing, and I said, no, I want to decorate this but he studio, really so is I went to party city, I decorated the whole thing. It's so, like... It's so weird and cringe, like, because they don't- they think of video games as absolute- like, literally like a fucking rattle, you know? Yeah. So weird. Myself. Uh, we're going to continue our series of me playing video games. And uh, usually we have uh, Jacob. He's my guide through these games. Oh, he's the fun's bane of the Yeah, okay. the, he has his. Oh, he's, he's played <laughs> a lot of it. Oh, look at him go. You know, one of the great shocking twists, I think, in, uh, in, in history. He's in therapy right now. And so now we have instead McKenna. McKenna, are you there? You're going to help us with this game, right? Yeah, I got you. And lame. Let, let them just fucking play a game. Okay. Here, just now, to, here's a game. All, what game are we playing? This so this, is, this video in particular seems really inherently dumb because it's like, yeah, this horror game isn't scary in front of all these lights and cameras and crew of Daily Wire people watching. And I don't want to be like, here. Yeah, in the middle of the day, no headphones. You know, like, of course you're gonna find it boring. It's Five Nights at Freddy's. Maybe I, you know, I, I discovered my latent uh, video game talent in the last last time we did this. So we'll see if we can continue. Right? I don't know what any of this means. Who am I and where am I and what am I doing? You're a security guard. I basically think a haunted. It, that's all exposited <laughs> in this coming conversation. Move. Nope, this is it. So why don't you just give him the game and let him explore and read things? Look... It's like the you know like how it was critical of modern gaming for the inclusion of characters that fucking explain everything. It's so that they can like max out the appeal for people like this who literally this, the game starts and before they even press a button they're like, what am I supposed to do? What do I do? <laughs> Yeah. To your right or your left at the one of the doorways. Uh, if you hit X, the X button, that will close the door. Yep. 
and then if you hit X again, it'll reopen it. Do I, do I have a weapon? Nope. To fight the monsters? Absolutely not. You have the light there, so that's the circle button. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so that's to basically shine the light if you see a monster. And then what if I see a monster? That's it. Good luck. So why wouldn't I just keep the door shut the whole time? So do you see on the bottom left of your screen, there's a power Good left? Good question. I, I don't know the answer to that. Next uh, to yeah. yeah. That is the amount of power you have left to survive until 6 in the morning. So I'm a useless security guard. I have no weapon. There's monsters. And I'm just going to sit here? That's correct, yeah. Also, if you hit the... Minus of Freddy's not <laughs> known for its This is not sense. the game that I would give to a, a, no. a conservative dad to play. It would be... It would be like the Mario or something where it's super like jump on the blocks or something like that. Some, something super simple or something chill that like act like maybe um, like a like a mist style game. Uh, it wouldn't owe itself to like a short video, but that might be a, something that they play that has like puzzles in it or something that's really interesting visually. I don't know why the, they feel compelled like the games will exp like, Isn't it fun to let them discover shit and let them yeah, fail yeah. on their and if, own? And if they don't tell you what to do, well, because when I was playing Resident Evil 4 for the first time, I didn't know what the controls were. Exactly. <laughs> when I got to the village, <laughs> I didn't know what the controls were. I I mixed. I I figured it was going to have like a standard, you know, conventional. But I forgot that game is like from 2005. It's like that's fun memes. Yeah, that's just fun. jump in. L1, which is on the top of your controller, there. Good job. That brings up your security cameras. So you'll see there, that's the, yep. All right, you already got it, you're good. This is the worst, this game is popular? Yeah, what? you're showing him this why? game. I don't blame him. I haven't even played it yet, though. Precisely because it's popular, that's why they would make him play it. Let's yeah, see. Just, okay, well, yeah. there's many Nothing popular games. The thing about it, like, if I were the producer, I would want to, like, really think about this. Like, what do you think, for someone who fucking hates video games anyway, but doesn't know how to play them, what do you think would be the video game to play that would generate the most, like, Funny engagement for that person, but also like fun things to watch. Like Sekiro. I'm gonna be fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. No, you should give yeah, give him something that is, everyone's enjoying. It's gonna look really bad when they. Does screw anything up. happen? Like he doesn't. <laughs> is, is there like a? Is there any sort of? Give him I mean, yeah, like give him a deep rock galactic or something. Security camera to just because those they move around. So I want to like uh, scroll through. I don't think, nothing happens in the first night, What's, isn't it? I thought that's how it works in Five Nights at Freddy's the first game anyway. For those cameras. A little bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> what is the point of this? I thought this was like, I have a, a gun. I go shoot. Does she even explained like, because he's saying like, what's the point? It's like, I mean, they're all going to come for you eventually. You can spend battery power on the cameras or the door. That's, that's like the most straightforward. The monsters. At any point in this game, is there, say, like, a challenge or something that I'm supposed to do, or...? The only challenge is to balance the power. Conserve power, okay. So why do I have the camera on if I'm trying to conserve power? Yeah, I mean, you might want to not do it all the time. No, no, he could have figured that out on his own! It seemed like his brain almost got there and then she took it Yeah, he was, he was like, well, wait, why would I need to leave the cameras on then? Like, I need to conserve... Uh. Right, let me turn... I'll... I got the door open. How do I turn my light on? No, the circle that. button. Circle, okay. All right. Something's gonna come through this door at some point, and then I just have to shut the door before it comes through. Yes. All right. And I gotta make it till 6 a.m. It's already 2 a.m. To survive and not die of boredom in the meantime. I'm honestly perplexed. Like, I'm, I'm not even joking. I cannot believe. Is this a Why would they this upload this? this a, I was about to say, isn't this a disaster of entertainment? Yeah, you'd think like so. Some kind of I guess they were like, oh, Did fuck, you guys make this? Started. 
They've made it. Yeah, well, they, they've given boomers playing video games without any awareness of them a bad name. It can be very funny and interesting. Absolutely. Doesn't the, like Conan inherent... O'Brien got several of those that are really funny? Yeah, that's like a segment that he does regularly of like, look at me, I'm not very good at video games. Game the, yourself. But the inherent but Conan flaw Ryan is a talented comedian. Well, I mean, yes, there is, of course, that. That helps. In the last two days? Yeah, everyone's saying Gary as well. Gary played the fucking Hogwarts Legacy and, and Witcher where he can't figure out how to open a door, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as hell. No. Is that what this all is? It's already 3 a.m. I haven't even seen a monster yet. Um, yeah, you do. Where? I don't, I don't see anything. And I don't know why it would matter if I did see one, because I can't do anything about it. Why are his lips so wet? <laughs> All of the videos look at them. The kids have He's ready. Look. This is what they choose. Also, they should tell him to take his beard and get the stuff off of his beard before they, All right, you know. Me? Yeah. Oh, look, a okay. bad guy. And now what do I do? Just watch it. Okay. <laughs> why would you give him a game that's so light on gameplay? Powers, you might not want to... Like she just said watch him, and then she said well, you might want not want to have the camera Don't on. Don't watch him, though. You just told that would me to have dumb. the cameras on. What am yes. I supposed to be doing? Not always. If, uh, if I wanted to die in this game, what would I do? Just keep the doors open. Just That's a great question. Okay. Fine. It's almost 4 a.m. I've made, I've made it four hours through this game. and it literally feels not, like four hours. What? No, because you just told me to preserve power. Okay, yeah, the creepy thing's still standing there. Okay, see if there's any other movement around. Ooh, that's new. You're trying so hard to make this interesting. Why would you tell uh, him it's new? He should notice that. It's because with she's his eyeballs. Possibly even more aware than he is that this is shit. <laughs> like, it's just shit. But... <laughs> oh, I just heard something. All right. Is that in the game or is that you? Do I sense fear? That's not me. Oh. I just died. Yeah, give him a shitty yeah. jump scare game. That'll... Well, then why did I have the cameras on? I could have just... So, so the... This was all the rage at a certain point in YouTube's history. I, I remember, going, man. Whoa. I never quite bought it. Uh, as in, like, <laughs> was, as a... Uh, well, I haven't played Five Nights at Friday. It's not... Yeah, I felt well, I don't think no, about I was it. young once. But, like, that... Well... <laughs> It's I, I don't know. It becomes like, a lot more interesting when Matthew Pathew describes it to you. I think, I think it, a lot of these people need why? to be honest about how people will interact with these games that you give them. Like, instead of like, oh, it's going to be so fun. Like, Ben Shapiro's going to go around and he's going to start crafting all sorts of stuff and he'll build a, a beautiful house and he'll, you know, that's done. And he'll kill all the pigs or whatever. And like, no, no, no. He's just going to be like bored and not understand. You have to like, put yourself in his shoes. They shouldn't have uploaded um, it. They shouldn't. Yeah. No, that's, well, is, I yeah. figured that oh, well, we've already shot it. Maybe there's an audience for it, I guess. I don't know. Is there an audience for this? Because, like, that's just, that's, it's lame. And it's particularly lame when you've got these producers explaining, like, everything and they never leave anything as, like, a surprise. Yeah, all no, the 12 year olds who watch Matt Walsh are going to be really turned off by this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> his core audience <laughs> are just. Yeah. I'm, I'm, again, not watch the whole thing. I'm just gonna skip to a random part of no. play GTA to see All what right, happens. So today... Yeah, like give him a game like this, where he can do okay, this. Sense. Is right around. Use the right stick to steer. Uh, how do He's I... steering? Is this too... okay? Can I just say something? Can we stop for a second? Oh, oh, sorry about. That. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, a oh, is he playing online? Is that just fucking around? 
It looks like he I is just playing going for online. A walk. Yeah. I was fine just walking along, and now I'm wanted for murder. Oh, red light. I mean, I, I think it's, this is one thing my dad taught me when I was, uh, you know, a young driver is it's all good driving kids is all about is all about good habits. And so he would say, you know, even if there's nobody behind you, still hit the turn signal because it's all about forming those good habits. And I think even in video games, it's, uh, <laughs> there's it's something pretty funny about him describing good driving while just running over people. <laughs> just running over people. <laughs> it's yeah. a pretty good mismatch. Yeah. Just develop those good habits. Yeah, I got to say, I don't feel great about killing that guy. I know it's just a video game, but. But at the same time, I also feel great about it, and that's the thing that concerns me most. I would me kill I to have the Dead and Wire crew kind of play enjoy. Among Us. Oh yeah, that could be funny. FBI, open up! Psych! How much do the traffic- Whoa, oh, that, was poor humor. That, was, that was stale. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. Matter I'm laughing game. because it was so bad. <laughs> so cringy. <laughs> are those cops coming for me? <laughs> yeah, they are. You better get out of there. It was a misunderstanding, <laughs> officer. The relevance of the FBI okay, there. Can I, I get out of this that. car and pick a new one? <laughs> yeah, push triangle. Oh. What? <laughs> Who just shot me? The cops? Yeah, it was the police. I was getting out of the car. I was clearly about to surrender. Uh, I, I shared last time we did this. I did run those people over, officer. Take me in. <laughs> it's like, what can I say? Well, I'm happy to just stop there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah, weird adventure. It's just, it's just lame. Didn't know these things existed, but man, you almost wish you had a, a hand in creating them because holy fuck, there's so much more fun and crazy things that it's could happen. So, there's so much potential yeah. to be mined from people who don't know anything about video games. Give them a video game and let them be surprised. Let them do shit that you never like, see someone try because. Well, you know, yeah, they because don't play that's what that's the appeal of it, right? Like you ask somebody who I don't know if these producers know anything or like I mean I guess they must know a little bit, right, to guide it. But like I mean, you already know what it's like when you play video games. You play them and you know how they work. It's interesting to see how other people do them. It's interesting to see the way that they do it. And it's like yeah. you're stripping all of the fun out of that by just saying like, yeah, that's a creeper and it blows up. It's like, oh, awesome. You, yeah. So now that surprise. For like one of the few people who'd be playing the game who like doesn't know what that is is gone. If uh, when I'm watching videos like this, like I want the person playing the game to want to play the yeah. game or at least have some interest. Yeah, in, of course. Like, of course. Oh, how do yeah, you do better. this? Oh, this is kind of cool. Be a good What's sport, over here? At least you know. Yeah. yeah. Like but with I guess Ben if you playing, think that games are little like they're just distractions, right? Not like an art form. Then I guess it's going to be hard to get that kind of person on board ever. With Ben playing Minecraft, it's like, it's very clear he doesn't want to be doing this. And like no, Mar yeah. was saying, it's like, you can feel the, his boredom in the video. And that, that's a big, like, turnoff. And not only that, but uh, guys like Ben and Matt, they are incentivized to ham up the ineptitude a little bit. It's like, oh, what's this? Uh, how do I move forward? Uh, what's the button? Like that Which bit is where shit, Matt is... because I want them to be into it and be like, yeah, look, this cool house I made. It's like it's a shitty house, but well, he's so I proud think, of it and he's what, excited uh, about it. You know? Yeah. I think what uh, what John's pointing to is that they are incentivized to basically play it off as like, her. I don't know much about video games. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I'm... I'm like really out of touch on this one and that there is absolutely no desire to like gain a real understanding for anything that's going on. Like yeah. they're incentivized to be incompetent. It seems like they've figured out like there's two really successful avenues of like streaming gameplay. Like either you're really good at it or it's just like you suck so bad that people just want to watch it to like get 
giggles out of but that. The problem but is, it's... it's like they have the problem of uh, Birdemic to Birdemic Two. Once you're in on the joke, it's not funny. Yeah, like right. when you're when mm. you're like playing up that you suck on purpose. It's like mm, I don't know. It's kind of it's funnier when you think you're good. It's what like that's the reason why DSP is funny because he gets so mad. Like when yeah, you know, like any impunity of his ability to play video games. Like that's just yeah. funny. Okay, like if, one if. if if Ben actually uh, had an interest in playing Minecraft and you just sat him alone with the game, he would probably be like, oh, like he'd be a, a bit more competent with him and be like, okay, that that's what that does. That's how I do this. But like, he clearly has no interest. So he's just going to play up the angle of him being totally out of his depth here. Like, yeah. oh, what's this? How do I do this? Uh, but even trying to play it up, you can, he can't even conceal like how little interest he has in, in this. Right. Yeah. It's just pointless, bad idea. Wait, also, you, I would totally you, show, you um, Conan's ones, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be copyrighted to hell and back, so there's no way we'll get away with mm. it. But Yeah, that'll be... Um, one last attempt, someone's made me aware of it, and it sounds interesting, potentially. You got Matt Walsh, Ben Shapiro, Michael Knowles, Andrew Clavin, and Tim Poole all play Mario Kart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe with this one, okay? What a weird, weird era we're in, you know? Well, at least Tim Pool, I think, is at He's least like a, gamer, right? a gamer. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Welcome to Mario Kart, everyone. Oh, the N64 version. Oh. Four player game, guys. Come on, guys. Go to the four player one. Four player game. We're fucking around together. What does this mean? 50 cc. Drew, I thought I would tell you. I've started acquiring. One of us should be like, no, fucking 150, fast. Let's go. Collection. I want to go fast. Yeah. I'm just waiting for one of us to be like, is this what? That's what the children of today do. I got to kill Glad they do. Are these like Darkness and Is this like one objection? Darkness and is one of the more underrated novels. No, this is still not like doing anything. I think I'm number four, right? You're number four. Okay. Which one am I? What number am I? Whatever I am. Oh, he says two. I'm two? Yeah. Okay, so then it is working. They're going to get there, I'm sure. How do you drive in this? A drives. You say the catechism. Yeah, you say yeah, And you go towards your ultimate end. <laughs> See, this is already so much better. I wanted to be better. I get to actually bounce oh, off. I, I could be Mario. I'll, I'll it's not just some well, fucking loser peach. off screen peach. telling him, yeah, the creeper blows up, go say it's hello. It's funny if you're Peach. It is a little bit. What is a woman? <laughs> See, like, I get it. Like, I get it. Good one, Ben. Uh, I think we're all good. Up, uh, the Promise by Chaim Potok signed. I picked up a Leon Yours' Exodus sign. Wow. I picked up, uh, today, actually, I picked up Animal Farm. What the fuck is he talking about? Oh, wow. He's bo what books he's bought? It's actually impressive. It's because they have words in them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I... I want to see Ben get salty about losing. Uh, how do I go? Which controller? Oh wow, there you go. That's more uh, clarity. That, that one, clearly. Oh my okay. God, he's going backwards. Um, so I have yet to move. I don't know which. Uh... Oh, I see. Oh, oh my Tim God, Poole? this is perfect. I just re realize he's not here yet. Maybe the adults have up later stayed in the video. on the road. This isn't going fantastic. He's like You're amazed that he's. You just want one of them to like hit a thing and go, FUCK! And then like all the others are like, oh Jesus. Oh, Ben Spears talking about Congress. Congress person. Oh, I'm number four. He's doing great. How do I make my weapons fire? Yeah, where are the hooks to kill? That was the other driving game. 
How am I winning? Ah, shoot, I keep hitting Are you winning? I mean, ah, shoot. like this company for the incompetence of others. <laughs> wow. Well, so what are the stakes here? I mean, if I win, nothing. Well, then I tell you what a woman is. <laughs> I remember the graphics being better on this. Well, you were a child, so. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like how everyone was really, really tall. It's also you're on a <laughs> four players on a screen. So if I so. win. I always wonder, would it be better for them to do like Mario Kart 8 or like a new one? Yeah, you'd think so. I still have no idea what it is. It's people who like you? Yes. He's focusing. Look at his face. This is deeply surreal. How is Matt Walsh doing so well? Like compared to the rest, I guess. Because he's a gamer at heart. He just has to play actual games, not that Five Nights at Freddy shit. And then you ate it. Right, it's a sweet baby. You're making this very dark. Okay, when does Tim Pool arrive? I didn't spend enough time. Nice. Really there he is. Oh, I want to see if he's great at it. I'm trying to cheat right now. That's kind of the whole point. He's trying to do a weather tanko. <laughs> a what? Oh wow, he's in lost place. Wow. He's trying to jump before the fall. He's doing a speed run trick. Oh, so he's doing the true game of strats. And he sucks at it. He's trying to like outdo the boomers and he's gonna lose to the boomers. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna keep playing. Oh, I did it! Yeah, basically, if you had any plans for us the rest losing. of the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> it did it. I'm still losing. Why didn't I do this as a kid? I did it all day. Oh my god, realizing <laughs> the video games are fun! This is all they needed to do is give them a game. That's how they get you! That's how they get you! They begin! Well, it's a fucking Nintendo game that does it too. Yeah, they just. Mario Kart. Yeah. We make the same amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> See, look what it's done. It's turned all these men into baby <laughs> men. They're not no real men. What, what are the... <laughs> wasting so much time doing things like this. Oh, hey, look at I'm in first place now. How'd you get into first? I was just uh, in first. Yeah, you know, uh, you got the skill. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I'm just gonna do this and pretend I don't have an understanding of what it is that I'm doing. He's do yeah, he's doing the thing of like, oh gee, I guess I won, huh? Like, you well, I don't know anything about games. I'm not like a gamer <laughs> or anything because games are lame. Running directly into walls again, like the president. Man, if I had to sum up this game in one word, just keep making Biden jokes. Excuse me, I'm climbing the foothills. He knows all the best words. That was the last president. I'm just gonna hit buttons randomly and see if things happen. Also, like our president. Well, yeah, I mean, it's still not very interesting. Yeah, no, better. I'm thinking like, yeah, it's, it's, it's an improvement. Better. It's an improvement. Well, this it is seems like... like what you need is you need a game that's got a much more clear set of like mechanics that are like really understandable in a way that like can tie into like you know racing, right? Like people understand what that is. You want to you get the first place, you go faster. Mario Party feels like an easy one as well because you could. The game will always explain it's the instructions games, to you. Yeah, I think yeah they're all little mini games and com competition. Yeah, and yeah, they're, they're yeah, probably familiar exactly. with board games. Make them play like Mario Party Four or yeah, Five or whatever. Like competition and clear goals. It is just funny to watch. Though. It's like, oh my god, I'm I'm having fun. Yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> games will do that. <laughs> they'll they'll probably deliberately not read the instruction just so they can be like, oh, what's going on? How do I do this? I mean, because but the, even that can create fun, right? Like, it, like say it's just it a challenge can. of collect the thing and drop it into your side of a goal, like a Mario Party game, and they're all just like panicking, running around trying to figure out how to grab. It's just like that can create fun. Or just like Wii Sports yeah. or something like Wii Sports Resort had a bunch of different modes. That seems like a and a lot of Wii games actually just seem. I mean, like that's kind of the appeal. Well, that was the appeal of the Wii anyway for a lot of people. 
there's like better options than like Five Nights at Freddy, but my guess would be that that's because it's like, well, it's trending or something, or it's relevant, topical. Yeah, you gotta give them a Wii. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, just Nintendo games is like an easy. Yeah, like that's the that was the obvious choice. Though I guess it's interesting that it means Minecraft is like, hmm. No, but it could have been better if it wasn't for that. Like, you get somebody who will be interested in the inherent premise of here's like a big world that you can explore. And then you get like resources and you can build things with those resources. Like if you told them that and that was interesting to them, you could let somebody do that in a self-directed way and it could be great. But if they're not interested, like, yeah. And in this case, it seems like competition helps. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is mostly bad. <laughs> mostly, mostly cringe. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't was. watch new episodes of that. It would, it no, would right no now. way. No way. Um, well. It's good that we had this experiment. Yeah, so that, that was... You know, well, we, know, yeah. we know for certain. We've now, we don't we, want to we've watch done this. The, we've done the research, studied it. Uh, it's mm -hmm. come up. Not exactly the most preferable thing, okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's fine if you, if you guys like watching that, okay? No judging. Yeah, totally, yeah it's all right. Totally welcome. If Though there are people like. who do Let's Plays for a living who are just, at default, way more entertaining. Just letting you know, there's a whole industry out there. It's huge. Hmm. Some guy called uh, PewDiePie, Markiplier, Jacksepticeye. Are those still the biggest ones in it? Or... They're still going, right? But I, I don't know what the... East I don't know what that landscape... Oh, is just... that... Does he have a, like, a... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about Mr. Beast. Um, but yeah, yeah, he only has 32 million subscribers, though. Uh, oh, he does on his gaming channel. Oh, wow. wow. Is he, is, what's he done recently? Has he given more shoes to people or something? Well, he doesn't upload as much on his uh, gaming channel by the looks of it, but every video has got like 10 million, 20 million, 30 million views. What games are you playing? Uh, well, I don't know what Minecraft. I, Minecraft? Yeah, oh, by okay. the looks of things. I, Minecraft, I guess, is still, is still the, the thing. I feel like it was... I feel like that, that game's probably never going to like <laughs> go out of date, is it? Probably people love Minecraft, watching no, people yeah. play that game for some reason. Well, it's uh, I think it's just so robust <laughs> as a video game. Yeah, as long as I don't fucking guess. mess it up, I tell yeah. them exactly the what I to the minds. Explain everything to them. Uh, but on that note, we'll probably wrap up there. Uh, yeah, gonna... enough cringe for one day. <laughs> Before someone dies. <laughs> it's, um... <laughs> well, I, I was going to say, so the one thing everyone will likely be expecting is going to be uh, Mandalorian. It's on the way, the finale. Yeah, I'm working on it. And then the following um, week, we'll put out the uh, the supercut. The supercut. Um, there's going to be like a gap of like quote unquote shaman, shaman comment showcase. I was going to say because this um, there was there was awkward releases in terms of getting things ready in the right places. However, what I will say is the finale, as much as it doesn't have a showcase in it, we have a special guest that I'm sure you mm -hmm. guys will enjoy. But that before... there's some fucking stupid things happen in that finale, so... Well, yeah, it looked like... Memes. I, I saw everyone was enjoying the fucking coverage of uh, the previous episode. I was like, yeah, it cranks up in the finale finale, you know? Ah, uh, yes, it does. There's one part in particular... No, I was about to say there's one part, but there's like four or five parts in particular. There are in particular that are going to be, uh... Yeah. Special. <laughs> A lot of laughter. Um, but before I mention more of that, um, thank you so much, Glidus and John, for joining us today. Why mm -hmm. don't you, in that order, tell people where you're at, what you're up to, why they should subscribe? 
Um, well, you should subscribe to um, youtube.com slash Glidus or whatever the fuck it is these days. Um, that's not the whole URL. Um, because um, you, 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 like, you, you subscribe to Mola and you like waiting for videos. Yes. There are lots of channels out there that you just subscribe to wait for the whole vibe. Yeah, I mean... So all of my videos are about Game of Thrones slash House of the Dragon slash the books, what they're based on. I'm a bit of a nerd in that regard. Maybe one day I'll talk about other crap. I don't know. Fucking YouTube broke the link again. It, it, it just like automatically breaks them. So I have to replace them all the time. It's fucking annoying. Ugh. That's okay. Well, we've got mods because... handling it. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, uh, it's, it's, there you go. The working one is there now. Don't you worry. Yes. Uh, Gladys, you, you, you primarily make content in relation to A Game of Thrones, The Song of Ice, and The House of the Dragon things. That's them. You, um, which, you know, you've got a taste of today when you're talking about it, but you also yeah. know that um, we'll likely drag him back when season two pops out because we'll be more invested this time around. I made Rags and Free Unless I watch die it. from eating a book first. Oh. Still doing that? Is that still a thing? I've got her, yeah. Ugh, I could just... But I said I would. Ugh. Fine. <laughs> All right. No, I made Spot. That's how some people might know me. Right. I made Spot. <laughs> I drew King, Spot. King Herod over here. An immense, well, I said it. An I immense it. contribution to humanity. Oh, yes. Yeah, Spot's a good lad. <laughs> we'll have to have you back soon enough to play some Gothic phone or something. Gotta make some yeah, I'd be happy. Um, and John, how about you, good sir? Uh, John Graham on YouTube. I've been on YouTube since 2007. I write stories. I make machinima stuff. Arby the Chief. Master Chief sucks at Halo. I do some other stuff. Game streams, reviews. So, yeah, that's my thing. Wow. Um, we always appreciate you here. It was fun. Um, of course. Thank you. Was best of luck. So, with whatever I, I, gets you up to. I was a bit. I was a bit out of my depth with the House of the Dragon thing. Sorry again. But like. Uh, uh, really appreciate Ben. Ben intimidates you, doesn't he? And <laughs> yeah, scared <laughs> me off. Um. Well, yeah. Again, thank you so much. And um, yeah, Bringy Rags. Anything you guys wanted to say? No updates since uh, last week. Things are just coming along as they come along. Uh, as they come along, and I don't want to uh, set up a date. Um. But uh, yeah. Oh well, for me it's just home stretch for Mando. So episode eight, working on it right now. Uh, it'll be done when it's done, hopefully pretty soon. But yeah, yeah. we will we'll get I'm it to you as moment. soon as we can. And uh, we we know you guys love Mando, and you want to see us uh, doing our praise yeah. of how how it all comes together. And and then soon after that, eventually you'll start potentially getting some Gotham Knights. I've seen a, a couple people asking, you know, what's going on? Is there ever going to be an EFAP movies ever again? Yes. That's all I'm going to say for now. There will be. <laughs> as, uh, yeah. as time goes on, you'll get more information where it becomes more solid. Right? Because all I'm going to say is I'm working. Walking. Working, alright, guys? Working, working, working. You'll be getting mm -hmm. the things eventually. Um, and yeah, on that note, thank you all so much for the, uh, well, the company, the kind donations and the uh, back and forth on all these crazy topics we've had today. Can you believe it? It wasn't. It wasn't hours ago that we watched Grace Randolph's video. That already feels like a lifetime away. It wasn't that long ago, yeah. Um. So I have no. aged seven years <laughs> since then. Not recommended <laughs> to watch it at all. Uh, next week we're going to be talking about Guardians Three because it'll be out by then. Yeah. 
going to be an interesting one. Who knows? So yeah, until then, uh, next time you'll see us will be probably a Wednesday upload for a Super Chat Catch-Up, which will, I think that's going to become the slot for them now. Um, so you'll expect them every time, every week. Um, yeah. Good night, everybody. Toodle pip. Cheerio. Thanks, chat. Uh, Thanks, bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. See you later. Hi, Rags. Bye. Hi. <laughs>